Painkiller Already, episode 502 with our guest, Nate Burrell. Taylor? This episode of PK is brought to you by AmeriCorps, ExpressVPN, and Postmates. Real quick from AmeriCorps, PK is proudly, proudly brought to you by AmeriCorps. AmeriCorps needs you now more than ever. What is AmeriCorps? It's your opportunity to help your neighbor and your nation through these difficult times. AmeriCorps members serve their communities by fighting hunger, teaching, tutoring, and mentoring students, as well as responding to natural disasters. AmeriCorps is your choice to get invo- your chance to get involved and be the greater good. Search hundreds of opportunities and apply at joinamericorps.gov. That's joinamericorps.gov. AmeriCorps, A-M-E-R-I-C-O-R-P-S. So check them out, .gov. Very happy to have AmeriCorps on our side. Taylor anyway, Nate, flexing with those spelling skills. Jesus, Taylor, enough is enough. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, I was reading it. So. <laughs> he really is. That, that makes it a little easier. I can spell anything if it's written down. <laughs> so, Nate, thank you so much for coming on. Uh, anyone who watches my streams on Twitch, Taylor Merck on Twitch, follow me there. Nate is. We've we, we've watched most seasons of Sixty Days in, and we have kind of a power ranking of. As the episode, as the seasons start, we'll be like, oh, dude, this guy's going to be a bitch. This girl's going to be good. This guy sucks dick. And then every once in a while, and you invest in them. And so I'm like, oh, this guy's being very high T, so I'll throw some cash into him. But then he'll get beat up, and it's like I lose all my money, which is unfortunate. You <laughs> are the highest T, highest stock of anyone on the show in the show's history. I made a lot of fake money on you, so I appreciate that. <laughs> appreciate it. Yeah. So we had a... Uh, we had Mark from 60 Days In on, and his experience was a lot different than yours, to say the least. And for those of you who aren't familiar, 60 Days In, you go in for 60 Days in prison. Nate, you're the only person who did 120 Days In. Is that right? Yeah, so I'm the only person to do two seasons. Yeah. Were you, when they, because basically you did so well that the guard's like, hey, you want to just hang out? And <laughs> what, what were your thoughts when he came to you? Were you like, fuck this? Or were you like, no, I want to be the best motherfucker this show's ever seen? So, I mean, to be honest, uh, when they asked, uh, at first, just pride kicked in, right? I mean, it was just mm-hmm. kind of like one of those things, yeah, let's run it. And then when I realized that they were not kidding, they were being serious, I was like, whoa, oh, man, I got to think about this for at least a day. Yeah. And, <laughs> I mean, they probably keep paying you. That's nice. Yeah. Yeah. And just to be clear, when he says he did two seasons, there wasn't a break in between. He just stayed no. in fucking jail. <laughs> yeah. So just just think of the mind, the mind warp that I had to go through when I'm thinking, wow, I got like five days left, you know, and then they hit me with this. And it's yeah. like, I mean, it's like you're celebrating like you're like, man, that final week, like I'm going home. And then all <laughs> of a sudden it's boom. It's starting all over again. <laughs> was there a time so. like 10 days into s- the second 60 days where you're like this sucks <laughs> oh yeah imagine Kyle knows exactly. <laughs> I, I know that exact feeling <laughs> <laughs> except you didn't volunteer and nobody paid you <laughs> Kyle did 60 days in too I'm not sure if we made that clear for Nate no no I, I didn't know about that Kyle yeah but it was it was real when I did it <laughs> <laughs> hey it was real when I did it too I promise you I was just getting paid <laughs> yeah. yeah but you could leave whenever you wanted <laughs> I sure yeah. would like hot coffee. <laughs> I would have done that. They'd be like, that guy's crazy. I'm going to rape him. <laughs> <laughs> My shoulder's really acting up. Yeah, what well, was we'll your get to the medical in a week or two. Was your shoulder the sign to get out? Just go to the... What, what was in your one signal? season it was. But for Nate, what was yours? What's that? If you needed to get out, if, you, if, if something got hot and you needed to get it, how do you signal? Uh, so I, I believe it was uh, to put your hands above your head. 
Um, I mean, like, you know, I think it was like to do that. Okay. Um, and then to talk about sports or something like, um, I don't, I forget, man, that was, that was three years ago. That's so, how far Nate was from ditching. Didn't even know the signs. <laughs> hey, I'll tell you what, if you don't have a plan, you won't use it. What was, uh, in either of the, yeah, yeah. In either of the 60 days, what was the closest you ever got to being like, fuck this? Because as a viewer, I was like, at no point was like, oh, Nate's in trouble. Like some, they would show some inmate being like, I think Nate's a little too articulate for being here. And then you would show up and they'd be like, nah, he's fine. Like, so I would, I I would say, honestly, man, like, uh, I started dealing with like a lot of depression in there, to be honest. Like, uh, I started getting really down on myself. Like there's, there's times in there that you guys are probably gonna laugh. Like that I actually started to question, like, is this real? Like, am I really here for this TV show or am I actually in here? Like, (laughs) um, <clears throat> but yeah, there was a time I read, uh, um, uh, a book about a whole bunch of, uh, world war two, I think, uh, soldiers that had been captured. And, uh, I just was reading it one night and I almost tapped out. Like it was, it was almost lights out and I was reading through it and I'm just like, man, I'm done. Like I am, I'm, I'm not doing this anymore. And then I was like, I'll give it until the morning. We'll see how I feel in the morning. Then the morning came and I was just like, all right, let's keep going. I have this theory that like, no matter where you are, eventually that just becomes the life that is normal for you, right? Whether it be a prison like you were in or that like Indian poverty or some Brazilian jungle, like it, this is just life. You just wake up and do life things. Is that what happens? You just accept where you are and keep on kicking? Yeah, man. I mean, it, it's just, it's your new life. That's, I mean, that's kind of how you got to look at it, right? You're going to, you're going to work every day. That's what I was doing. I was going to work every day. So, I mean, I just had to accept that's, that was my work environment. <laughs> There's there. Uh, so there was one, uh, Mark, as we said, he came on, he got roasted by my chat when he was trying to set up a Bible study and walked around yeah. going Bible study, Bible study. And I was like, we asked him on here. I'm like, Mark, that must have been so disheartening that nobody came to your Bible study. And he's like, no, those motherfuckers at A&E edited it to make it look like nobody <laughs> came to my Bible study. I had a group right away. Everybody came. And so that part made me look like a loser and I disliked it. Did you have anything like that where as you were watching the show with like your, your girlfriend or friends, you're like, oh, this next part, this next part. And then, oh, wait, what the fuck? That's not how it went down. That was three weeks earlier. That scene. Was there a bunch of that? So to be honest, I mean, you know, I'm not knocking a and I mean, they're making, uh, I mean, they made an awesome, you know, TV series. So, True. um, there was a lot that happened that you're just like, ah, dang, I didn't, <laughs> they didn't play that out. But I mean, that's just production, you know? Yeah. Are you, anything like, are you talking about like violence? Like maybe they, something got too intense and they had to cut or just, no, um, I just think like, you know, like they, they kind of made things like, the, the climatic, you know, like moment, you know, that they're building up to. And then they pull stuff that happened, you know, two or three weeks ago and they put it in there and you're like, wait, that's not what was going on then. Or, you know, it, I mean, production, they just they, they just cut a whole bunch of pieces out and put them where they want them. So, yeah, that well, makes sense. You kind of have to do that, I suppose. But I just I did feel bad for Bible study. Because that was really an embarrassing scene for him. <laughs> yeah, I felt, I felt bad for him. He didn't get treated right. That's the bad part. Like, it, mm-hmm. I don't know. It, it, if you look bad, that's one thing. If they make you look bad, that's not fair. Yeah. You know, everyone's True. cringe from time to time. But he wasn't. He had a successful Bible study cooking. 
Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you don't think it was that successful, Kyle? I, 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 I don't know. I don't know, but I never bought that he was supposed to be like second in line to to yeah. like lead the whites or whatever. He was like, oh yeah, it was. I was next in line. Was like, I think that that guy in charge had a bunch of busy work he needed doing. And he was like, oh, yeah, you're my right-hand man. Um, he called a shot, right? He had his own people beat up his own people so that other people didn't beat him up instead. Do you remember that? That happened a couple uh, times, I think, yeah. Where it's I like in the- something like that. He said it on the show. Yeah, I, I just didn't th- don't think that anybody was uh, respecting that guy or doing anything that he said because he said it. I would just imagine that like, if there's a, a hierarchy there and that guy's like, he wouldn't just pick a "you're my new right hand" guy. There'd be some like six four Aryan with like very old swastika tattoo. <laughs> that's like, no, original. You're up, you're, you're up next. Yeah, that, yeah Mark's, Mark's a pretty big boy too. So I think you know a lot of things. You know, especially in jail, like you know, I mean, it's just size. You know, mm-hmm. and and Mark's Mark's fairly big. I mean, he doesn't. Uh, I think when I seen him in person, I was like, oh man, you're bigger than I thought you were. Maybe you want a teddy bear as your number two, right? If the guy you described, this Hulk with the old Aryan tattoos, is your number two, people start treating him like number one. Maybe you want your number two to be Bagel Boss. And then- no, but I'm posting that Aryan with lead to keep him retarded. I'm number one. Ah, this yeah. is just three D chess. Dope them with lead. Somebody will have a dead number two, and Mark will be my number ten. <laughs> Put too much in there. Yeah, it's. I, I constantly am watching the show, and I bet everybody who talks to you about it is like Mister. You know, I know. Or is he frozen? Or no? For me, in a very funny way, yes. In a very. There we go. He's yeah, back. He's back. <laughs> Can you hear us, Nate? Yeah, I don't know what happened. I just froze. That's and, okay. Uh, You're good. Yeah, you just froze with a very. With a grimace on your face, I wasn't sure if you're upset. So that's good. <laughs> so. Uh, I'm I'm always wondering, watching that show, like how would I do? And I lean towards the fact that I would do much worse than I think I would, because I imagine everybody goes into it being like, I'm gonna be the guy. Just like I imagine it being like the first time you go to play paintball. I remember when I was like 11, I was like going in imagining like. One shot, one kill, popping around the side, running, and then you go and do it, and like some thirty-four-year-old with a twelve hundred dollars setup just mows you down, and you're sad. <laughs> but like, I imagine that's how sixty days in. Like, even if you're all psyched up, like, yeah, I've seen all the episodes, I know how to do it. I, I read prison shows, I watched Oz to get the the fear into me, and <laughs> now, like, you show up, and I imagine a lot of that just poof leaves your head once you're in reality, right? Like, so fall apart. Honestly, the only person that I think was able to go in there with that whole mentality was Abner, right? I mean, the dude had like yeah. eight years of like actual hard time that he that he served. I mean, that dude knew the ins and outs, how jails worked, how prisons worked. Like he knew how to, you know, how yeah. to interact. So I think he was I went in there honestly just thinking originally I was just going to lay low. I was like, hey, I'm going to lay low, just kind of do my time and get out of here. Mm hmm. Was there a, a moment kind of where the other inmates were getting close to you where they're like, where he kind of thought, holy shit, I'm, I'm on the ends here. They trust me. Yeah, that happened pretty quickly, too, man. Like, uh, like I tried laying low and there was a time where, like, you know, like some of the, the, the leaders started kind of coming to me and talking to me and things like that, telling me information like, you know, telling me, hey, look, if I needed drugs, if I needed this, you know, just let them know. Um, and then there was times where uh, actually I wish uh, Trey was on here with us. Uh, 
so there was this big fight scene where he went up into a room with uh, like one of the biggest dudes in there. Rue was the guy's name. And they fought behind closed doors. And that dude actually came up to me and he's like, hey, um, I'm making an announcement to the uh, pod, but it doesn't go for you or your uh, your cellmate, Desmond. Um, but everybody's going to pitch in items from commissary. You guys don't have to pay up. And I was like, wow. Okay. <laughs> Man, what were the items for? Just Yeah, I don't understand. Why rent. did everyone pay in rent? Just pay. Oh, oh just so they like, were just extorting me. items out of everyone, but you got yeah. a pass. Because yeah. you're cool? Is that the scoop? Hey, man, I'm hoping it was because I was cool. <laughs> <laughs> they weren't expecting head later or anything? <laughs> no, no, man. And, you know, honestly, uh, I went in there and, and, you know, anytime anybody talked to me, like, you know, they'd be like, oh, man, you're a, you're a Marine. You, you'll you probably kill us with one hand. I'm like, nah, dude, it's not like that, man. Like, like I probably been in just as much. I've been in le- the least amount of fights probably out of any of these guys in here, you know. And they're like, yeah, but you're trained to kill. I'm like, no, not really, dude. <laughs> See, the, that probably made them like you more. They're like, no, that's part of his Marine training. Keep <laughs> underestimating you. I would have been like, yeah, I, you better not get me to unlock the death stair. <laughs> yeah, the miles there. <laughs> you across the pod, if I so wish. Yeah, that being a Marine definitely helped. It seems like that helps in every season. Or at least a military man. They find another military guy in there, and they have immediate camaraderie. Yeah, honestly, man, uh, military gets along really well with uh, with inmates. Um, hmm. I mean, you're both I don't know, I don't know. regimented stuff. Yeah, I, I don't know what the the psych- psychological side of it is there, but they both do time. There, can't man. wait to get out. Yeah, <laughs> counting down days. <laughs> yeah, Hopefully. there was the one guy in addition to Abner that I think handled it really well is a guy named Quentin, this black ex cop, and he never seems to get upset about anything like he was laying on his cot under the stairs huge guy and some crackhead white guy falls over and he's like having a seizure next to him and he's like it's very difficult as a police officer to not get up and go over and engage and try and help but i figured the guards knew what they were doing they entered the pod went over they didn't even touch the man they let the inmates continue to hold him i was very disappointed by what i saw and that was it like he didn't even get mad or anything like four days in he's like i'd love to have my pin so i could get this phone call out and they're like it's it's your problem man sorry he's like this is incredibly disappointing knowing that i've been sending mm-hmm. people to this sort of establishment and this is how they run like he was like <laughs> he was wow. mad about the administration <laughs> and the policy <laughs> but yeah quentin rules do you uh would you ever go for uh a total of 180 yeah if they ever pull you back in for a best of season in a few years they, you, the survivor did it they, they'll definitely do it with you at some point man i don't know i don't know how to do it man like I mean, inmates love the 60 Days In show, right? I got the answer. 60 Days In International. You go to fucking See? Thailand, throw you in a oh, Thai fucking prison. <laughs> I don't know, that's man. scary town right there. That's that's 100% scary town. No, you have to go to a Vietnam prison and not let it slip that you're in the U.S. military. Yeah, don't, uh, don't mention that. Don't mention that. The true, the true challenge. No, we don't. We, that, that'd be terrible. No, you won't. 60 Days International, I would want to go to, like, Sweden, Norway, <laughs> Have you seen those prisons? Like, you get Xbox. You're like, I'm not yeah. going back. They've got all the good shit. Yeah. Awesome. <laughs> that guy that shot, like, 70 people in, in Sweden, like, 10 years ago or whatever, it showed, like, a picture of him. He's got a nice little private shower with, with tinted glass. 
He's got a TV. Wow. He had a PS3 at the time, and this was like ten years ago. It's like, what the fuck, dude? This isn't fair. <clears throat> it just but, had come out. He's got the yeah, yeah, it had just come out, and he's got the PS. Like the new, he's like, I got the new Grand Theft Auto. It's awesome. He's just killing kids walking. Yeah. Out. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> But that's what he did, right? Was, you're talking about the guy who like went on that island with the handgun and shot all the oh. kids. I thought he was like uh, up in somewhere like with a rifle. I don't, I don't know. There's they all blend together. Maybe it was a handgun. Gun. Yeah, there's or, so many shootings, but this one was international, so it's, it kind of stuck out. I want to say, and I, again, I don't remember, but the way um, the way it, the way I do remember it was he was on like an island, and there was a lot of kids, and he had a yeah, clock. Yeah, it was like a camp or something kids camp is this yeah, the swedish like one or something about 70 kills Netherlands. you know we're american yeah. so one of those countries yeah one of know. the <laughs> starts with one of the bees. very white countries or, yeah, who knows killed yeah. 77 people that's an enormous holy shit enormous amount of people oh he had a, he had a ruger and glock 34 oh and a van bomb okay uh, he had a, a bomb so that well how many did the bomb kill i i remember him i remember him shooting a lot of people mm. This guy's a fucking weirdo. It says he practices Odinism. What is that? Yeah. Worshipping like ah, the old gods Odin. and the new. Well, yeah. he, wasn't he from like the Norse area? Isn't that where this <laughs> yeah, happened? Yeah. That's I so feel weird. like you're like, discriminating against local religions, Taylor. But those people over there don't even do that anymore. <laughs> Some do. Clearly. I'm at least one. Yeah. I mean, okay. Okay. That one guy in that really <laughs> cool cell celebrates it. Like, Dude was trying to get a Valhalla. Leave him alone. Yeah, you know what? That would be that'd be pretty embarrassing if the Norse figured out God thousands of years ago, and then we got all fucked up with like Jesus yeah. and, and, and Islam and Mormonism and the rest. And it's like, no, nah, bitch, Odin. It's Odin, Thor, and Loki. And you should have yeah. known. They, they turned back up to Did reveal you not their... see the movies. Yeah, Jesus. De- the, the Christianity definitely came first, though, right? Christianity, no. How old is fucking Norse shit? How, how, how old, old is Norse shit? Norse. Google it. God. That's, That's exactly old. what I what I Google. <laughs> oh, um, never mind. This isn't nearly as old as like Jesus. All right, yeah. fuck me. Yeah. Yeah, yeah Jesus. Jesus wins again. You know, he always will. Praise him. Yeah, I'm Praise be his name. Yeah. What's up, Trey? <laughs> Hello there. You made it yeah, out I'm of me. Uber. See? See you've gotten to a hard line. Very nice. Yeah, I'm good. I'm good. We are we Everybody are on the still dead. We are on uh, live right now, so don't admit to any crimes or anything. Well, in okay, current ones. thanks. Great to know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're we're going through Nate's story and everything. So you guys were in there together at the same time during sixty days in. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah, Nate's that's that's my bro. Were you pissed at all when you found out that he was a contestant on a TV program? <laughs> no, nah, because, like, Nate was cool. I, I really honestly did not know it was 60 days in, though. That was crazy. But, you know, it's like, it is what it is. Nate cool with me, you know. I talked to Nate. We still in contact, you know. Clearly, yeah. Even in the back of Ubers. <laughs> so yeah, when really did cool. uh i i, I want to follow that little line when, when when did you find out that nate was a contestant on a tv show and what was your reaction when i watched this show oh I shit 
because <laughs> I seen like the you know like the previews of the show and we we're all on there and stuff and like I actually go and watch the show because everybody keeps sending it to me like oh my god you're on know, 60 days and I'm like oh my god this is so embarrassing <laughs> and, and I see Nate I'm like what I ain't gonna lie, I never would have thought that Nate was a contestant. Nate was just so cool. <laughs> <laughs> Nate was chilling, bro. Nate did his time like a real man. He just stayed to himself, minded his business, you know? So Make when they were trying dude. to get all the inmates in on it, they're just going around having you sign something, I assume, being, and you're just thinking, oh, this is going to be some boring documentary that they're going to show in some school class. And then it's on TV. You know what they said to us? So we gonna, we gonna give y'all extra time quickly, out. We have to go down to the and yeah. it's a it's a show on document it's a documentary on incarceration in America. So I'm like, oh, it's probably like you you know, locked up channel fifty two type shows, you know what I'm saying? Uh, and it turned out to be sixty days in. So I was like, Probably wow, like that's crazy. Yeah, that well, it's a good show. You said it was embarrassing. What was so embarrassing about the first time you saw your own face on up there on it? Because <laughs> now everybody was gonna know that I was in jail, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, okay, oh my enough. gosh, and now everybody like just sends it to me, like my fans and stuff, like they always send it to me. People will stop me random, randomly in public, like. Yo, I seen you on this TV show. I'm like, yeah, that's me, bro. <laughs> <laughs> how, how much longer were you in there after Nate left? Um, actually, I got kicked out of the program after that fight, and then I did. I ended up doing eight months. I got locked up March, and I got out in October. I don't remember when we were kicked filming. out of the program. What do you mean? Well, I. I called it a program because it was 60 days in, but I got <laughs> kicked out the dorm and went to the hole because, you know, my take you got into a fight. Like, that we were fighting. Yeah. So were you in the hole for a long time? No, nah, just uh, 30 days for failure to um, comply, something like that. That sounds like so a like long 30. time. Was it rough? I mean, jail is just rough in general, you know. You but, didn't find you the know, hole to be do. extra bad? I mean, it was just like I can't order any like gas station for you, yeah. and I can't, I can't call nobody for real. You tell me the worst part about solitary confinement is the lack of gas station food. Yeah, absolutely. When you're in jail, you look forward to that gas station food. <laughs> okay, <laughs> <laughs> I promise. I promise. Nate will tell you. <laughs> what was the hole like there? Are you in? Is it solitary, or you have a? Uh, a oh yeah, it's a twenty-three cellmate. and one. It's twenty-three and one. You in the cell? You might be in the cell with two people, but I was in the cell by myself. You know, I caught it good. But usually, yeah. it's two people in it. Where yeah. I was, it was two men to a cell. Um, for uh, if, if you got put in the hole, or they call it the shoe there, and uh, it was like like you couldn't even flush the toilet, so you had to like ask a guard to flush the toilet from the outside. That way you couldn't get rid of any contraband or anything. Like if it came down to like you flushing a shiv or something, they, they wanted to make sure that like, yeah, it's shit in the bowl. You would have to walk over and check your poops. Yeah. What a terrible job. They man. weren't going to let, they weren't going to, that toilet got flushed 
when a guard came by and you asked him to flush your toilet from the outside. Oh, so you'd almost have to be timing your shits. Like, if you know this guy's <laughs> not coming around by. for another two hours, it's like, God, and I got a whole other hour and 45 minutes. And there's two of you in there. Damn. Oh, so you know there's been, like, piles of shit when two guys yeah. can't hold their prison food? Once oh, it yeah. breaks the surface, you've got a problem. Yeah. <laughs> That's yeah. how that works. Yeah. Ooh. <laughs> Maybe get, like, a, like, an iceberg of shit. Yes, <laughs> yeah. It's the tip of the iceberg that causes all your problems. <laughs> I mean, maybe those those Nords have something, you know? How many fights are happening in Nordic prisons? Very None. few. They got Xbox. Not, yeah. 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 They got Xbox. They got Nordic shows with, like, hot weather ladies. Like, this, this, is, the, this is the way of the future. We need to start emulating that. Not Brazil or whatever we're emulating now. <laughs> I just know that, like, watching Oz, I'm like, there's no way the whole is they kick you in there physically naked into a concrete wall and then, like, throw biscuits at you twice a week. Like, it can't possibly be what it is. There'd be a lot of dead people. But, I mean, yeah, the way you guys are describing it, having to wait to flush your shit isn't as bad as the HBO show from 1996. No. <laughs> but, yeah, that, that would be a good show for you guys to watch. Make you feel lucky. Yeah, Fuck absolutely. Fuck that I, show. I hate that show so fucking much. I know. It's I, so, I hate that show so fucking but much. Like, that's like, horrible. If you've got like PTSD about any about something and you think back to that moment that, that like triggers it, that's what Oz is for me. <laughs> it, it's just like that because I watched Oz like just as a regular viewer and then uh, then I got locked up like a month later. And uh, then I had like a year and a half of like trials and bullshit and, uh, and, you know, looking forward to a potential like Oz situation. And it was like, motherfucker, why did I watch that show? <laughs> they just get raped and stabbed and raped and stabbed and raped some more and then shit on their face and then crippled. Tattooed. And like, like, none of this. None of these are exaggerations. That's how it goes. It's like rape, stab, rape, stab. <laughs> Cripple, 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 shit on the guy's face. Cripple, cripple, rape, stab. And I'm sitting there like, man, I hope I picked the right lawyer. <laughs> <laughs> this is terrible. <laughs> like every time something's about to happen that's good in that show, it's just gone. Like the the guard who's like really good at basketball and he's playing the locked up guy who's really good. And then the guard who's really good. And he's like, hey, there's a there's a scout for the Sacramento Kings at this prison game. They're looking oh. forward to you. And then the guard gets approached by the guy and he's like, hey, you're real fucking good. We want you to come out to the Sacramento Kings camp. And then he's doing his rounds and some ghoul like with a razor blade just gouges out his Achilles tendon. And it's like, well, that was the end of that storyline. No, no, no redemption. No, nothing. Just, yeah. Every episode of that. There, there's like eight episodes throughout that show where it's like that. It's like builds you up to think, oh shit, some good shit's about to happen to somebody. This is their lucky fucking day. And it's like, no, no, no. It's going to be the worst day of their lives because things were heading up. Yeah. Like, it, it's, oh. They, they executed that retarded guy. It's like, come yeah. on. That's, this isn't Texas. It's too much. This isn't Texas. <laughs> I like the joke, Taylor. <laughs> yeah. Well, that, that's like the meme, the, the Texas thing, right? Because they've done that at least once in the past, right? Ah, who hasn't? <laughs> I think they have too, yeah. I don't know why the retarded get a pass, all right? You you, you do the crime, you, you do the time. I'll just put them in a pen with some Play-Doh and... You know, <laughs> <laughs> we'll be fine. We'll be fine. They just want to play. A little moon Pokemon, sand. a Game Boy. 
You're like, <laughs> oh, he's got the mind of a seven-year-old. Yeah, a seven-year-old who stabs people. He's got to go. <laughs> that is That's dangerous. Yeah, a seven-year-old who doesn't understand. A, a prize boxer with the mind of a seven-year-old who knows <laughs> how to here. kill people. You know what? You're proving me wrong, Kyle. It's pretty... It's a, they were saving lives by killing that retarded guy. <laughs> What's fucked is where they like. I, I've seen. I saw an instance where um, this guy was retarded, and he was innocent, and they put him in the electric chair, and they said that he was so retarded that he had no idea what death row was or why he was there, and he was smiling on the way to the electric chair because he thought. He's oh, like, that's so, oh that's look at all these nice people. They gave me a cool whatever I wanted to eat today. And oh look, there's a, a, a priest there that to talk to me. Hey, nice to meet you. I don't get to meet too many new people here. You know, and wow. they they're putting a the sponge on his head and everything. He's like, Oh, that feels kind of nice. Oh, look at this. Putting and the hood over. Awesome. Surprise. Oh, <laughs> oh, surprise party. Oh, I've had one of these before. And then they fucking execute the mother. And he was innocent. Damn. Wait, he was yeah. innocent? Yeah. Yeah. Is this real life we're talking about? Real life. That's horrible. Yeah, I read that uh maybe a month ago, that Good whole story. God. And I want to say there was a photo That's of sad. him, like b- either being strapped into the electric chair or being led to it, and he's grinning because he thinks surprise party. I don't know, cupcakes are coming. Maybe he just got fried chicken for the first time in three years. You know, whatever. He was having a good day, he thought. That's sad. Yeah, it's sad. It's real sad, bro. It's wrong on a lot of accounts. This, yeah. Was this from 1923? Am I in? I, the photo was black and or white. 1939. So. Yeah, I made, it was a, guy named uh, it was a real Green Mile type scenario. Was it a race? Do you remember? I honestly don't remember. It was a Reddit thing that I read like a month ago. Yeah. It's this one, Woody, the, the Joe Arity one. Is that what yeah, you're looking at? Yeah, that's the one I found. Yeah. Arity was severely mentally disabled and was 23 years old when he was executed on January 6th, 1939. Uh, many people believe he's innocent. Finally got a tombstone in 2007. There's a nice win. Oh, look it up. Uh, where does it say his IQ? I think his IQ is like. He said he had an IQ score of 46. Oh, shit. That's wow. like you can't do anything. Yeah, yeah. At, at all at 46 forrest gump was like what a 69 or something oh he was in the, he was hanging in the 70s Super i bet functional, yeah yeah he could run a, he came up with a lot of business piece. ventures a success, successful entrepreneur met several <laughs> presidents his 75 75 so we have a a, a a gentleman much much more retarded than a forrest gump he he, he owned no companies uh received no medals <laughs> of honor not even uh, a billionaire not yeah, a his, billionaire. His, his mom would not have been able to fuck his way at a normal no. school. <laughs> his mom would have had a fuck <laughs> <his laughs> storyline. Would have been like, hey, that was a pretty great Hummer, but he's eating pennies over there, so no. <laughs> <laughs> Did his mom fuck him into mainstreaming school, like not fit in with yeah. the rest of Forrest Gump to anybody else? It's a very wholesome, feel-good story where everything just breaks this guy's way. But his yeah. mom hoard herself out for it and enthusiastically apparently i, I don't know I, I feel like i'm the only one who's not in crazy outside, town dab dabbing the sweat off his brow he's like oh, boy your mama sure does care about your schooling <laughs> <That's> <laughs> crazy. Boy, smell my finger yeah. <laughs> i feel like everyone watches it like well yeah that was a good pretty good thing it, it, uh, <laughs> you know, like everyone seems to think it turned out okay
Mom, no, it's a sad story, Forrest Gump. It's uh, it's it's not a you know, I, I if I watch Forrest Gump, I cry. There's no way I can make it through that whole fucking movie without crying, especially when he gets to it gets to the very end and he's asking Jenny if his son is retarded like him, but he doesn't know how to phrase it. I know it's rough. <sighs> That's a rough scene, and, and there's a handful of rough scenes. I guess everything goes well for him, but he's not that lucky in love, by and large. Uh, Jenny was a fucking whore. Yeah, I don't feel like Jenny got the hate she deserved in Forrest Gump. Oh, she gets it from me. Fuck Jenny. Yeah, I'm, I'm on the same team. I read Forrest Gump 2. I wanted to know what happens next. Forrest Gump 2 fucking sucks. It, it, I think the book sucks, and it was really just a good movie. By the way, Forrest Gump, foul-mouthed asshole. Foul-mouthed asshole who just wouldn't stop book. cursing, and, and he was kind of a bully. And uh, he was a big, strong guy. That's why he did so well in football. The whole Tom Hanks portrayal of Forrest Gump is so much better than the book portrayal of it. Yeah, I can believe it. Yeah, I, I, um, I've never read the book, but I've heard about it, and I've, I've read about it. And I guess like he continues to do like these ridiculous things and like fall ass backwards into like lucky scenarios and achievements. Yeah, I remember he had like a giant hog farm and they didn't know what to do with all the pig shit. So they put all the pig shit in like a cave system, which exploded with the methane gas and covered the whole town in poo. And somehow that worked out and to be a good thing. The, the, I, but, the, but the cave was full of gold. So now he's got a gold mine. Yeah. Instead of a, pig, a pig shit hole. And yeah. yeah, I love that movie though. Like that. Mm -hmm. And then the second, the second scene that, that that actually will make me cry if the first one didn't is when he's at Jenny's fucking grave and he's telling her that he's done the best he can for their son. And I'm just like, oh, God. Oh, no, I can't. I can't handle that. It's so fucking sad. I got a question for Trey. You said you got into a fight. What led up to the fight? Like, what was it about? And how did it go? So if you watch if you watch one of the episodes, it's called like the pot bully. And it was like a whole bunch of gang members in there. And they was like taking everybody's stuff. And one of my childhood friends, he like was in there with me and they were planning on taking his stuff. So I tried to prevent that. And we ended up getting to an altercation where we got to find him myself. You know, and then like I thought they was gonna jump me and shit, but they they let it ride, you know. And then my friend ended up telling like, "What happened?" Uh oh. He'll be back in a sec. I'm sure. Hopefully. Maybe. Hopefully maybe. The studio has good internet. <laughs> <I don't know>. <laughs> 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 oh, it's funny. <laughs> <laughs> well, you can, you can bounce to something else then until he comes back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What was the? Sorry, I had to, I'd run to the restroom. What was the story he was telling? His we, fight. Yeah, what led up oh. to the fight and how did it, how it went? So he, I guess he was protecting his friend. They, the guys were trying yeah. to extort him or get rent out of him. Yeah. So Trey actually was like good too. Like the dude like wasn't even gonna mess with Trey, but uh, there was another guy. His name was Monty, and uh, they were they were gonna take his stuff. And he and Trey was like, nah, you're not going to take his stuff. And he's like, man, if you want to go upstairs, we'll take care of it upstairs. He's like, we'll go upstairs. And I'm telling you what, the only dude in that whole jail I did not want to fight was the dude that was telling who was going to take everybody's stuff. And Trey was like, all right, let's go. And I was like, oh, <laughs> wow. How did 
well, maybe you can finish it. How did the fight go? Like, was Trey? So they went up. They went up there in the room and they shut the door. So uh, you know, like they blocked the door so nobody could could see or you know break it up or anything. And I mean, it sounded like World War Two was going on in that room. Um, and then Trey walked out like nothing happened, and the the other dude walked out like nothing happened. And jeez, uh, I mean, Trey. I think that I think uh, Trey's nose was uh was was messed up a little bit, but. Messed up as in it wasn't uh, straight or just bleeding a little bit? I think it was, uh, I think, I, I don't know, you have to ask Trey when he comes back, but I think it was crooked a little bit. Yeah. Okay. Probably broken. I thought there was like almost a rule where it's like, all right, we're going to go fight, but don't punch in the face too much or they're going to know and we're going to get in trouble. Or is that not? Yeah, no, they, no, they didn't enforce that at all. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so the guards just wouldn't care. They'd be like, oh, your face is all fucked up. Who else, who other, who else is a fucked up face? Oh, okay, you too. We know. They so, wouldn't do that. No, so there was this one kid. Uh, uh, he was definitely on the spectrum, um, and they jumped him into the gang. And I don't know why they were putting him in the gang. I wouldn't want him to the left or right of me. But uh, he came out, and his face was all messed up. His eye was like all pink, like all around the pupil, like all red. And then, uh, I mean, it, it, I mean, it looked like that for a week, and they, they never asked him anything. Gee, what what gang was he getting beat up into? I don't even remember. Wasn't the the woods or the I don't even Aaron remember. Brotherhood. I believe it was a black guy. So, <laughs> oh well, then definitely not. Well, if they were beating him, it was for a different reason. They they didn't let him in afterward. You know, they, they, they didn't like. All right, you can join. They're Clayton Bigsby. <laughs> uh, that still holds up. Yeah, I would I would hate to go to prison. It looks like, and I like a. Uh, all the people who go into that show, maybe three days in, they're like, you know the worst part about prison? It's almost always in the woman's cell, if I recall. They're like, you know the worst part of my prison? Is that I can't leave and I don't get to pick when I do anything. And it's like, yeah. <laughs> you know what? I, I'm pretty sure that's the only thing about prison. <laughs> you just defined prison, you asshole. Yeah. <laughs> I, yeah, can't I never have. I can't pick what I want to do. I almost never find the women's side to be entertaining at all because... No. Like for one thing, they're they're rarely at, they're rarely even close to as violent as the men's side. So like the stakes are just inherently lower. But also like it seems like most of their drama is like 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 bullshit. Like like it's all bullshit. Don't get me wrong. But like theirs is like just oh she looked at me funny. She thinks she's better than me. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's it's like really like like like. They're over there stabbing each other over potato chips in the in the in the men's pod, and, and these girls can't <laughs> fucking get along and like paint their nails at the same time, or like like the contestants are getting all snooty because somebody's smoking uh, some cologne up upstairs and they don't like it, or they can't sleep well enough. It's like I need my sleep at night. It's like what what fucking for? Sleep tomorrow? <laughs> like, like why would? You got a big day. You got to get up early and head over to the what? The card table. Get the fuck out of here. Go to sleep and don't rub anybody the wrong way. You got 60 days. Would you say they were smoking? Yeah. It sounded like cologne. Clone. They're, they're, they're smoking fake fucking weed. Oh, okay. Like spice? They were smoking real like weed in, uh, in Fulton. Yeah. Really? Yeah, oh, they yeah. were smoking real weed where I was, too. They, were, well, they, had, they smoked both. And nobody but... cared, I guess, right? Because you can smell it far away. So actually, man, they, they had a system down in Fulton. They'd sit over a toilet and they'd pump all the water out. So that way it was like a natural vacuum. And then they just sit over that toilet and then they'd smoke that, you know, the, the weed. 
and then they throw it down the toilet and then they had these socks with uh like soap bars and baby powder in them and then they'd sit there and just pop them and then it was just like a nap uh, air freshener it would just release and it would smell like powder and you wouldn't even tell anybody was smoking i yeah. love the ingenuity of these things where it's All like what do we have? a little bit of baby powder soap and a sock but what do we want to really do? Smoke weed. We can figure this out. <laughs> that one is impressive. Sometimes I'm, mm-hmm. they, I think people get too excited about their ingenuity. Like, man, man, get this, get this. They took rebar and they sharpened it on a stone. These guys are so fucking clever. And it's like, well, I don't know. That's some caveman shit right there. Like, I'm not too impressed. Yeah, Monkey that, can do that. The coolest thing I saw as far as like ingenuity, MacGyver shit, is uh, the lighters that they would make in prison. Um, where they had like uh, a couple of batteries, batteries like, yeah. attached together and then like some really thin wire that they would touch together and the wires would get red, red hot. hot and then they touch it at the end of the cigarette and they could get it hot enough to like spark up a cigarette and everybody had one and they, they were made out of like broken radios and shit because they've got, you know, where you put the batteries into like any device, like or even a remote control. There's like there's that whole setup, right, where the batteries go into a sl- to, to slots They'd have that and then tape wrapped around that and the battery stuck in it and then wires coming out, touching together. That shit looked cool to me. I wanted one of those. I wasn't smoking, but I thought that was fucking cool. Yeah. Everybody had one. I really didn't like the contraband in the female ward or pod or whatever in the season I was watching most recently where they're like, oh, we're going to do some drugs crack sticks and what it is is tampon paper rolled around the inside of an e-cig and then we're going to smoke that and it's i'm like wait wait so there were no drugs added it's just you're making yourself sick with the amount of nicotine by getting rid of the governor that that gives it a little bit at a time it sounds it sounds like smoking like five cigarettes at once and just feeling ill more than that they're burning it rather than vaping it so like Instead of vaporizing like nicotine gel or whatever and inhaling like a nice vapor that like slowly gives you like five milligrams a hit or whatever the fuck it does, they're smoking that thing. They're burning the part that is soaked in nicotine wrapped in a tampon roller or whatever the hell. It's got to be getting them pretty fucking tipsy, pretty high. Um, the, this, the women's pod that was that was really jumping off was the one where they had all the pills and they were everybody was like uh, cheeking their pills and crushing them up and mixing them with that Kool Aid. Mm. That looked fun. That looked fun. The, the whippets, except like they talk about the drugs they were using, and they never seemed like fun. It's like, oh, we got a bunch of Zoloft, a little Prozac, and <laughs> oh, what do we got here? Oh, well, Butrin. We're gonna mush all this up together. And it's like these are all just antidepressants. <laughs> I got some Prilosec. Ibuprofen and aspirin. This isn't fun at all. <laughs> yeah, yeah but we're not gonna have headaches for days. Woody. <laughs> so they don't. I guess they don't give them access to stuff like NyQuil that they could just get fucked up on right away. Right? You probably couldn't buy no. NyQuil at the commissary. No. No. They probably they probably could let you do that. Have you ever accidentally taken too much NyQuil when you have the flu or something? Yeah, accidentally. It's really not fun. You feel weird in a bad way. Like, you, you, you feel like the ground's moving. It, it's not fun. Everything's wonky. Yep. Yeah. So yeah, but if you're, if you're locked up, wonky sounds good. It only has to be more fun than prison. If it's an upgrade. All right. All right. You're right. Yeah, it only has to be more fun than prison. 
get a little like settlers of Catan board in there, something like that. And someone would make a shank out of it somehow and ruin the fun. Yeah. Are board games allowed or is cards the only thing? So you never see cards any- and then uh, they have chess. Nobody or ever checkers. tried to shave the chess or checker pieces into something. Yeah, it was checkers. Yeah, plastic. We had a bunch of games. Like we had like maybe eight different board games. They were, uh, you know, like mon- mostly Monopoly was the big one. They got played Monopoly and like card games. Were, like, How does Monopoly not lead to violence? Yeah, uh, the white Monopoly guys played Monopoly. Family. The white guys played Monopoly. <laughs> <laughs> Would he like that answer? Hold yeah. Oh, I got yeah. I feel like it got past a lot of guys. <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, you know they didn't gamble on Monopoly. They just played for fun. You know there was no, there was usually nothing riding on it, as far as I could tell. Uh, but poker was always gambling. You know it was always it was always gambling for like the commissary items, most max, yeah. which could be like traded in for like whatever you actually wanted. When I place myself in prison, thinking about how I do, first of all, overall, not very well. But one mistake I wouldn't make, I don't know why people always do, is getting in debt. Like, just don't have things that you can't afford, period. Stop there. Don't save your money or you don't have to have a Snickers bar. Suddenly, Nate gives me a Snickers bar and now I own butt sex and we could just have avoided that whole situation. Yeah, that better have been the tastiest Snickers Ever? Uh, no, it wasn't. Hey. It was the almond one. It was- <laughs> <Hey>. <laughs> my, best friend, my best friend before I went in, uh, he actually went to prison, and he said, "Hey, look, man, I'm going to tell you right now. You go in there. There's a Snickers bar on your pillow. You walk out. You hold that Snickers bar as high as you can, and you yell, hey, I don't know who Snickers bar this <laughs> is. But I'm going to set it down right here, and I'm going back to my room.'" <laughs> <laughs> I was yeah. so paranoid about that, but like. <laughs> I just ran into some nice people like in, in jail in jail. There was a guy that I had gone to high school with. Like he was like three years younger than me. And he was like, you want a Snickers bar? And I was like, no. Uh, <laughs> like, All right, man. I got a crackle. You want almond joy? Well, like, you, you clearly hate Snickers. Like, <laughs> Are you a Twix guy? Is it, is it the peanuts you don't like? I, mean, I don't know what nuggets are exactly. <laughs> you keep your nuggets to yourself. Some guy just genuinely trying to give you a candy bar. Yeah, <laughs> literally just, just being like cool about it and just trying to hook me up with a fucking candy bar because I didn't have like a you go in too to hard it. and you're like, Steve, now you got you know I gotta fight you. And you're <laughs> 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 Yeah. At least you had games. Like that that probably passed the time. Well, now you read books. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I just read books. I just read. I didn't want to get involved with the I didn't know how to play spades. I didn't either, man. Quite. Um, and uh, yeah, I hear you. <laughs> and like, they didn't play spades for fun. Uh, they played for spades for money. So it was like, I don't want to learn a game while going into. I wouldn't go into debt because I could just afford it to pay off whatever I, I lost, probably. But yeah. and also like like some of the guys that played were the scary people that that actually didn't like me. So I had to stay away from yeah. the game for the most part. Um, so I, I, I watched TV or I fucking read or I slept. Yeah, that's it. But you also didn't have a mission to fulfill from the sheriff, which I always like when the people in the game take that mission a little too seriously where they're like, you know, I really want to go home, but I got to stay here for the mission. And I want to be like, you really don't, 
you think that these guys don't know these guys work here all day every day you think they don't know a little more about the workings on it's like no they just have to tell you there's a mission so that you don't do what a lot of the women do which is they'll be like i'm on 60 days in oh me three let's join a pod together and do each other's hair for the next 49 days <laughs> and like that's what it very often is in the woman's pod yeah. I actually no i won't say very often i'll say a hundred percent of the time I, <laughs> yeah. i've never watched a season where like, i feel like it's like the guys every once in a while will be like oh dude i know you're in there too and they'll be like oh i know all right well i'll catch you around because this is suspicious but the women they feel like they finally got their click and so like it often it's a problem with the guards where they're like you know stephanie samantha and uh jasmine they're not doing the the missions right we gotta we gotta mix it up and Within two seconds, it's like, no, they're back in the pods, smoking the tampon juice or whatever the fuck. But at do. the same time, tampon like, juice sounds like blood. Yeah, you're right. That was a gross phrase. <laughs> at the same time, I don't blame them. Like, I probably do the Not exact same fucking thing because like, like some of the, like you're either going to be good at like finding out some actual actionable intel or you're not. And like, like that's going to be determined real quick, whether anybody's going to trust you or not. And like some of those girls, it's like nobody's gonna fuck with you. Nobody's gonna. I mean, you know, nobody's gonna work with you. Nobody's gonna give you anything. Nobody's gonna tell you anything that they don't. They wouldn't want someone else to know because they don't trust you. You might as well braid each other's hair because, like, so many times I see them like go to the sheriff or uh, the warden or whoever they talk to at the very end of the show, and they're like, "Yeah, I've got some great information. There's drugs in there." And he's like, "Oh, really?" Well, who's selling them? Oh, I have no idea. Yeah. <laughs> but they're everywhere. <laughs> they're what kind of drugs? I don't know. They smelled funny. They smelled funny. Yeah, they have no drug experience. The first night, I thought a skunk had found its way into the pod. <laughs> <laughs> and after the fifth night, I thought, this might be drugs. <laughs> it, oh, the skunk only comes out at night. They are nocturnal. So about the thing of like them uniting and everything in there, like my first 60 days, you know, I, I picked up on Calvin and I picked up on, uh, on Matt um, pretty much. Now. Within the first ten minutes of uh, of hearing them talk and seeing them and everything, did you say how? Yeah. What was the so, giveaway? Uh, Calvin, like he was just asking me a lot of questions, like uh, like a, like an interviewer would, you know, like a reporter, like mm-hmm. oh, what kind of family do you come from? Like uh, uh, just asking so many questions that I was just like. Nah, man, you, there's something off about you, and I'm just gonna I'm gonna play this one out, and we'll see how how it comes around. But uh, and then Matt, when he came in, his story, just the story, I was like, yep, yeah, all right, he's uh, he's one of us. So then I kind of brought everybody together, and I was like, hey, look, like you know, I just want you guys to know, I got your guys' back if anything ever happens in here. Um, <clears throat> and Calvin just he he almost cried like he was so excited he you know him and i we 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 gave each other a hug um but man having somebody in there that's that's big you know just having somebody that you can talk to because i mean at the end of the day you're in character right like i'm i'm being somebody that i'm not so being able to actually like break character and go talk to someone and just be real with them Mm -hmm. uh i mean it definitely gave a little bit of clarity in my mind um the second season um Andrew and uh, Alan, when they came in, I knew from the minute they walked into the pod without even talking to them who they were and why they were here. Um, And I chose not to actually uh, reveal that to them. 
So that was pretty, that was pretty difficult, man. That added to my, uh, to my depression in there because I watched them. I actually like, you know, from afar, watched them actually come together and figure one another out. And I was like, man, that's pretty cool. I just, I just watched you guys kind mm-hmm. of like release that information to each other. Um, so yeah, it was, it was, it was pretty cool. And the whole time they're thinking like, man, that Marine, don't mess with him. I don't know what he did, but <laughs> all the black guys yeah. and the white guys seem to like him. <laughs> so, and that, and it was really cool. I, I wish that uh, A&E would have done a little bit better of a job on, uh, on kind of revealing me to um, the cast on, uh, on the reunion because mm-hmm. none of them guys knew. Um, so they brought them all out first, but they didn't even have cameras rolling. They didn't, they didn't even record any of it. And then I came out lastly and, and uh, th- their faces just were just like, no way. Like <laughs> what in the world? I never in a million years expected you. So, Yeah, I'd, I've, I, I know I would do poorly in there, but I know that I wouldn't do the chick thing. I would at least try. What would, you know, why would you, what would why? be your downfall? Oh, Kyle, mm-hmm. what would be your downfall in doing poorly in prison or jail? Either being a smartass or something like say, accidentally saying something, <laughs> being like bitch or, or something like that accidentally, and then suddenly I'm target on my back. You try to I explain would, like the joke was too good not to say. What that doesn't happen to you? No, My I was doing an be... impression of your voice as a bit. <laughs> <laughs> but, but my my question would be: Why try? Why like make your why make your time in there any more difficult or risky than it needs to be? Like if they're paying me a bonus, okay, sure. If they're like, yeah, we're gonna this is your base pay and this is your pay if you find X, Y, and Z. All right, well that's a different story. But if they're like, yeah, you're part of a TV show, you get paid this. We want you to find some drug dealers, maybe some weaponry, any intel you can find to be good. All right, don't get paid for more more for that. Oh no, no. All right, well I'm gonna sit over here and play fucking checkers for sixty days. There's no way I'm like gonna act suspiciously around anybody. I know you're right. There was, there was a point where actually production pulled me in for an interview and they said, uh, "You do know we're filming a, like a reality show, right?" And I was like, "What do you mean?" You've just been hanging out in your room reading a book. I'm like, I'm in jail. Yes. Like, <laughs> I, you already signed the papers. I'm getting paid. <laughs> yeah. I, I, well, I'm, I think about going into that show the same way I imagine losing a bunch of weight. Where I'll just think like, man, that would be sick. And then reality oh. comes around. And it's like, nah. <laughs> nah. Like, I guarantee I would, I would go in with like, man, I'm going to make sure I'm one of the the contestants that people like, and then after like a day or maybe even like forty minutes, be like, "No, I'm going to try and survive and not get beat up." <sighs> would be my modus. You operandi. come out of there with some teardrop tattoos or something. You go the complete opposite hey, direction. You come out that way. I got teared, totally shaved, just no hair whatsoever. Yeah, I've got. Get- I talked about that before, where I was like, like they're indu- inducting you into the brotherhood, and you're like, yeah, you know. Make, make me earn those swastikas. Start out with just an eagle, but make it look, you know, kind of like the American eagle. <laughs> like not too, not too angular, please. Oh, per, no, no. no. <laughs> Get away with that. Put a big eighty-eight on your back. You're like, what does this mean? I don't worry about it. Mm. <laughs> My favorite player is Patrick Kane. Uh, <laughs> Get a swastika. I have to turn it into a Windows logo. 
I just fucking love Vista, dude. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody else did, but I stand. There <laughs> was a full body portrait of Adolf Hitler on your back. <laughs> That's Charlie Chaplin. That's Charlie Chaplin. Charlie Chaplin's hand. He's got the cover up where he's got the cane and the top hat and everything to like make it right. No, but I don't want to spend the money. I've got Hitler and full Nazi fucking you know, regalia. And then all I do is add the hat. <laughs> <laughs> but he's still sick island over there. He's the jacket. He's wearing the jacket. No, it's he's uh, the salute and everything. It's like, no, you don't remember Charlie Chapman from that role? Uh, Hitler? Yeah. <laughs> 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 like, was he even alive around then? Yeah, probably. Probably. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> he was. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that would that would be very tough to to have someone approach you and want you to have them do. That's what I would fear the most is going in, having somebody wanting you to do a favor and knowing they've got a bunch of heavy hitters behind them and being like, what do I even do? Do I, I, I can't say, I guess I, they would tell you, the guards would tell you to say no. But in the moment, I feel like I'd be like, yeah, dude, I'll fucking get you a Tylenol from the, the place. And then before I know it, I'm giving hand jobs to, to Arian. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I fell in, I fell in a similar situation when it, when my tablet got broke, mm-hmm. uh, I don't know if, if you guys watched that uh, yeah. that part, but uh, so the guy's name Swole broke broke the tablet, slid it underneath my door, and then was like, "Oh man, you must have stepped on it or something when you opened your door." I'm like, "Yeah, that didn't happen, dude." But all of like the Bloods, the Crips, the like GD, like everybody came together and they were like, "Hey, look, like we're gonna roll on this dude, but we need you to make make that first move." And I, like I'm sitting in my 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 cell thinking like. I can't be a bitch, but I also like can't just go out there and just blast this dude for no reason either, you know? (laughs) And I mean, these dudes were talking about like shanking him with mop hand, like, you know, breaking the mop, uh, mop stick, you know, dropping the mop bucket off the top balcony. I mean, I'm like, what if this dude ends up dead? And I threw (laughs) the first punch, like, uh, uh, yeah, you're you're about to be on 6,000 days in. (laughs) Yeah. How'd it work out? What'd you do? Well, actually, so there was a lot of issues that he was causing in our pod. Um, I mean, he was uh, hijacking a lot of people, just taking taking everybody's commissary. Um, and he was actually uh, even intimidating the guys, the trustees that were delivering food. Um, so he had he had an altercation with one of the trustees from dinner. Um, and the whole like him breaking the, the, my, uh, tablet happened after dinner. So when we got locked up that night, the, uh, green team actually came in and pulled him out. So it worked out perfect. And everybody was like, man, why did he get pulled out? And I was like, Oh, I guess it was because of that, uh, trustee, that altercation he had with that trustee. But most likely it was because of the altercation with, with, you know, myself mm-hmm. and a combination of everything else. But yeah, that was really fortunate. That that panned yeah, out. That absolutely. Way. They they knew you were like you told them you were only in for sixty days, right? Or, or no, at that no. Point. yeah. Nobody knows how long you're going to be in jail unless you went to court, and I hadn't been to court yet. So, um, you know, and that's the other thing, man. Those inmates they know the they know the system. They know like you know what your crime is, how long you'll probably be there. Um, so they were like, oh man, you'll probably only be here for like a month, month and a half tops, you know. Um, and then like, as my case progressed, like, you know, like 
my my sentencing i was like man i'm getting close you know i started like building like you know these stories like oh yeah you know i've been in talk talks with my lawyer um you know he's he's actually fighting it and he's saying that we're not taking any any plea bargains or anything like that you know we're fighting this whole thing all the way through so it's getting pushed you know further and further and then um at, you know, when I actually stayed longer, I was like, man, how am I going to push this? Like 60 days, that's about a maximum sentence for what I did, you know, you do? Yeah. but uh, I don't even remember what I, I how I kind of worked that one in, but I, I, everybody believed me. So what, what, what was your, your supposed crime? So my cover story was uh, that like an ex-girlfriend had taken a bunch of jewelry from uh, my family and she had threatened to sell it. And I was like, no, so I, I drove there. I knocked on her door. Um, she opened the door. And then when she tried closing it, I stopped the door, which is breaking and entering. I don't know if anybody knows that or not, but that is technically breaking and entering. If you stop someone from closing their own their door. Um, so that's breaking and entering. And her boyfriend was home who he was a police officer, but he was off duty at the time. Um, he came out, him and I got into a physical altercation. Uh, the police came and then all of the police are his buddies. So we went to Fulton County instead of being, uh, I don't even remember where I, I was locked up originally. So hmm. you see, you told that really well. And I'm glad we got to the cover story part because that's something I think is hilarious about this whole show is you can tell in early seasons, they were giving cover stories like, Hey, what? Do, so they could, their inmates could ask, "What are you in for?" And they'll be like, "Oh, I got caught, armed robbery in the jewelry store, and then they, I, I, caught, I stole a couple grand worth of stuff, and they caught me driving down, uh, you know, Stevenson Street right there in Atlanta or, or wherever it was." And they'd be like, "Oh, right. okay." And then because in the early seasons the inmates were like, "Yeah, that's really simple." By the time you get to like season five, they are sabotaging the shit out of these contestants where they'll be like hey what are you in for and he's like well unbeknownst to me you cannot skydive on sundays in connecticut and <laughs> i'm here now because of that uh so i'll be in at least 60 days and it's like oh man this motherfucker let's rape him like it's like that level. really have you noticed that i'm sure you did they, they fuck i people. haven't watched a lot of the seasons Wait. after my own I didn't oh, follow really? your what were you saying to it. Why is that fucking them? Is it because they're not tough enough? Is there no? Just because it they can poke tough. holes in it. They make it yeah. so like in, by season five they're making it so convoluted and complex that the inmates will be like, wait, you, you said earlier that you did theft. Wait, mm -hmm. and the only charge was theft. That's not how that works. You would also well, get intimidation because you were carrying this. Why? Why the hell are, aren't you there for that? And like the inmates know absolutely. enough, and then the contestant gets tripped off because they only have the memorized script they got, and so they don't know the ins and outs of the legal yeah, they've system. They've got the broad strokes. So like, yep. there's the one guy whose story was that he had ran a stop sign on yep. like I-75 or something yeah. like that, yeah, like and, <laughs> and like oh, those interstate stop signs. They're like. They ain't no stop sign on 75, bro. Uh, yeah. yeah, there was. I ran it. <laughs> and there's like, nah, I don't sound right. I'm like, not right at all. Woody, you're exactly right, because then it showed the little overhead camera in the inmate cell being like, motherfucker said he ran a stop sign on the interstate. How the fuck <laughs> yeah. do you run a stop sign on the interstate? Or uh, of all the contestants of what you've seen, because you, you didn't watch after years, who kind of pissed you off the most in how shitty they were at it? If there was anybody where you're just like, man, this guy's just fail after fail. 
Hmm. I mean, to be honest, uh, I watched a couple episodes from the first season. I mean, like two tops. And then I watched my season and I watched my season literally just like last year. Um, and then I watched one or two episodes of the last couple seasons. So I really don't, I don't, mm-hmm. I can't say, you know, anybody, I mean, I thought I did the worst to be honest. I don't know why I, I stayed in. I don't know why they chose me. Maybe I was the only one that decided to, I don't know. They did not ask the other contestants to stay in. I can tell you that. <laughs> the reason they kept, picked you is because you were the only one who wasn't knocking on death's door by the end of the 60 days. Yeah. Like, everybody else was almost about to fall apart, but that's really cool. So, uh, what have you been up to since, since 60 days in your, what are you, what are you working? So, so, uh, I actually joined the, uh, army, uh, national guard and that's, uh, what I'm actually doing right now. I'm actually down in Texas. Um, we were, we were supposed to be deployed to Afghanistan, and we got down here to Texas, and our, our orders got cut. So half of our unit went overseas, and then the other half stayed down here for a, for a Border Patrol mission. All right. Are you, Is that preferable for you, or would you have preferred to go overseas? So I've already deployed twice, um, back mm-hmm. in 07 and 08. So, I mean, I kind of already have that under my belt. I'm down here. I'm making more money here. And I'm stateside where I get to enjoy regular food, going to a gym. Uh, Not get shot you know, at. Yeah, bounties. exactly. So it's probably way easier than Afghanistan. Just shot in the. Oh door. yeah, absolutely, hundred <laughs> <laughs> percent. You can go stay at the Marriott. You don't have to stay in Afghanistan. Exactly. Yeah. I would. That's, you know what? I don't want to do either of those jobs. Oh seven oh eight was a rough time to be overseas. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that was a that was the heat of it, the thick of it. Yeah, wow. Was you that? Did you see much action over there? Where, where were you? What was where your were role? you deployed? So my first deployment was uh, hit Iraq. Um, it was right outside of. Uh, it was like I don't know, right between Fallujah and what's uh, the other crap? It was right along along the Euphrates River. But, uh, I mean, our, uh, our AO was pretty, pretty hot. Uh, we had a couple guys, uh, get grenades, uh, shrapnel shot. Um, my second deployment, we were, uh, blown up. I mean, we were in, uh, vehicles on my second deployment. Our first point we were foot. So we were walking around everywhere in the city. Second mm-hmm. deployment, we were, uh, in vehicles and we were blown up a lot. I mean, we had, uh, I think. I don't know, I'd say at least once every couple of weeks we lost a lost a vehicle. So, damn. When you say lost a vehicle, you and all the people in it. IED. No, no. Uh, we actually only lost one person um, on the on the second deployment. So we did a uh, we did pretty well. How bad is it when a vehicle gets? Well, obviously, it can be terrible, but a lot of times it's just like my ears are ringing and I need a day off. Like, it, what happens when you hit an IED? No, I mean. Uh, the, uh, so one of my buddies, he got paralyzed. Um, he can walk now. Mm-hmm. They said he would never walk, but he can walk now. Um, another kid, uh, he was the gunner, had the uh, 50 cal come off and smash him in the head. Um, and he has yeah. a metal plate in his head now. Um, wow. I mean, yeah, just yeah, it's serious when, they, when they get blown up. Yeah, when they get blown up, you know, you got to think of everything that's inside that vehicle. 
it just kind of goes everywhere and it hits everybody and the vehicles flip over. And so the guy they said couldn't walk. He, how well does he walk? Is it like he can oh, walk now, but he uses a cane and a walker or like, no, he's fine. He's fine. Fine. hundred percent. Cool. Yeah. cool. Yeah. yeah. I have a friend yeah. that had the same experience, but it wasn't military. I would imagine. See, hearing all that, I would think it'd be much easier for you to go into 60 days in, but I guess totally different scenarios with different levels of stress and different levels of control. That, that probably t- is a huge amount of it as well. Like you kind of feel like you have some autonomy as you're over there in Afghanistan, even if you are following. <clears throat> yeah, not. Re- I mean, in Iraq. So um, our days were pretty, pretty busy. I mean, we did eight hours of patrol. We did eight hours of, uh, of post, you know, standing guard. And then we did four hours of QRF. So we responded to anything that like happened. And then we had four hours of sleep. So, I mean, you're pretty much really, because on QRF, you can, you can sleep a little bit um, as long as nothing's going on. But uh, you still got to remember, you still got to, you know, brush your teeth, shave, you know, have your personal mm-hmm. time in in that, you know, four to six hour window that you have for sleep. So, Jesus, how, how do you keep go- like, like, we, I'm sure the three of us have, have got, like, yeah, I got four hours of sleep last night. It sucks. And then maybe the next night things go poor. Like, yeah, I didn't sleep again last night. How many days in a row are you going where it's that bullshit of like so, four hours of sleep? So my deployment was seven months and it was all the entire time. Like I never had a day off in seven months. Christmas. How do you not die? Yeah. Of sleep deprivation, like, or or blow away a falafel salesman or something like that accidentally. <laughs> you're just so like, cranky, or you're you so could, like just out of it. You could have been working on no. four hours sleep for seven months, right? Like everybody, everybody gets cranky. I mean, you're fighting your best friend. I mean, there was times that you know I, I was fighting friends of mine just because you know you just get pissed off over nothing. Yeah, you're um, just so on edge. But you've yeah. got more sleep sometimes, right? Am I crazy? You didn't literally exist with four hours of sleep for seven months. That's like, no. So it was, it was four hours of solid. Like that was your four hour sleep block. Right. Mm-hmm. So on your QRF, uh, they butted them up. So, um, so what's QRF? What is the QRF? Quick reaction forces. So pretty much you're on standby. So like if a unit goes outside of the wire and they need reinforcements, like you're going to go out there. Mm-hmm. Um, so I mean, QRF, they would do a lot of QRF drills uh, but QRF was really only activated. I, we went on one one activation where we were actually out for like three days, three days straight with like no sleep. Um, and then when we came back, we had to we had to replace the guys that were on guard tower, and then we had to stand on guard tower. And I actually remember my buddy uh, John uh, called in. He asked uh, the the CP to get eyes on a house outside of the wire because he just he swore that it got up and walked and then set back down like that's how sleep deprived we were <laughs> there's a bunch of enemies out there moving houses in the night yeah. <laughs> it's like solid snake in his box is it you know, moving around. <laughs> i mean they, they you know it wouldn't surprise me they're moving some some tent out there but i guess i guess he was just sleep deprived that's that's got to be terrible just terrible i couldn't yeah. handle that I'd rather do 60 days in than seven months of four to five hours of sleep. Yeah. And there was times where, I mean, man, like you literally sleep standing up. People don't think it's possible. You sleep standing up. It becomes a natural part of your routine. Even if it's like a a five second nap, that five second nap feels real good. 
Yeah, that's so weird. I I was watching. This was years and years ago. I was watching like on the military channel, if that's even still a thing. It was like this Navy SEAL documentary showing all the nonsense, all the the shit they have to go through, and it was like just doing sit ups in the surf with a log over your head with all your yeah. buddies. And so every time you sit up, it's just, just right in your face. <laughs> right. And then the the drill instructor's like, "All right, it's been two hours of that. You have earned your five minute standing nap." <laughs> they all, they, they're all walking onto the beach and they're just standing in formation and you see everybody just like like standing nah, there like, yeah. like, like yeah. birds like, like almost every yeah. few seconds having to <laughs> make sure they don't fall yeah. over oh that 100%. looks terrible that's like torture but I guess they need to make sure you can deal with that kind of shit before they just let you start running around over there do you ever think about yeah. Seals Taylor like how you do in that school is it you put yourself in there and I do well at this and poorly at that no, they would look at me and be like, oh, the, the wing stop is three doors down. <laughs> if I was going to sign up for the fucking... Mer- no, I don't have the mental or the physical toughness to be a Navy SEAL. Like, that's like... You know what, though? To be honest, to be honest, a lot of the SEALs that I met overseas were dudes that I never in a million years would have thought they were SEALs. I remember showing up to bases and thinking, like, who are these pussies? And <laughs> that's Navy SEALs. And then... And then you see them start like working out and operating and shit. And you're like, God damn, like, oh, oh I'm staying away from that. <laughs> Did you ever consider trying that going into the SEALs? So that was or? actually my lifelong dream was to become a Navy SEAL. Um, and when I when I first joined, uh, I don't know, I, I wanted to go to the Marine Corps route uh, and just kind of see where I was at, you know, in the, I guess, the eliteness there. And mm-hmm. after that, I was just kind of over it. I just, I was like, nah, this isn't for me. Um, but I, I personally don't think I would have been able to make it through the, through buds. Is that what what it's called? What would be your, uh, your stopping point? Like what's hard about buds for you now? Uh, or peak you at this, at this point, I think it's just a mind thing. Like I just, I hate getting yelled at. I don't like, I mean, I'm a grown ass man. You know, I've already, (laughs) I've already served my country. I've already done all this. Like, so I have a hard time when people yell at me and try to intimidate me because it's like, dude, you're a man before you were anything. So if if you want to take care of this man to man, we can do that. Mm-hmm. I The part that always looked the scariest to me of the Navy SEALs, I guess you said bub, bud, buds, B-U-D-S. Oh, yeah. Like was when they just hold you underwater and they drown you and then they'll like do it again if you don't drown correctly. And it's, yeah. it, just, it just looks terrible. That, uh, I've watched a lot of that training like recently. Uh, there's this YouTube channel where there's an Estonian soldier and he watches stuff about the American military and he sort of reacts to it with his, mm-hmm. based on his background yeah. as an Estonian rifleman. And uh, he was watching Bud's training and he's like, these are the real guys. <laughs> like, and they're, they're showing this clip and they're treading water and the water's very cold. Very cold, and the 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 drill sergeant or whatever is in a boat. Of course, he's not treading water. And don't think treading water in a fucking swimming pool or just offshore. They're out in the water, water with waves and shit. Yeah, and he's treading this water, and he's been treading it. And this isn't like he got a nice night sleep last night and a hot (laughs) meal, and then today he had to tread some water. This is like day eight or something. It's been it's it's hell week or whatever, and. He's out there and he's his his chin is quivering from the shivering and he's like I can't I, my legs are seizing seizing up I can't kick anymore and he's like oh really 
Well, use your arms. <laughs> That's good advice, Cap. <laughs> Thank <laughs> you, sir. <laughs> Navy Don't SEALs are some of the baddest dudes. Navy you know, SEALs are some of the baddest dudes I've ever seen. One percent. One percent of the people who go in become a fucking Navy SEAL. Yeah. And there are quite wow. a few deaths in the training, usually I, drowning. No, it's not one percent yeah. passing rate at buds, though. Like, that's it's much higher. No, than not that. a it's like it's just, so it's one percent of i think I, I know the statistics you're talking about kyle like you're you're like more likely to have a kid graduate from yale and harvard than you are to have a a, a seal. seal and then you have like marcus luttrell and his brother who <laughs> like <laughs> the the cold is the part that scares me the most like taylor the thing you mentioned where they dunk you in the pool uh mm-hmm. The documentaries I watch, that's where people struggle a ton. You know, they're wearing goggles. The guy pulls their goggles off and stuff. But that that would be cool. I'm, that's not a big issue. The But the cold, like swimming. And they often wear like full clothes. And then they like, they do the sugar cookie thing. Oh, I yeah. hate the sugar cookie. I would hate the sugar cookie. Yeah. Honestly, when I watch, that's the worst part to me. What's the sugar yellow, cookie? Really? Yellow, it's when- sugar cookies where you get out of the water and you go play in the sand. You get wet and sandy. Yeah. So so here's the deal. You oh, wear clothes terrible. and your your clothes become sandpaper and they just sand yeah. at your skin. They sand yeah. at your skin. So now your skin is red and it's bleeding. That kind of not like a cut bleed, but a slow ooze where the where the blood just comes a out rash, at its own. Yeah, yeah like a, a bleeding rash of some sort. The trouble is that's not on the last day. That's on like no. the third day. You've got weeks yeah. of this to go where we're just going to sandpaper your bloody wounds for the next couple of weeks to make sure that you have the mental fortitude. That's where I'm like, <laughs> I don't know. I like computer gaming more than this. Yeah, <laughs> that looks awful. It looks fucking awful. The guy that I was watching was um, he was becoming a Navy SEAL. He No, he was a Navy SEAL and he was describing his training and uh, he had been a collegiate wrestler, a wrestler beforehand and uh and so he was like you know i i've been through this and that before i i've been hurt before and had to keep going I, it, and from his point of view like being a collegiate wrestler really prepared him for that training because of there's so much painful stuff and so much absolutely he, he didn't, didn't turn it he didn't turn it and say but it was worse than i expected it was more he, he said no was, oh no he was i mean he maybe he was just being cocky but yeah yeah so i come up from the other ash i was a collegiate swimmer so i'm like oh the dunking that's cool i look at the times i think there's like i think there were times he needed to run do the 200 meters or something in a certain <laughs> amount of time those fucking times are jokes but sugar cookies no joke baby like like everyone's gonna have their <laughs> own problem with buds yeah uh, to yeah. me to me the sugar cookie looked the worst um yeah. the cold i think you just go numb after a while and it's not even yeah, just uncomfortable um the 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 sleeplessness of it would be yeah. awful the cold like i view the cold and like there's a certain amount of toughness right that you may or, or have or not and then there's another amount of like well what if your body just fails you like i i, mm. I think i know someone that knows someone who got like medically rejected because of hyperthermia like they wanted to keep going and they mm. yanked them and sent them to the er or whatever it is they sent them to because he was too cold and he's like no i don't want to quit and they're like well you're not gonna die you know they yeah, they, they, they pulled him right? out yeah his body failed him 100%. not his spirit and it's some like well i can't saw, say that won't happen Carry on. some of the stuff i saw him do it just seemed like 
Well, if you're a good swimmer, I think you're fine. Like there was this thing where their hands are bound behind their back and they were sent into the bottom of the pool to retrieve their goggles with their mouth. Mm-hmm. And it's like, looks like something we do as kids to like yeah. a competition. Oh no, I can't yeah. do that. My, my contacts will get cloudy. We would go yeah. for like 30 <laughs> minute carrying two bricks above the water. Right. So you just legs only Treading. carry bricks above yeah. the water, above your head. Um, so, Were they even let someone with shitty, terrible vision in there? Probably. Nah, I don't think so. No, uh, I never. Random. I never see too many Navy SEALs wearing glasses. No, no, no. I, I do the sand, uh, the, the 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 sugar cookie, and it's, I just got to quit because my contacts are ruined. That would be my excuse. That's <laughs> <Yeah, laughs> if I make it that far. I'm like day I'm hour three, day one. <laughs> so when is the next meal? <laughs> I think I'm here by mistake. Yeah. <laughs> I, I was looking for a Papa John's and I was accosted by it. <laughs> <laughs> the, uh, the guy I was watching was a black guy and he didn't know how to swim when he, when he started. Go on. He didn't know how to swim. And uh, he, he was like, well, first, I spent three years learning how to fucking swim. <laughs> and then they showed him in the pool. And look, I, I'm certainly not a swimming expert. I'd like to see Woody uh, like take a look at this guy's form, but to me, it looked Olympic level. Like like the oh, okay. like like he looked so good. Like like I don't know, just the way he was like put reaching forward with his hand. Like it looked like he had perfect form, or at least a very consistent form. I'll say that. Like every stroke looked identical. I, he was he looked like a really good, really strong swimmer by the time he got the at the time of the interview. Nice. Yeah, that's cool. See, I don't think I don't think swimming would have been a problem for me. I honestly just think it would have been the mental mental aspect mm-hmm. of. Yeah, I think that's what it's all about. Honestly, is is yeah. like weeding out the people who aren't mentally tough. You know, yeah. it's it's. I don't feel like I've ever been mentally tested the way Buds does, right? And maybe a lot of people might like. It's almost like I hope I have it in the same way that your dog, your Labrador, who has never ever shown any aggression, would surely protect the family if it came down to game day. But he fucking wouldn't. He wouldn't. He would love that robber just like he loves you. Right? Oh, eyeballs. <laughs> I hope that somehow I would rise to the occasion in buds, even though I've never had to do anything quite like that. Yeah. <laughs> But it's fun to imagine, right? Who I think Louis C.K. is the one from one of his really old specials had the joke where he's like, you know, I sit in first class and all the time a serviceman will walk by me and I always think about going, sir, thank you for your service. Take my seat. And I get so high off the idea of doing it that I don't need to do it. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, like, it's like, like, one, like, I don't know if you guys have like, recurring like thought processes you'll have as you're falling asleep like little things you'll run through one that is for years that i have is like if i was gonna rob a bank how would i rob a bank and i go go through a bunch of scenarios like watch movies and look things up online and like in my head it always goes well but like i know like as soon as i walked in i'd like go up to a teller and be like all shaky voice and be like then i'd ask like if i could open an account and like, <laughs> just yeah, so why are you wearing go. a mask? <laughs> For COVID. I, I was about to a say a clown like, mask so, won't work. So my uh, my bank robbing plan had always been to go on Halloween because I figured the mask isn't going to throw anybody off. Neither is the bag I'm going to be carrying, and uh, and I can blend right into the crowd because everybody's wearing a mask, especially if you're in like a really highly trafficked area of trick or treaters. Figured you could get away pretty easily, even on foot, and then maybe cut through a nearby area and get, get in your, your vehicle. Yeah. 
but uh but these days everybody's wearing masks right like like yeah stroll right in there 100%. like and and you know you could you could even have one of those prosthetic masks that's like your full face and hair and everything and then but then having like the covid mask like over the top of it like it wouldn't look as bizarre especially mm. with some sunglasses and uh i feel like you could definitely hide your identity that way but but then it comes down to whether you want to get the money that the tellers have or if you want to get into the vault you got to get the vault vault money man yeah. you don't want that chump change we're not guys are high risk high reward how much is in the register like don't they have probably a couple not thousand. enough not enough to change enough. your life. Probably well, enough 10, to change 000. your life, I guess. You could probably clear out the registers and get ten thousand dollars easy, but you could get in the vault and you probably get a couple hundred thousand dollars. But you're doing ten to twenty either way if you get caught. I'm curious. Now, what I've, I've discovered is that the, the move is that you want to ask for the bank manager and then pop them based on every movie I've seen. Pop them in the nose and then beat him up a little bit until he's just cognizant enough to remember how to get into the the vault. In these okay. movies, they never hammer him so hard that he gets concussed and then he's just useless on the ground. Ben Affleck in the town, very, very or I guess it Great was uh, Jeremy. And then Ryan. if he gives you a hard time, you break one of his fingers, and after that, he'll tell you if he wears women's yeah. panties, right? Major pain style. Yeah. No, that's uh, that's Reservoir Dogs. That's that's exact. Oh, I, mi- I missed Cattell's character. Yeah. yeah. I missed the the panties line. Yeah, that was <laughs> another, another fantastic one. The way to go about robbing anything, uh, Triple Frontier nailed it. I think if you're going to rob something, you got to go big and go to the cartel, man. Really? That's scary. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> they're not just taking $100,000. They're taking three, $400 million. Yeah, but it's the cartel. Do you remember oh, how that you. movie ended? Let's, let's, so let's open that up, right? <laughs> so those dudes had like almost a perfect plan, except for their evac. Like they had, they were relying on one vehicle and one helicopter. That's not how special forces operate. That's not how military operates. You need to have multiple avenues out. So you could have, that could have been very successful. I know who I'm calling when I decide to finally pull the trigger on this. <laughs> You're on the <laughs> team, mate. I'll, I'll DM you. Yeah. I looked at how much banks keep, like how much cash and cows, right? Small banks, very small banks, it just says, will have 50 grand there and larger banks will have 200 grand. So in the vault? Yeah. That's what it said. Okay. In the building a lot of what you're, is what I'm a lot doing. of what you're going in the vault for, like all the the boxes, like getting all the jewelry, the the stuff like that that people put there. Oh, I hadn't considered that. Oh my God, you're gonna you you're trying to take the time to open the safe deposit boxes? No, you only open me. as I'm many as you can. Up. Taylor, you're off the team. You're insane. <laughs> you're insane. There's Kyle, Nate, and I are robbing alarm. this thing without you, greedy. <laughs> There's a silent alarm, but we have a guy right out front with an M60. He thinks he's part of the gang. We're leaving him. Uh, he's got a pig? He's, he's holding off first of all, that thing's incredibly unreliable. No, right? he's in a juggernaut suit like Modern Warfare 2. Uh-huh. Yeah. Hey, uh, Kyle, there's a parkour yeah. expert <laughs> helping okay, us for so some reason. With, you have a heat-stroked hillbilly outside with a very unreliable <laughs> machine gun from Nam. I don't, I don't like how this is No, but, but you know what you just said? Something that's very distracting. <laughs> that's a very <laughs> that's right we got a 763 a heat stroke hillbilly with an m60 machine gun we're gonna need seven police cars and an emt <laughs> we could go for like a fun distraction ahead of a have a county fair and the parking lot that day something like that. i don't know what the why is there a bouncy castle that. here and if there's a bouncy castle out there with kids they can't start firing on us right Spr- <laughs> 
They could always say kids get out of the bouncy castle, but you know how hard it is to get kids out of a bouncy castle. They That's love why it. I'm still on the team, Taylor. Yeah, oh, thank you. I appreciate <laughs> See, I, I keep all my real ideas close to my chest. I'm not spreading that. <laughs> that's for some reason. That's always been like the romanticized crime in my head is the bank robber. You're like, lucky because I skip right ahead and try to figure out how I'm going to survive in prison. That's a much worse go to bed story. Well, now that I'm watching Oz, I'm, I'm doing that in my head too. I'm like. Now, if I were Beecher, I wouldn't get raped because I no, 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 I would have got raped there. Damn, fuck. Uh, what if I did this? No, oh shit, definitely would have got stabbed there. What if I made a joke? No, ah, damn, I'm not white enough to go with the whites, not Italian enough to go with the Italians. I'm gonna have to find someone, some middle ground. Or I guess that would be. I, I guess you'd. Are, are, I don't think you'd have to worry about getting raped. I, I think they're looking for. Uh, I think there's enough people who are willing. Kyle, words first. Yeah, though. Taylor, I would rape 100%. you. Oh, thank you. <laughs> I, you have no idea how how hairy Taylor's ass is. <laughs> so you the whole body, the whole body, the whole know. thing. Oh, everyone knows. There is nature's lubricant. That's why it's in the spots that do the rubbing. Gross. Yeah, I think there's enough willing people. Uh, if we're talking about prison, that you don't have to worry about the rape, and and, the, and you know. I mean, to rape Taylor, you're going to have to knock him unconscious and fuck him while he's unconscious, which uh, I don't think. Uh, I mean, it's going to be hard to deal much that much damage to that cranium, first of all. Underestimate then, my seduction skills, but carry on. True, my, my yeah. And, and, and like I said, there's going to be some uh, some some thin, pretty men who are are down to take some dick. Uh, the oh, 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 the pretty men. The, I see. Okay, that's why I see. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Would you some feminine, a more feminine uh, uh, gentleman is, is going to be definitely. Uh, <laughs> I like how offended you were. Was, yeah, yeah. I, I like to think. I'm oh, very, I'm not pretty enough. I get in. I get in there the first night with Schillinger, and I'm like, so you're not going to try anything with me here? I'm, you know, I'm not rapeable. I'm right. not right. What does Belcher have that I don't have? Or whatever yeah. his name is. Belcher? <laughs> Belcher. Yeah, Belcher, Belcher, thank you. Oh, uh, that guy. You're right, Kyle. I don't know if I want to watch the rest. I think I'm going to watch like an episode or two of Impractical Jokers after this instead of an episode of Oz. Chis because Oz is, is really starting to bum me out a little bit. Yeah, yeah, do that. Chiz and I watch, like binge watched like five or six seasons of that time uh, of that one time in Colorado. It, that's a much happier show. You know, I was watching oh, Big Jokers. Yeah, it's great. I had I'd only watched a little, like some of season one up until I got HBO Max and it has all of them on there. This is a show I've I haven't laughed out loud this much at a show in since the first time I watched It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. It's great. Like, it's, it's fucking great. So, it? Impractical Jokers. It'll. Oh yeah. They're they're like it's cringe humor, but it's it's palatable because they do the thing where like. It's. I was watching it, wondering like, why is this so funny? And yet, a lot of those social experiments you see on YouTube of pranksters yeah. aren't funny and seem mean. I was like, oh, these guys are talented. Well, yeah, well, these guys are talented as shit, and the impractical jokers—they're making themselves humiliated. Like they're always the target. It's the friends being like, dude, how can we fuck with him and make him look like an idiot? Yeah. Whereas a lot of those yeah. YouTube social experiments, it's like, how can I go fuck with someone else and make, make them, them look, look like an idiot? Yeah. Yeah, yeah and I, it's a very different flavor. Like, you know, they'll they'll have the earpiece in and the other three guys are back in like a control room watching on hidden cameras and they're telling him what he has to say <laughs> to a person and and it'll just be the most humiliating things. Like like yes. you'll have to walk up and be like, 
excuse me, um, I wet my pants. Can you help me? Um, can you, I, I, I wet my pants. Can I have your, they're like, ask him if you can have his underwear. And he's just yeah. like, could I, <laughs> I call could never, him panties I could though. Yeah. Could, I, yeah. could I have your panties, sir? <laughs> <laughs> they, they do one where they had to, I watched this just yesterday, they had to be uh, the fucking personal trainer. None of them look like the body of a personal trainer. <laughs> and they, have, they have to go in there, and one of them, and they set up a private consulting thing, and one guy walks up and is just muscle-bound as shit. Oh, no. Ponytail, and he's walking up to the guy, and, he, and before they even say hi, they go, hey, Sal, to say hi, go, What'd you do to get that ponytail cupcake or something? <laughs> or nice, nice ponytail cupcake. And he just goes, I'll take the loss. <laughs> and the guy's coming in for the training. He's like, whoa, are we stopping the training? And the guy, the joker's like, it's over. We did it. <laughs> the other guys, they, they put him in charge of like yoga studios. They don't know how to do yoga. Or the, they tell, they're like, all right, we want you to tell this guy how to do cardio. But, and they'll be like, the guy will ask, how long have you been coming to this gym? And one guy goes, 22 years. And he's like, okay. He's like, all right, we want to tell you this guy to do cardio, but the only cardio you're going to do, do jumping jacks as fast as you can. He's <laughs> 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 got terrible form of jumping jacks. He does another one where he's like, all right, now you need to lead a workout. One rep in every. He's like, you're going to grab this, you're going to curl, and done. And we're gonna. Come <laughs> it is. It's so fucking funny. It, it's such a. It's it's like a feel good show. I like that about it. I need a couple injections of that after Oz. Dude, nothing will ever bring back the part of my soul that Oz took away. Yeah, that I think so Oz took more away from your soul than prison did. It did. <laughs> it did. Yeah, Oz is worse than actually going to prison. Watching <laughs> Oz was a more traumatic experience for me than actually going to fucking prison. Nate, have you seen Oz? So I remember watching Oz as a kid. I remember getting up and it was like on, the, I don't know, the, the only station that, you know, we had or whatever, turn it on and be like, oh my God, this is an adult. Right, adult how young are you? And two, your parents let you watch Oz as a child? Hell no. My, my dad, my dad was sleeping. <laughs> and I just, you know, got up and watched some TV, and I just remember the 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 black guy in the wheelchair. Yeah. That's the only thing. I, and I remember a couple of the rape scenes, and and you know, people getting stabbed. And I remember, like you guys are talking about, they they build up this guy like he's about to have an amazing story, and then dead. dead. That doesn't <laughs> narrow it down. That's that's everybody. Yeah, every episode, <laughs> every morning, so, you're sneaking to watch early morning. Oz. <laughs> you know, I, I just watched. I remember just watching it a couple times, thinking like, I never want to go there ever, ever. And then you volunteered for it. <laughs> and then I volunteered for it twice. <laughs> yeah, after any prison looks great compared to Oz. Yeah. 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 I imagine there have to be more normal people in prison than that show. More people just like you, Kyle, where you're just milling around doing your business. I. Oh, there should, were no people. I, I don't know. I don't remember what kind of prison Oz was. I guess it was a state. It was maximum prison. security state prison. Yeah. Yeah. See, that, that's just a whole different thing than what I did. That's. I wish Oz was littered with subtle Wizard of Oz references. 
<laughs> some guy named Flying Monkey. Come on, Dorothy, it's time. <laughs> yeah, just they could have. Yeah, if Belcher's nickname was Dorothy. You try to like understand his arc through that lens. Click your heels three times. Didn't work, <laughs> did it, pussy? Get back over here and suck my dick. <laughs> crying. Oh man, yeah, you know, I mean, you're right. I need to take a break from that show. It's making me sad. Hey, don't don't watch that show. I, I like watching it when I'm lifting. Because I'm like, yeah, I need to, I need to lift heavier so I don't get late. <laughs> <laughs> Watch some old Arnold Schwarzenegger movies or something. There you Jesus go. Christ. Well, because I'm the barbarian. Bad, I'm like, oh, I'm never going to look half like that. He, wow. he can control his eating. He's <laughs> <laughs> also in a lot of Deanna Ball and, uh, and well, a lot of things. That's true. This is all natural. <laughs> really? Got that going for you. Body by Wendy's. Yep. Body by Wendy's. Yeah, you know, you can you can get your macros pretty cheap on those dollar for ten nugs. <laughs> uh that would be like a fun you know, well they someone's probably already done this, but like uh that 30 days later or whatever that McDonald's documentary was. Remember that super thing. Yeah. 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 If they did one like that, but it's like a bodybuilder who has to maintain gains on McDonald's and that's it for like two months. And I don't think any of them would agree to it because that's a lot of work to throw down the pisser. If you've already worked to that point, but that'd be interesting to see how yeah, much real chicken. Oh, like some of those bodybuilders, like they don't eat clean. Like they eat very, very like, they go into fast food restaurants all the time. And they're just like, hey, I just eat just to eat. Really? I thought that was like a power lifter thing because you'll see those guys with the guy. I thought yeah, bodybuilders were like, about I've seen like Jay Cutler and everything. Like he'll even talk about like he'll go to restaurants and they have like meals named after him. And when you see him, when you see him bring out one of those meals, that's not a clean meal at all. That's true. But with a body like his, how many, how many calories is he burning if he had to lay in bed all day? 4,000. Yeah. Four yeah. or five thousand, more than probably five thousand or six thousand, even like he's so he's got so much muscle, and his metabolism is just crazy enhanced. And then all of the steroids on top of it that just help it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, he's killing it. He can eat whatever gonna... he fucking wants. You'd be okay at McDonald's if you got the grilled chicken, though. Oh, that's fair. Now we had no grilled chicken. No so, grilled chicken allowed. <laughs> He's not no. here for grilled chicken. <laughs> Only Big Macs. What would you be there for, Taylor? What would you get at McDonald's? Oh, I mean, if I go, I, I just get like a, like a double cheeseburger or something. <sighs> not, nothing that much. Why? What's wrong with that? What, what's fucking wrong with a, with a double cheeseburger? Or a, a, a quarter pounder with cheese? Oh. There you go. Yeah, what's wrong with that? The, the quarter pounder with cheese has the best actual patty of anything there. The, the Big Mac... I don't want no. bread. That's too much. That's so much bread, dude. It's not no, good. no. All I get are Big Macs, and I'm always disappointed. I barely ever go to <laughs> actually. If I go to McDonald's, it's for breakfast. All, all I get yeah. are Big Macs, and I'm always. I, really, I don't have big. I mean, I've had like three in the last five years, but that's all I would order. I love no. them. I love the Big Mac. I like the crunch of the pickles and the onions. I like the special sauce. Special uh, sauce. Big, big Macs are fucking delicious. Uh, I do not. I've 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 only eaten one quarter pounder from McDonald's in my entire fucking life. It is a shitty grade of beef, and that's saying something because I'm comparing it to the beef they put on a Big, Big Mac. Mac. Um, Do you think these are chicken's arms they're bringing in the cows from? 
It's a different. Oh yeah, my god, we almost let a cow into the. the, the thing. <laughs> this needs to be in the quarterback. <laughs> Look at him. He thinks he's a kangaroo. Get out of here. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the chicken sandwiches there are pretty good. Like, not the McChicken, chicken, but like the buttermilk chicken sandwich. That's pretty decent. That's and, right. uh, but, but I don't like McDonald's in general. Their fries are their best thing. Mm-hmm. If they're hot. If, I was, if they're hot. I don't want yeah, cold yes. fries from anywhere. But, um, you know, if I'm going to eat fast food, it's probably going to be uh, – you hate you hate Burger King, but I actually like those flame-broiled Whoppers. I think those are absolutely. pretty fucking tasty. No, um, I was going to say that's the only redeemable thing about Burger King. The Whopper absolutely blows away the Big Mac, but everything well, else about Burger King is trash. It's me that yeah. doesn't yeah. like Burger King. Yeah, their meat is not my cup of tea. Yeah, you don't like that smoky taste, but it's to me it's the best part of it. And uh, I like their pickles too. I don't know. They're fucking good. Um, Wendy's, I only get the chicken sandwich if I go there. Spicy um, chicken sandwich? Always the spicy yeah, chicken sandwich. The Nothing else. Yeah. I pony uh, up the extra 10 cents. What about yeah. uh, Five Guys? Oh, that's easy. You just get the fucking yeah. cheeseburger and fry and Cajun fries. Small fry, by the yeah. way. It's Small enough. fry, though. Small yeah. fry. Yeah. <laughs> I, how many I don't need two bags of fries. <laughs> <laughs> if you order a large fry, they give you a backpack. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> it's that fucking rage. It's like, but I, it, it's great. I, I don't even, I don't even feel like Five Guys belongs in the same conversation. No, it's, it's not fast food. It's fast food the same way like Chipotle is fast food. Like they're on a different, right. they're a level above. Of fast food, everybody knows Chick Fil A is the best. Everyone knows. <sighs> I'm, I'm having a hard Taco time Bell. disagreeing. Uh, I like Taco Bell if I'm <laughs> fucking stoned, but, uh, <laughs> but, but like. I, I can't eat Taco Bell sober. Like that, that's just craziness. Is yeah, if you add in that you have to be stoned. I don't know. We don't have cookout here. Oh. Cookout's really fucking good, but like it it's a whole experience. I just like how they do their combos. You know, it's it's like everywhere else is like, oh, it's a burger and fries or chicken sandwich and fries. There they're like, What kind of quesadilla you want with that? And you're like, wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it comes with a quesadilla and apple pie and an empanada. Yes. <laughs> And I don't I don't eat a lot of milkshakes. I swear I don't. But for some reason, at cookout, that is the normal drink. Like, there's like a little mention of Coke on the menu, and then eighty or ninety milkshake flavors. Like, like that's what obviously you're supposed to be doing here. So I usually get a mint chocolate chip or something. But isn't that the yeah. best when you go into like a place like that, like a Culver's or whatever, where you want the milkshake, but you feel like a fat ass. You don't want to order it. But then they have to. The employees have to ask, would you like to add a shake? And you're like, well, if you're going to twist my arm, uh, <laughs> I'll take an extra large chicken. <laughs> no, just bring out the entire gallon. <laughs> Robin, I think I have a knack for sales. <laughs> this, guy got the extra large. this guy didn't want to shake. <laughs> they don't even ask if you want the milkshake. What size milkshake would you like. Yeah, right. Oh. Oh. Do you have one of those Home Depot buckets? <laughs> <laughs> or even a bag. <laughs> well, Canadians, they drink their milk out of bags, and it is fucking weird. And they'll pretend that it's not, but it is. It is. Mm. No other countries drink milk out of bags, as far as I know. I've never checked. But <laughs> I don't know, I don't know either. Our, yeah, we've got the best milk here. But a lot of places that are regional are just super overrated. Um, Whataburger is so overrated. Like everybody in Texas, in and I out just Texas freaks out. 
People think just in and out's in and out, out, in and out's also overrated. Yeah. yeah. In and out. In and out's an experience though. Go on. So to me, like I like coming from I'm from Michigan, right? Okay. So when I joined the Marine Corps, I went out to California and 13 weeks of boot camp, all the dudes from California were like, Hey, look, like you have to go to In and Out. And I'm like, What's In and Out? They're like, It's kind of like a fast food place, but it's not. So I was like, All right, cool. So when I went to In and Out, like it was the whole presentation, like that they make the burger right there in front of you. They're, they put the potato on the thing. They pop it through to, to make all your French fries. You know, the animal style, like that was all like something that was just like, it was really cool to see it come together. So like when I first ate it, I was like, man, this is, this is definitely the best thing I've ever had at a fast food restaurant. But then the second one, I was like, eh. Yeah. yeah. I, right. I've only, I've had it maybe once or twice. Uh, and I wasn't blown away by it. My uh, my friend uh, Mitty that I play a lot of games with, he's from Minnesota, and uh, he's out oh, yeah? in Sac- he's out in Sacramento right now, uh, staying with Chiz for a, for a couple of months, <clears throat> and they they had In and Out for the first time. Chiz introduced him to it, and he's like, "This is garbage." And Chiz is like, "No, it's not. It's the best." He's like, "What about the fries?" He's like, "You can't just put sauce on bad fries and make them good." Yeah. <laughs> they're bad fries. You just now they're just wet bad fries covered in sauce. It's like they're, they're still bad fucking fries. Dude. Five guys blows in and out out of the water. You talked about yeah. the in and out experience. You know what experience is too much for me? My local Cold Stone. Like the fuck is happening with there? There's all these like I don't want to. Uh, you are you are preacher of the choir keep what he's going. about to be racist all right go keep going no they're I, i'm trying to paint the picture without being an asshole but i'll just say it Do soy it. boys working at cold stone okay oh and one of them starts singing zippity doodah as he's working the ice cream on that cold stone with this different like slicing apparatus and then the whole like not the store but all the staff jumps in and sings zippity doodah Together, synchronized, and I'm like, this is fucking over the top. I like my my estrogen spiking here. <laughs> He's like, I lost my appetite. <laughs> Are you sure, S- sir? I put in a sugar cone. Well, zippity dude, I give me that. <laughs> yeah, it, it is terrible when they when you walk into any kind of establishment and they really they just don't want you to purchase their goods and services. They want you to be part of the gang, and it's like no. Don't make me sing. Don't first, don't sing at me. And also, don't I? You know, you don't pay attention when, at Cold Stone when they're doing the little scoop, like grab the ice cream, slap it on there, throw some Reese's in there, and they start scooping around. You know, I, I always would look away. Who cares? And I assume they're look doing some away. sort of some sort of well, just like looking at other people in line, people watching. I don't really care. But like, I assume they're doing some sort of ice cream magic, some hibachi restaurant style thing. One time, I actually watched them, and I was like, yeah, you just. You're just moving the ice cream back and forth <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> in the same area, and you're slapping them around like you're Suzuki Yamaguchi. If you put the, something the, the, the in it, then it has a purpose, right? If you're like, yeah. hey, I would like chopped up Snickers bars or something, then they just start working that in the ice cream. So, what I, But I guess if you get plain ice cream, it's just a show. Yeah. You know what they should do is anybody who puts gummy bears in their ice cream should be sent to re-education camps. What the fuck's that about? Who wants gummy worms in their fucking Rocky Road? People that go to Cold Stone, I guess. People Sociopath. that aspire to work there. 
put gummy bear, put gummy bears in their ice cream. <laughs> yeah, gummy bear. They got a bunch of shit there. You can tell that the bad ones have been sitting in there forever. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> the hardest Some gummy bear. Gummy bears <laughs> oh, topped off. Chip my tooth on this gummy worm. <laughs> I never, I never go to those ice cream places. But like, a, like years ago, I went to one of those like frozen yogurt places where you do everything yourself and then you weigh your final product. Mm. I like that a lot better because then I don't that have is, to. That is eat. nice. You can go to it's like expensive. It's a little expensive. It's like eight dollars a pint or something like that. But you know, you can go over there and like get all the Oreos you want or whatever the fuck you actually want. Your your ice cream. I'm not being good judged. at it though, right? That's the problem. If you say Woody, yeah. you can have any ingredient you want. Go bonkers. I put together like you know what I like chocolate sauce and marshmallow sauce, and they have caramel here and a, <laughs> a little more chocolate. And marshmallows are good as well as gummies and nuts and maraschino cherries and this and that. <laughs> and I end up with this like slop that a pig would turn his nose at. And I think this is going to be this great like concoction that's never been conceived before. You're going to call this the Woody after I leave. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, uh, you forgot the yogurt. <laughs> <laughs> Take a picture so we can recreate this, and and then I. I eat it and it's like it actually you know banana splits are are timeless for a reason yeah better than more than any ice cream i would just rather eat an entire tube of cookie dough oh 100 yeah it, it's so much worse for it well yeah yeah it is but it's <laughs> i don't even know we're, we're, i don't know we're stack ranking cookie dough against ice cream this is like clash of the titans here neither of these are good foods yeah, there's an easy answer your cookie dough ice cream that well, that's the best kind of ice cream. That's the only kind I ever get. But I'd still rather just eat hunks of cookie dough out of like one of those well, giant they, things. They have the places now that you can go eat uh, cookie dough. Like it's like an ice cream parlor, but it's just what? cookie dough. That yeah, can't and you can. Why would you tell me this? <laughs> Why would you tell me that? You're sabotaging <laughs> me. This is your fault. <laughs> Taylor starts typing. Cookie dough parlor, St. Louis. Where's the nearest one? Where's the nearest one to me where I can eat cookie dough at a bar? Somebody a ten. bought cookie dough ice cream on Reddit, got all the cookie dough out of it, and made the and worst cookie it. ever. Yeah, that's not good cookie dough in there. No. Oh my god, half baked cookie dough. This is all right. Bookmark. <laughs> Google Maps starred. Yeah, put it in my GPS for tomorrow. <laughs> no, that looks pretty great though. That's so whenever, much better. Uh, ice cream. Whenever Do I have a twenty-four hour joint, <laughs> I'm sorry, Kyle. Okay. Whenever I got out of prison, one of the one, one of the things I really wanted was ice cream because they they did they had ice cream in prison, honestly, but I, I didn't eat it, and it was like cheap, like you know, ice, ice. Yeah, it was cheap ice cream. And uh, I made maple walnut. It was so fucking good because I like I made it myself with like real maple syrup and real. You have an ice cream maker? Walnuts. Yeah, we do too. We haven't used it in a couple of years. Yeah, I haven't. I just used it that one time to make the the fucking maple walnut <laughs> ice cream. And, what was uh, the uh, meal that you were hungry for when you got fajitas. out? Fajitas. Fajitas. Yeah, I okay. wanted fajitas. Yeah, I, I don't know. I, I I like fajitas a lot. There, you know, there's a lot going on with fajitas. Yeah, yeah you know, a lot the of best part stuff. about fajitas, if you order it at a restaurant, everyone else wishes they got fajitas. They did. Yeah, yeah everyone yeah. like, look at that sizzling. It goes plate. by the table, smelling so good. Uh huh. <laughs> Nate, did you have a meal you were thirsting for? Man, I really wanted a pizza. Pizza. I feel you there. Just a ton of food, and it's basic. Was that what yeah. you were thinking? How do you feel about yeah. pineapple on pizza, Nate? I love pineapple on pizza. Christ. 
Hey, I recently <laughs> just just switched it up though, so I do pineapple and pepperoni. You yeah. isn't that the normal one though? Oh, pepperoni no, instead of the ham. Pineapple and ham is the way I, I've always had it my entire life, and occasionally I'll get bacon put on it, you know. But I just switched it up. You know, people dog on pineapple pizza, but it's nice to put a little sweet in there. Yeah. No, I want all savory. All sa- I'm I fine want- with it. I just yeah. I would just never order it. Like like I I only eat pineapple on pizza if I'm at something where like someone's ordered a dozen different kinds of pizza, and that's just there to have a slice of. But I would never order a whole pie of just a pineapple and anything. Well, it's a good way to make sure that there's pizza left after the first, second, third one. <laughs> no one's going to be pilfering the pepperoni and no. uh, or the ham and, and pineapple pizza. I don't really like regular pizza anyway. Like I, I like that deep dish Chicago stuff. Yeah, oh. but that's lasagna. Sure. Yeah. All right, then. Well, I like lasagna. I love lasagna, too. Love Call lasagna. it what it is. Stop trying to trick me. All right, here's your pizza, and here's a fork and knife. No, no, no. No, no, no. No. What is, what is that? What is that uh, deep dish, Chicago deep dish uh, pizza place, like Giovanni's or something? Uh, like, Giovanni's and Luminati's are uh, yeah. my two favorite ones. Yeah. I went there one time, man. I was so, like, I love pizza. Gino's. And I, was just, I was so upset by that. That's not pizza. Does it take <laughs> hours to cook? There's like a scheduling involved. You can't just show up and order it. Am I crazy? We showed up and ordered. Oh, no, it took like 45 minutes to get pizza. Hmm. I, I mean, it takes a, a while. It, it's it's not like a like like you know thin crust pizza can it, if you've got a brick oven is literally like and out. Yeah. It's, it's like eight, I don't know, five minutes, eight minutes, something like that. Yeah. It, the the thing that we had to be baked when me, you, and Joe went and uh, didn't I think we had an issue with the bartender. An issue with the bartender? I, yeah, I think I think he didn't bring Woody's root beer fast enough or something. Oh. He's making this. Woody, up. Are you a Karen? I, no, I'm, I'm not trying to. It may have been me that had the problem. I'm not trying. Yeah, to I do on remember you. the root beer thing you're talking about. And it wasn't Giovanni's. It was. Uh, I think it was a place that sold lots of like odd food, like they had moose or something like that. And uh, oh, the deal was, well. I guess I ordered a root beer, but it took over like 20 or 30 minutes to get there because other people ordered alcohol and they had to have an actual bartender serve that. But they held up my root beer for like 30 minutes or something. It was pretty long. Jeez. That would piss me off, too. I'd be like, hey, Absolutely. you know, I can see the root beer tap. I can do <laughs> yeah. it. Give me the cup. Like, <laughs> it's right there. Yeah. But, but uh, so anyway. Oh, so going to talk about a couple of those wonderful sponsors that we talked about earlier in the show. Oh, I was just talking about Postmates saying some half-baked cookie dough to myself. Maybe <laughs> I'll do that. This episode of PKA is brought to you by Postmates. Uh, said that without reading, but now I'll start reading. This episode of PKA is brought to you by a company we have a lot of personal experience with, Postmates. You know what's great about eating your favorite thing? It's your favorite thing, and you're eating it. You know what's not great? Getting it. And the only fast things that deliver are not what you're craving. Introducing Postmates, the app that adds a delivery option to your favorite restaurants. Imagine anything you want to eat delivered. You don't have to drive, park, or even talk on the phone to order. Just download the app and order 24 hours a day, 365 days a year. Postmates will bring you what you want within the hour. You can even see where your food is and track your driver. You forgot to get eggs and milk? No problem. Craving a tasty burger? Check. Looking for the perfect bottle of red wine or a summer beer? Order up. Postmates is your new long-term munchies booty call. 
For a limited time, Postmates is giving you $100 of free delivery credit for your first seven days. To start your free deliveries, download the app today and use code PKA. That's code PKA for 100 bucks of free delivery credit for your first seven days. Save the hassle. Get the food you love fast at Postmates with code PKA. That's $100 of free delivery. So sign up there. Uh, you know how often Kyle and I use this service. It's fantastic. Woody as well. So, so give it a go. Nathan, you would love some Postmates. Be sure to save that 100 bucks. Uh, we doing a double or you want to do one at a time we'll, we'll hit him with a double we're two, right. two, two hours in okay uh express vpn another wonderful company admit it you think that cybercrime is something that happens to other people you may think that no one wants your data or that hackers can't grab your passwords or credit card details but you'd be wrong stealing data from unsuspecting people on public wi-fi is one of the simplest and cheapest ways for hackers to make money when you leave your internet connection unencrypted, you might as well be writing your passwords and credit card numbers on a huge billboard for the rest of the world to see. That's why we decided to take action. That's why, which is why, we're recommending you get ExpressVPN to protect yourself from cyber criminals. ExpressVPN secures and anonymizes your internet browsing by encrypting your data and hiding your public IP address. ExpressVPN has easy-to-use apps that run seamlessly in the background of your computer, phone, and tablet. Turning on ExpressVPN protection only takes one click. Using ExpressVPN, I can safely surf on public Wi-Fi without being snooped on or having my personal data stolen. For less than 7 bucks a month, you can get the exact same ExpressVPN protection that I have. ExpressVPN is rated the number one VPN service by TechRadar and comes with a 30-day money-back guarantee. Protect your online activity today and find out how you can get three months free at expressvpn.com slash PKA. That's E-X-P-R-E-S-S-V-P-N dot com slash PKA for three months free with a one-year package. Visit expressvpn.com slash PKA to learn more. Another excellent service. I have ExpressVPN. It's great, easy to use. So check them out. So cheap you can't afford not to if you want to be safe online. There it is. So there you go. Order some delicious food at Postmates and then secure yourself online with ExpressVPN. So Nate, you're guarding the uh, Texas border from illegal immigrants, I suppose. Anything actually happen or do you mostly just sit around looking at dirt <laughs> or somewhere in between? What's up? Uh, so, I mean, they move at uh, certain times. Uh, we have 24 hour, uh, I mean, we do a 24 hour complete watch. So it's broken up into, into sticks. Um, but I, I feel that, uh, we've done a pretty good job. I mean, COVID slowed a little bit of it down, but, uh, I mean, you know, my, I don't know how much I'm actually allowed to even disclose of, but I mean, you know, I know we're in the hundreds for, uh, just, uh, short couple months that we've been here so and hundreds of pounds of drugs as well so wow well yeah that's unsurprising that that's something that you think about on the border lots of drugs moving around so is it ever is it ever boring compared oh to the stuff you've gone through in the past oh my every day is boring is it a every day. grueling kind of boring or is it like it's kind of nice being bored at work no no, no? so like I'm kind of a busybody, and I like to actually like move around and, and if I'm going to be working, like I want to be moving around and mm -hmm. sitting in a vehicle for, you know, eight, nine hours. Uh, it's not fun. It's a hundred. It's today. It was 108, 107 here. And the air conditioners, the cars aren't designed to sit in place, you know, for eight hours. at a time. Shut that window. All right. Um, so, I mean, those, those air conditioners stop working. Uh, it sucks. You're bored <laughs> out of your mind. No radio. What? 
No, no cell phone. You, this you is concerning. Why does the AC stop working? Does the motor just need to run faster, or like what's Yeah, up? so like you know the antifreeze, like it's supposed to be pumping through the engine, um, and it just doesn't pump that well. I guess like it, like it, as soon as you get driving, like it'll start it'll start working again. Hmm. But they make you just sit there, so you can't even yeah. like putter around or. That's yeah. Ugh. All right. Well, yeah, it doesn't sound like a fun kind of boredom. I guess that answered my question. Oh, no, not at all. That should be a higher priority. Why don't they give you guys some AC or at least one of those spritzing fans? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what a spritzing fan is going to help either, though. But to be honest, like, I mean, the vehicles are pretty new. Like, a lot of the vehicles are, like, a couple years old. They have, like, 20,000 miles on them. The air conditioners just, they stop working about six, uh, five to six hours in. Oh, my God. That's fucked. <laughs> you can't you hold down the gas and you know. make it work again? That doesn't work, I yeah. guess? Yeah. That yeah, no, work. no, I do. I, I hold down the gas, but as soon as you let go of the gas within like three, four minutes, oh, it's back to being hot. I'd again. have that motherfucker on blocks with cruise control set. Cinder block. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. That's a good, that's a good idea. <laughs> I just noticed that, you know, Nate, why aren't you sweating like everyone else? Why are you, why are you smiling? <laughs> it's like, out of gas. <laughs> How did your car get 180,000 miles this year? <laughs> yeah, moonlighting as a traveling salesman. Right. Uh, did you guys see Herman Cain died? I know Kyle saw it. I liked Herman Cain. Nine nine nine. Nine nine nine. Herman Cain here. He did a he did a radio show here in Atlanta. Mm-hmm. And, really? Uh, yeah, and it, it, I liked it. I liked it a lot. Um, I would listen. I don't know, maybe once a week, something like that for a long time. And uh, so it's really fucked up. You know, he went Died through the coronavirus, uh, coronavirus, yeah. 74 years old. You know, it, uh, it didn't he have cancer also. I don't know anything. I about haven't that. heard anything about that. I just um, saw that next to his name, stage four was trending. And I clicked that and it seemed like maybe he'd recovered from stage four or he had it. But he had I think he had liver cancer. But I don't know if that if he still had it or not. Or if it was the COVID that got him. There's no way. Does, I'm sure it doesn't really matter once you're dead. You don't really care how you died. Yeah. Well, it, it's become a political. Like, cause so he was anti-mask and he went to the Trump rally in yeah, Oklahoma and Tulsa. And he was, you know, and, you know, like we're not wearing masks. The whole thing is a hoax. And then he died of COVID. And there's a bit of that leopards ate my face type thing going on. That's what happens. What's that? Leopards ate my face. It's a it? subreddit where people are surprised that things do what things do. You know, like like. Oh, <laughs> uh, oh okay. So he had a history with cancer and was in a very high risk group. Hmm. Wait, how did he have stage four cancer and then get rid of it? Isn't that? I thought that was impossible. I thought stage four kind of meant like, yeah, this is this is the end. I don't know, but I'm not googling it, Taylor. I see you laying traps for me. I'm not doing no, it. I, <laughs> No, definitely not a trap. <laughs> I don't know if no, I would no, have no. to gain from that. But, uh, yeah. but yeah, like, I guess he got he got the Rona and it got him. Yeah. Yeah. He was 74. That's prime Rona killing age, too. Yep. Right in there. Yeah, you don't want Rona at 74. I thought I had some some kind of flu or something, and then my girlfriend got tested, and her test came back negative. And as of this morning, like I feel 100%. Like it was like a two day thing where I felt like that mono feeling of like even trying to pick up very light things. It was like, God, I'm fucking exhausted. And then the like the <gasps> like that's as deep as I could get. And so I was sure I had the Rona. And then nope. I'm, 
I kind of think he might have it too. I mean, all that went away. So if what, I did have it, it's gone you now. still got that Rona glow on you. You might be asymptomatic. You've probably got it. <laughs> well, I'm I'm saying my girlfriend went and got tested. I, you know, have, I you seen, have you seen the statistics on those tests? I know some of them are bad, but I don't I don't know. All of them are bad. Well, I know some of them they apparently fucked up and it'll give false positives because it'll test for any kind of coronavirus and then other it, ones it will like always give negatives because they, was, they fucked that up. It was like 20% false positive, 30% false negative. Why are we even doing this? <laughs> I don't know. That's, a, that's literally a coin flip. <laughs> that I had no. That is absurd. Well, these are PKA stats. I'm pretty sure you have it. <laughs> if that's the case, I might be asymptomatic with the Rona. Uh, I like that you got tested like by proxy. Like I, um, for we got like health insurance or something like that, and Jackie was negative for herpes. So I was like, well, I guess I am too. You know, given that we've been a pair for 25 years now. So I've never been tested for herpes, but I'm pretty sure I don't have it. Yeah, that's how I did all my STD testing. It's yeah, just I've like had a couple girls later, call a girl. <laughs> <laughs> call some girl you slept with eight weeks ago. Yeah. <laughs> hey, anything new? Any? <laughs> no, you're all good? All right, me too then. Yeah, it's, I, I hope I don't have it, but... If I do, it doesn't really seem to matter. I can breathe fine. I worked out just fine today and yesterday, so it doesn't really seem to be impacting me. Yeah, it usually takes about three weeks. There's an initial phase where you, you're short of breath or you have a fever or diarrhea, and then it goes away for two to three weeks, <laughs> and then it strikes. It strikes. <laughs> like, it's, like it's a tactical virus. I'm making all this up. I, I'm, I know. This up. <laughs> I know. I'm just letting the viewers know that, that I'm making this up. So I was they, trying they to add to it. I'm like, what no. symptoms does he have right now? You, <laughs> you uh, typically get back to work for a bit. <laughs> <laughs> Fat-headedness. <laughs> uh, you're behind on your emails. That happens to people. <laughs> Just got back yeah, that's, from vacation. That is true. Yeah, yeah. Right? I see where this is. <laughs> I really hope I don't get that shit. I re- I'm You'll so be I saw fine. I, I saw the Russians claim they have a a, a vaccine and uh, it'll be it'll be like patented or whatever by August 10th is what they're saying. That's soon. Which is literally 10 12 uh 11 days from now or something like that. Maybe less. Maybe 10 days exactly. Let's go with it calculable. Um, I'm not I'm not lining up for any sort of vaccine until they work the kinks out, because based on all the info that's been going around about covid, a lot of people have no idea what they're talking about. And like a, a, like a prominent scientist will be like, this is definitely it. And then like two weeks later, they're like, all right, my bad on that one. But we're, we were we were kind of close. <laughs> I did see a I saw a funny story about Trump where he had he was like he had this lady doctor talking about. You should take zinc and hydrochloroquine or whatever. Hydroxychloroquine. Uh, hydroxychloroquine or whatever. And then people were like, hey, you know this uh, woman that he's talking about got her medical degree in Nigeria and attributes a lot of modern medical problems to things like ghosts and demons and oh, needing shit. to excise that spirits. Demons like she having yeah. sex with you is the cause of ovarian cancer. She thinks that, um, fuck, there's succubuses. I'm yeah. trying to remember so that she thinks witches are a real thing. She thinks that vaccines partially involve alien DNA. But conservatives are really lining up to agree with her on hydroxychloroquine and not wearing a mask. She's clearly like, it's like, oh, so this is just like a couple of Nigerian folklore things you threw in there that 
Like, and, and that's what we're going to be going by now. I don't know. That just made me laugh. Where so Trump like, tweeted like, this, her this, video. This big, ex, this big expert is talking about this, and people are like, "Get a load of her paper here," where she's like, <laughs> "Another important thing about endometriosis is to take account for the demonic side of it. You need to, you know, kill a chicken and do whatever the hell else you got to do." Trump she tweeted a video where she was pimping hydroxychloroquine, and then everybody points out all the other crazy beliefs that she has. But he doubled down. He's like, nope, she's right about this one. Yeah, you know, her, her witch stuff may be a little off base, but the hydroxychloroquine analysis, that's on point. And then uh, he tripled down. You know what would be funny? Is if this was the Nigerian witch doctor's home run. <laughs> this was the one all the ghosts, all the demons. And then like years from now, she can be like, I fucking told you. And the ghosts are real too. <laughs> you see a video of that witch doctor literally pulling a demon out of a COVID patient. You're gonna be like, Well, fuck, I was wrong. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Holy fucking oh, shit. He's got it there. Look, he's got the demon in a fucking guillotine. <laughs> and good form. Oh. Nate, are they making you like white masks? Are they making you wear the border and everything? No, so we pretty much just have to wear board, uh mask anytime we go like within six feet of anyone. So but you're not alone in your like, car, right? So you and that yeah, guy so are like, just COVID buddies. Well, that the person that we're with, like we like we're living in a hotel, so like we kind of like, you're like all, family. Yeah, you're yeah. all in with that guy, right? But when you interact mm-hmm. with other people, you mask up. That's yeah. Did you guys see that? Uh, or I, I, you guys probably seen it, but the China, uh, whatever over there in Houston got shut down. Oh, the uh, uh, consulate. Consulate, yeah. Yeah. No, I didn't hear about that. What, what uh, was the reason? That was crazy. Uh, Trump pushed it out. I don't know. I guess it was because of the whole, like, he thinks they're behind this whole COVID thing and they're doing bad business deals and things like that. Yeah, I think he's accusing them of spying and espionage, corporate yep. espionage and stuff like that, taking maybe military secrets, uh, corporate secrets, etc. And they were using that consulate as part of the way that they launched attacks against our private, not oh, privacy, oh, but of course they're doing that. It's China. Yeah, that's how they that's how they invent things. They get things we invented and then take them. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I, I uh, Nate doesn't know, but on the show, I'm kind of the guy who's maybe the least Trump fan. But on that one, eh, sounds about right. That's what China does. You know, you don't hate everything he does just because Trump did it. He did another amazing thing, which was um, he's going to introduce like being able to buy drugs over the border. So you know how we'll pay like $600 for an EpiPen, but in Mm -hmm. Canada, making up numbers, it's like $15. Mm -hmm. He signed these executive orders, or maybe he's threatening to sign executive orders that are like, oh, well, now we can buy it from Canada. Did he do it? Well, yeah, I know that he signed uh, about prescription drugs, about like thousands per thousands of a percent, whatever. There's like four of them. I don't, I don't understand the legal reasons why, but he, it wasn't one order. There were like four of them. They were all related, and it had to do with basically adding more capitalism to the way we buy drugs because they have local monopolies in America where you mm-hmm. have to buy it through America, and they just jack up the prices. We pay so much more for the same drugs that any other, anybody else would. He, and he's... Yeah, he, Oh, go ahead. Did you want to jump? Oh, and now you're just going to wrap it. So now you can buy it from Mexico if it's cheaper in Mexico. You can buy it through Canada if it's cheaper in Canada. Or at least it, that's where we're mm-hmm. headed. You can't do it today. I, uh, that, that sounds great. That's awesome sounds news. Sounds great to me, too. My, my assumption, if it's an executive order, is that it will never actually come into effect. 
Congress and all the bought and sold people by the big pharma lobby and everything will eventually undercut it and say that's not allowed under the guise of consumer protection. There will be someone who dies from a pill that they got from Canada or Mexico, and it'll be a, whoa, we need to shut this down until we get it figured out, and that temporary shutdown will be permanent. People in the future, this is going to be right. I wouldn't doubt it. The, the legal power that he's claiming to be able to do this is convoluted to me. I guess somehow he like lost a course on DACA. The thing with the dreamer children that are like illegal immigrants that came here at two and they basically are and feel American, but they came here when they were babies. And uh, I'm, I'm sorry, they invaded when they were babies. They inv- crawled right across that border. My mistake. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> They crawled across the border. The army <laughs> crawled across the border. Uh-huh. Thank you, you. Stole the Pampers. And, uh, <laughs> and, 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 and yeah. So then they grow up, they go to our schools and et cetera. Anyway, I guess he, he wanted to get DACA people out of the country and he somehow lost the court case. But there, and I'm lost on this. There's a way that they were able to look at that result and extract more executive power than they used to have. And he used that to lower prescription drug prices. It's crazy to me. I can't seem to understand it, but um, I hope it works. Yeah. Yeah, 100%. Probably, probably won't, but that'd be nice to not be beholden to these companies. Yes. But, yeah. It just feels like we're unfairly funding gouging. all their profits or research yeah. or getting gouged. You know, you, all of those fit, I think. I, I don't see why you could argue like, well, they have to make money. Okay, sure. But why don't you spread the prices across America, Mexico, England, Canada, etc. Instead of just raping Americans and giving everyone else a deal. I wonder if yeah. uh, the police is going to become a private sector, you know, like, like in defunding the, yeah, literally like, Robocop. Yeah. Oh, yeah, with the defunding the Robocop police thing. Now. Great. Yeah. Because I mean, at the end of the day, like, you know, c- cities are going to want protection. People are going to want protection. That so, would be terrible. I'll, t- I'll yeah. tell you if I fund the police and other people don't, I absolutely expect special treatment. If I don't get it, I'll fund mm-hmm. different policemen. Oh, yeah. Dude, one of the weather veins of a dying civilization is privatized police forces. As soon as as that happens, it's like, oh, uh, I'm Mr. Police. Where am I going to work? Well, the Johnsons are paying a lot to protect their compound, or you can accept the lower paying job protecting this normal suburban neighborhood. Oh, no, I'm going to go hang out at the Johnsons compound. Right. Or, you know, uh, and now I'm their private military more so than just a police force. It's Mercadurka over here. They're, you know, just got caught doing this bad thing, but we're going to let it slide. Because he's the guy mm-hmm. that, that pays the bills. That's yeah. what I like. Or, or this other person didn't do anything wrong, but that person but that police force, they don't like you. And you can't do anything about it. Sucks to suck. It like, sounds that, like the current scary. state of policing. That's what you're <laughs> you, think it, you think it would get better? You think if Jeff Bezos has a private army that it's better than what we have now? Of course not. They would just be guarding Amazon warehouses. Literally, that's literally what they would be doing. Yeah. You know what? Normally I'd argue against you, but Prime doesn't mean two days anymore. So fuck Jeff Bezos. <laughs> fuck him. He is the biggest winner out of this whole Corona thing. Yes. Far and away. He, he made, I think it was 60, there were $68 billion Amazon made, 8 billion more than was projected. Like there, he is just swallowing up small businesses left and right. And like companies like it, Postmates too are sponsored. They're going to do really well. I think all the, anything mm-hmm. delivery based, not only are they doing great during COVID, but there could be permanent changes in consumer behavior. Yeah. Why, 
why did a uh, Tesla what, during COVID? What what in the world happened know. there? They went from like three hundred dollars up to like eighteen hundred dollars. Something out. I don't understand. The, the, did his the, stock go up a lot? Or what what is it? Yeah, yeah like over the last yeah. four months, it's just. Yeah. Uh, they, the truck they has to be big, would a big part a of it. I would think that's the the truck seems like the biggest thing he's done. I don't know what, I don't know if that stock has anything to do with um those uh those battery plants that he he did in Australia. I was gonna or, say that like on the surface, you and I look at car sales, but the valuation of the company might be based on battery innovation or something like that. Yeah, um, you know he 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 had some big project I think in Australia with like uh, those battery powered. Like solar, solar, solar panels charging the batteries and then running the cities or whatever. Yeah, that whole project. But I don't know. He's got like so many companies and so many uh, fingers in various pies. I'm not sure which ones are covered under the Tesla stock. Yeah, so that one is. That was the uh, that was the one like his cousin started and he backed it and then he bought it. It was like the the tiles, the roof tiles. Yeah, yeah. they charged the the batteries. Yeah, he does it on a bigger scale, though, to, like, charge massive batteries that would just power an entire city. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. I like that guy. I, I love Elon. I think Elon's one of the one of the greatest people of our of our generation. I, I, I want to see the, the hole that he digs, you know? I want to be able hole. to see the boring company. Like, for some reason, I know he does the Tesla and he does the rockets and everything. Having a camera on there, like, watching it bore through the ground. That just seems like satisfying and cool, doesn't it? I'm probably Isn't imagining that, it way bigger than it's actually going to be. Like, Isn't I'm that LA? Yeah. I, I think so, yeah. But it's that just seems cool, like really, really cool. When they like, if you ever watch clips of when they made the tunnel, uh, from you know across the English Channel mm-hmm. or whatever, it it's cool. It's fucking tight. I like you see them well finally break through. Did. Did they, they, they actually like make it almost exactly? It's so impressive. The yeah, whole you, way, they, or did they? Yeah. Is it like no, they're the lined way. up exactly because they went and then nailed it? Like it was like on the French or whatever, or the British. Side, I don't remember which side. On the British side, they're like waiting there, and that you could hear like the rum, 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 and then you like start to see like perfectly the cylinder coming out of the other side. Oh, you talking about the channel? Yes. Yeah, yeah. That, that yeah. there's some really cool oh, videos. Oh, lined up on perfectly. Yeah. yeah. Exactly lined up. It's really, really impressive. So I, I don't know. Maybe I'm thinking that his company. I choose be something to believe like that. they corrected it in the last 500 yards. There's a big bump right in the middle. Yeah, no, I didn't think about the way circles work. But uh, if you build a tunnel that one car can drive through, it's a pretty small circle. And then you make mm-hmm. that two lanes. And it's not just twice as large. It's like a tremendous amount more dirt that you remove. And uh, apparently his, you know, like if you look at the channel, what is that? Four lanes? It's like it, it's really big. Mm-hmm. Um, the stuff that he's doing is on a much smaller scale, which doesn't make it bad. It just makes it easier. Maybe it's well, smart to be easier. Well, also, you don't drive through the, the, bo- the, the holes that he's made. It's going to be you're, for trains, right? You're carried on a maglev. Yeah. The car is like car pulls onto a platform and it like grabs the car and then it magnetically shoots like shoot fires you down this thing at like 150 miles per hour. That's so cool. <laughs> That's it so might tight. be a better way to solve the problem, right? Then because if if I drive, well now it has to be like suitable for human error. It has to give me a little extra room, a little space, and and I, I'll go slower. 
if a machine takes me, it could go 150 miles an hour and have less room for tolerance, like less smaller tolerances on either side. Like a roller coaster. Yeah. The Boring Company is also uh, what made those um, flamethrowers that yeah. aren't flamethrowers. Yeah. I'm not as excited about that. Well, you shouldn't be because there's two other companies that make much better flamethrowers. I know. I, I've, we've all seen your video mm-hmm. pimping them out. <laughs> or Nate hasn't, probably. Uh, yeah, I haven't seen it yet. Well, let me know if you want a flamethrower. <laughs> <laughs> we, got a, we got you a flamethrower, a flamethrower guy. <laughs> yeah, I got a guy. <laughs> a flamethrower guy. <laughs> like Frank. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Flamethrowers are fucking awesome. They are really cool. But you said it wasn't even fun to use because you get so hot. The The little one is fine. Uh, you don't get that hot with it. The one that's like all handheld, but the backpack model is pretty awful to operate. I mean, it, it feels like you're getting a sunburn. You know, I always, you know, when you watch World War II movies or Band of Brothers or whatever, there's always the guy going to the pillbox with the flamethrower. Yeah. And they always include one scene of him getting popped and it's an explosion. When you <laughs> really think about it, I always thought like, oh man, that's rough. But compared to everybody else dying and bleeding out on the beach, that's probably the creme de la creme death. Because no. it's just dead, right? No, those were, no, no. Those explosions were enormous in the movies I saw. Oh, wait. I misunderstood. So the explosion is... Is someone shooting his... Like, he's got the big backpack with all the gas on it, and he's <sighs> flamethrowing, oh. and then they shoot it, and then he blows up into a million pieces. No. Um, I'm, I'm not sure what you're describing, but what, what actually happened is he... Band of Brothers. Is, is it... Well, I know, but... I've never seen that scene in Band of Brothers. I've seen what actually happens is, you know, the, the tank gets popped and then you're enveloped in a cloud of napalm and you burn alive for as long oh. as that takes. Probably no, that is worse. probably a good 10 seconds, 15 seconds Maybe of burning alive until you inhale. The- air, I meant to say, and then yeah, now your lungs don't work in a painful way. Yeah, you roast the inside of your lungs and then you go unconscious. Uh, that, that's the way you... That's not exactly what kills you, but that's what makes you go unconscious. And the pa- who cares about how you die? It's about when the pain stops, right? And uh, but but no, that would be a horrific way. You'd much. I would much rather get shot. Anywhere. Yeah. Well, opinion rescinded. Now I know. You know yeah, what's you worse than either of those? That really common. Just cancer. Like <clears throat> you're talking about forever. a really awful 15, 30 seconds. I bet they're like this long, slow, painful death that leads into like delirium and death rattles that is cancer that happens yeah, you, all so much worse. You just fucking kill yourself. If, if I'm if I'm getting the death rattles, I'm going to blow my fucking brains out. Plus, Woody, I've already beaten cancer once. I don't like its odds on the second round. It's sure? regrouping. Yeah. No, no. <laughs> I, I, I think about Dan every day, the fan that died. And... Um, Kyle told him his cancer and I, I forget the name of it. It's cancer names, but he's like, ah, you're fine. That's a bitch ass cancer. Yeah. <laughs> and I was, I like, yeah, it. he was in med school. Nate. Yeah. Yeah. He's a good guy. Yeah. RIP. So right. good topic, Woody. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Way to drop it on that one. No, I had I had something I was looking to find. God damn it, I closed what I was wanting to talk about because I wanted to look up how to get delivery cookie dough. Taylor, you oh, have yeah. HBO Max? 
What made you buy yeah. HBO like half of their customer base single-handedly? HBO. No, Man. I didn't buy it. My friend bought it and he logged in on my TV, and so now I've just been watching. Uh, I've just been watching Impractical Jokers all day. You know, just as a background show, just cracking my ass up. I had I HBO it. Go for like five years that way. I don't have it anymore. Yeah, there's a. I, I forgot my own. I forgot the email I used for the Hulu I set up like five years ago and the password and my friends are still using it. And I just yesterday went into my bank account and was like, you know what? Stop all payments to the Hulu corporation. Cause I couldn't remember, <laughs> couldn't remember to turn it off. And so I'm going to get a text tomorrow. probably being like, dude, what the fuck? How are we supposed to watch South Park? <laughs> it's like, you're two adults <laughs> buy your own fucking TVs. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> I do like that that's like the last bastion of a friend to friend pirating is logging in on other people's TVs and giving them your your monthly subscription stuff. Except when that it saves on your account instead of on the TV or whatever. I guess it has to save on your account. Otherwise, this whole trick wouldn't work where you're trying to watch something and it turns out they ruined your position in a show like nine episodes oh, ahead. Yeah, like there was that. a time when like and then you'll start the show on accident. And you're like, what the fuck? Oh, God damn it. This is season three. I don't remember who I was getting HBO from. I think I got it from Woody. Like, like I think I think me and Woody had gotten it from a fan or something. Ooh, I remember that. We we had gotten an HBO login. This is in like the early days of Game of Thrones. And there were like 50 people on the same fucking account or some shit. So and you can only have like two or three watching simultaneously. Mm-hmm. So like my girlfriend and I would be in my living room, like like watching the clock get closer and closer yeah. to like Game <laughs> of Thrones airing, like refreshing it. So you'd have to close HBO, open HBO, close HBO, open HBO. And you're just trying to be the first to fucking click play on that shit. And I'd be like, ah, we didn't make it. <laughs> All right. Well, look, don't worry. We, she's like, oh, we have to wait an hour. I was like, someone might pause it to take a piss. So what we've got to do. <laughs> Does that work? You can steal it? Yes. Yes. So somebody would stop theirs halfway through. If you, and then at this point, the, the, the horde isn't refreshing anymore because they're not thinking like I am. <laughs> the rest of the horde's got things to do. <laughs> That's right. Not us. We're smoking weed and, and trying to watch Game of Thrones. And so like every now and then I'd be able to like catch it and be like, aha, they're 20 minutes in. Don't look, don't look. I'm rewinding at quadruple speed. And then we just, and I, I loved the idea that they were going to come back from taking a piss, making a sandwich, stepping outside to smoke a cigarette, whatever, and go, all right, let's finish this bad boy out. Let's see what the Khaleesi's going to make it out of this one. And be like, the fuck? What do you mean? What? I really love the idea that the person who did that was the actual paying person, the guy who's actually paying whatever HBO costs hmm. per month at the time. Oh, that was great. I went the other way. I was like, I don't know. This show goes on HBO Go at, say, 10 o'clock. I'll just do Woody Craft shit or something till 3.30 a.m. when no one else wants to see it and get right in. See, but then you got to stay off Reddit for three and a half hours and you got to, like, turn your phone off so nobody fucking texts you. And Can you believe it? Jon Snow died. I, I can't deal Again? with... I can't deal with... Yeah, right? <laughs> I can't deal with spoilers. It ruins everything. Ruins stuff. I never um, got into the... Game of Thrones? Never watched an episode. <sighs> I literally thought it was the best show ever aired on TV in its peak. And uh, like maybe you have experience with shows like this that end so poorly, it makes you reevaluate the stuff you liked. You know, all those little hints and teasers and things you were trying to figure out, these complicated little drops turned out to be bullshit stories that weren't going anywhere. Maybe things that were invented by the fan base. These intricate 
fan theories were just they just never went anywhere. Yeah, it. it I don't want to talk about it. Mm. Have you seen uh, that Hannibal uh, TV? Series yeah, I like that a lot. Yeah, that's good. A, I've watched through that a couple times. Yeah, that's really fucking good. Uh, I he's he's that that actor's uh, Mads Mikkelsen. I think he's a great fucking actor. He's so creepy. He looks like a cannibal. Hundred percent. He he looks like he's up to some nefarious shit when he's off screen like that. Uh, the first time I saw him act, I think, um, was as a James Bond villain, and uh, yeah. in Casino Royale. Scar. Yeah, he had that thing across his eye, and every yeah. now and then his eye would bleed blood. Yeah, and he's like, I-, "I assure you, it's nothing sinister. Just a derangement of the tear duct." And I'm just like, "Oh God!" Just the way you said that is pretty fucking sinister. He's just a creepy motherfucker. So he was a perfect Hannibal. That was good. That was a good show. <laughs> Woody, you need to watch that General Sam video that I, watched I sent it. you. I um, watched it. Yeah. I I love it. I, I fucking love it. So for people watching, he made a video on Tarkov. And I thought he made a pretty effective point, although I won't be joining him, which was this. Tarkov is this game. It's high tension. And the whole time you're sort of on edge and trying to escape from Tarkov, right? And at any moment, one bullet can just end your day. It can change your fortunes in in a significant way. But he's like, what? When you get near the end, when you're almost out, suddenly then you're like not fair game anymore. Suddenly then you're supposed to be protected. If you almost make it out, I should just let you make it out the rest of the way. He's like, that's bullshit. And he's a camper. He camps the place where you escape from Tarkov. They call it the X-Fill. And uh, he found these really sneaky places that you wouldn't even think you could be. Like, I jump on your head, then you stand up, then I jump in a tree, and I'm completely invisible, and I kill you from there. And uh, he likes, he's like, you know, it's one thing for me to just take all your stuff, but he gets even more enjoyment from taking all of your stuff and knowing that it ruined your day. He had audio of a guy who was like, what? What is even happening? Ah! And he's like, that's a grown man who almost cried. That's good. <laughs> that's good. I like that. I love the part where he's like, he's like, y'all, y'all are playing this thing like it's like you're a fucking British red coat or something, and there's honor involved. No, sir. Raise your visor. They shan't fire on us now. They haven't the gall. <laughs> <laughs> it's like... Yeah, exactly. I agree with him 100%. I think extract capping is completely leg- a legitimate tactic. I love that it pisses people off. And Rust, you, you think anybody gives a fuck about, about some like like morals or, or scruples camping. or anything like that? They care, right? Yeah, that's that's a Touché, little different. huh? Gotcha. That, uh, they care about it, but but nobody, and it, it makes people mad, but you don't just like run and cry like like you get your revenge or you avoid right like 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 that's the thing about that game that's because like, you can right you kill me in tarkov i'll never see you again which is why rust is better okay we can for we will form a grudge against one another i'll know where you live and you'll know where i live and we'll hate each other and we'll spend the next week plotting against each other and there's like a global chat so we'll be talking shit uh, like i've had guys be like don't go to sleep don't go to sleep pussy we're coming for you tonight. And you're like, well, they're probably lying, but <laughs> I, I guess I'll leave my game on and turn the volume up so loud that I'll, it'll wake me up if they start blowing into my fucking house. Yeah, it's a, it's a mean game. 
<laughs> what the fuck have you linked here, Taylor? Why is Chris Hansen team? Man, Chris Hansen has really. I was, I was just saying that I don't see how this can help him catch pedophiles. <laughs> read, the, read it. Read it. It says the insane. Insane Clown Posse teams up with Chris Hansen. Teams up with Chris Hansen to catch an alleged sexual predator. Chris Hansen says he is proud to be a juggalo after collaborating with ICP to take on a common enemy. <laughs> the common enemy that allies Insane Clown Posse and Chris Hansen are child rapists, which isn't it pretty easy to make common ground with anyone over that? Like if, <laughs> how 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 are Violent J and Shaggy Two Dope gonna help out with the, the the fight against child predators? Did they make a song about it? <laughs> <laughs> I'm being serious. There's a play button here. I, I don't want to play it because it's yeah, have fucking a seat. Kids is wrong. No, fucking yeah, kids no. Is wrong. This is literally a song. Have a seat with Chris Hansen featuring Shaggy J and Shaggy Two Dope. Oh my god! And Maul Levy. We can't so, play it, but I will check it out yeah. later. For some reason, Chris Hansen spent an hour talking to these goofballs in their full makeup. Chris Hansen. Oh, they bring a hot chick on halfway through, though. He used to have like a, a certain authority and trustworthiness to what he's doing, right? Yeah. yeah. Now, like. Then he came on our show. Uh huh. <laughs> and since then, it's really it's been. All been down down hill. Hill. Yeah. Yeah. Is, that yeah. what, is that what I have to look forward to? I mean, maybe. I mean, like, he gave us coffee mugs uh, that that have they were like personalized coffee mugs that said, "I don't know, something funny, like sit down right there or something he like said, that." Uh, have a seat. a seat over here, Kyle, or have a seat over here, Taylor. Or yeah. And then we found out that he never paid the person who made all those coffee cups, what? And, and, and like it was like five thousand dollars worth of merchandise that technically he stole, he defrauded, and it was a whole legal case. And I was like, "You've got evidence." I, I was like. <laughs> Am I have I been drinking my coffee out of fucking evidence in a federal <laughs> racketeering case or something? What the hell is sixty this? days in more? Yeah, it's uh, <laughs> going back. Anything, anything with the insane clown posse attached immediately loses all credibility with me, unless it's Fago or Fago. That's it. Yeah. What else do they have? That's all I've got. What's Fago? It's their brand of soda that they enjoy. It's like a cult following of ICP people drink Fago. And it's good. And it, they, it I don't, is I don't, good. I've never had a Fago. All like festivals. Orange. Uh, I like the orange, uh, orange, you know, I like orange soda to begin with. It's probably my favorite, like, soda. That's not, like, one of the main, like, three or four that everybody likes. Mm. Uh, well, all their tours are canceled, unfortunately, the Juggalos. All I ever think about whenever I see ICP, like, anywhere, and especially when they're trying to, like, act like they're badasses, was the time that they were on the Howard Stern show. And uh, Woody knows... And they're on the cat. They're in studio on the Howard Stern show, and this guy calls in, and he like, he, I don't know. He starts talking about how they're pussies or something. He's, he's like, I, I kick the shit out of these guys. These, these guys are pussies. Violent J, my ass. I, I'd stick my foot up your violent ass or something like that. And Violent J's like, Yeah, bro, I'd fuck you up real good. And he's like, All right, well, I'm on Seventh Street. I'll be there in five minutes. He's like, Wait, what? <laughs> he's like, Yeah, yeah, yeah I'm, I'm walking over. And like and and Howard's like, well, it sounds like uh, you might want to step down to the lobby, handle this like a man, Mister Violent J. And he's like, well, that's not really how I handle things, bro. Uh, I don't know. And then the guy on the other end is like, yeah, pussy, I'm here. 
<laughs> Howard gave come him no down. quarter. Like Howard was just. <laughs> you want me to come up or are you coming down? <laughs> Howard could have been like, yeah, yeah, but that's insane. No one's going to actually go down there and fight it. And like, you know, been this sort of like, it's okay type thing. But Howard's like, yeah, I guess you got to, huh? He's downstairs. He's, <laughs> He's downstairs calling right you now. Out, He's calling you out. I mean, we could call you Pussy J if we had to. Like, I'm making this up. I mean, but I like... wouldn't call you a faggot on the air, but <laughs> <laughs> I'm getting that sort of feeling from you, Mr. J. You know, the makeup and everything. I thought you were a badass. But... So this is, this is Howard when he was cool still. Yeah. And, and who knows what the guy on the street. And, and like the guy's like, I'm down here, pussy. I'm down here. Let's go. And it's just like, God knows what that guy looked like. It would have been hilarious if like it 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 just bagel been boss. like some bagel boss, literally a midget. <laughs> but like, I wouldn't want to. I don't think any of us are going to accept a challenge from an unseen person down on the street, right? Right. If no. a person says he will kick my ass. Well, he may have an information advantage on me, right? That's right. He could have That's been watching right. me for quite some time. Yeah. I mean, you're especially if you're the guy's a celebrity. He knows what Violent J looks like. Yeah. He, it's, it's, and he's not an impressive individual, physically speaking. Not really. But this guy sounds very confident that he's going to kick your ass and he's right. down on the street. So I'm starting it's to like, get confident he'll kick my ass. Like That's how that would go. He'd know better than me. <laughs> I don't know him. He's <laughs> you know, probably some 27-year-old yoked and diced like fighter. Yeah. yeah. He, I, but they, they say to stand up to bullies, right? You know, and take, There's a reason bullies are bullying people, because they're bigger and they're at no risk. Yeah. Yes. You know. These, you know, these hey, are... Uh, what's that? You know. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I'm just I'm on this article I linked I'm going through the slideshow of pictures of gathering of the juggalos 2019 and not safe for work right definitely not safe for the show a lot of tits out um, oh yeah the the jugettes the jugettes and there's like women like wearing bibs that say like blowjob bib this this fat bitch yeah. is not just asking about a cum shot this is like this is very dirty oh. it looks stinky oh yeah and then there are some people you see where it's like, were they on their way to the bank? And they took a wrong turn. They look totally not like. Also, way less people in makeup. I thought everybody like had to be wearing makeup to be part of the, the crew. It's so weird. Like, like, I hate these people for one thing. I mean, it's fucking retarded. But, but <laughs> yeah, on, the, on the other hand, like, like I don't. I, I, I heard that. I think they got classified as like a terrorist organization or organized crime or something a like gang. that. Yeah, they got called a, a gang. gang. That's what it is. Thank you. Um, and that's bullshit. It's like, it's just a music group that has terrible taste and everything. Like there's not a gang though. Yeah. Yeah. It's definitely not a gang. This is just a bunch of weirdos seemingly having a good time. Seemingly having a great fucking time. It's just a couple of losers getting way more pussy than they're entitled to wearing makeup. Absolutely blown away at the number of black people here. Taylor, they might be on drugs at these shows. I think they are. One guy was wearing a sign that says I have drugs. <laughs> He's the one you go to. <laughs> you, you think they're yeah. under arrest. <laughs> I think the caliber of women that they get though is it is it is a it's not a bell curve, it's a camel hump. 
<laughs> it is either absolute garbage, one out of ten, or you're like, what in the world is she doing with these guys? Like that. Yeah. If you go through the slideshow, you'll be like, that looks like a, what I would imagine a juggalette or jugette. And then the next one, you'll be like, that's that's shocking. I'm watching an obese man drink. Yeah, but I assume his beer out of his own shoe right now. I'm going through it right now. Like like on slide two, the redhead is pretty nice, right? Yeah. What slide I'm on, uh, are you on? So if you uh, if you go to that uh, link and then you the top part, yeah, yeah. I got stuck on the video. Oh, and slide two has boobs. Oh, this sorry. A lot of heavy, a lot of heavy guys in uh Oh, you were warned. I'm sorry. I, no, no, no. I said sorry everyone is like Oh, I thought you I showed the titties show you. and you were no. gonna have to go back and edit. Oh, more boobs. These are not great boobs. No, those are terrible boobs. The blowjob bib chick? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We're we're of one mind with titties. <laughs> Oh, this if woman, you want to see some nasty boobs, go to the chick with all the acne on si- on uh, slide eight. <laughs> There's like, like, like I don't know what she's done to that bra to make the bra look normal, but her boob is like melting out the bottom. If you want to go to the worst photo I've seen so far on this, go to image fifty nine. <laughs> I've been, I've been, I'm, I'm trying to find good ones. Taylor's like, in the like, advanced placement course on the Juggalo <laughs> viewing. <laughs> I've seen, like, on my way to 59, I've seen two hot chicks and three ugly chicks, Ooh. and one black guy wearing a. That's that's a. Um, what is that he's wearing? That's a, a jock strap. That is a jock strap he's wearing in public. The hot chicks are not with hot guys. And then, by the way, they're not total like ten out of ten L.A. hot chicks, but you know they're serviceable hot chicks. Yeah, yeah. There's some there's some cute girls with nice bodies in here, and they're with some real cracked Dogs. out, dope fiend dog looking dudes. They, they they look like I mean just garbage human beings. Oh, this guy's got a full monkey costume on, riding a moped. He's got the right idea. <laughs> it's having a blast high as shit <laughs> oh i like the girl with the i have no tits top she's, yep. she's owning it oh i remember passing that slide like 30 slides ago <laughs> <laughs> i went to this image girl? 59 that i i had every plan I think of, the girl was, of showing it I to think the, the show i think the no tits girl's cute yeah yeah i thought i'd be alone in that observation uh, usually I'm no being... no no I, I mean i don't like those gauges she's got in her ear and and i really want to i really want to go after her with a pair of needle nose pliers and get all that shit out of her face but after that we'd be in a good place yeah just mm. like a fish just pull that stick. i really feel <laughs> yes. like i could have really could have feel like i could have done some damage at one of these uh oh, gatherings. Yeah. <laughs> i think we're all coming to that conclusion right now <laughs> like I'm seeing a lot of the guys in the background. I'm feeling like, dang, I don't have to go to Walmart to feel better about myself. Exactly. Yeah. I could walk in there and they'd be like, who's the skinny guy? <laughs> if you want a real self-esteem boost, go to an ICP concert. I th- yeah, Nate, I think you could be the hottest like guy in the whole Insane Clown Posse concert. I like, think, is yeah. this guy eating po- on stage what? with the girls upside down? Is that where you are? 77? I was so trans. How are you guys already that far? I, I'm uh, clicking you, rapidly. Wait, wait, but what do you go back to 76? Fat Mac. Oh, shit. You got <laughs> I can share that one. <laughs> it's very, very Fat Mac in 76. <laughs> that's Grand Mac. <laughs> yeah, that's a Grand Mac. Oh, wow. Yeah, 77. They're eating pussy. You know, I don't think the masks on 79 are going to work at all. Oh, this no. this African American fellow has a water gun which attaches to a bottle of Diet Fago Cola. 
course it does. Of course it does. Wow. Having fun. Oh, oh, here well, it is. A lot of these guys just wearing like Speedos. This is weird. Yeah, the amount of jock straps is too many. Yeah. There's not a decent hairline in this entire crowd. Everybody here <laughs> looks like they've they're they're on hard drugs. These are methamphetamine using crackheads. You can tell so which ones which, aren't on meth. <laughs> have you seen the new only use me blade pictures with the teeth? Oh, he's I, looking great. Whoa, holy shit, 105. There's a guy with no arms but hands, and the other guy just has his penis hanging out. Wait, no what? arms, but he has hands? It's hands going like this. Just straight out. 105? Right, chat, I'm yeah, going to be... Oh, chat, I'm, I'm used to streaming. I'm going to try don't to go show to 105. you this. Don't go to 105. No, don't go to 105. You, I have hey, a plan. I, I, I am going to... <laughs> I'm going to I'm gonna slowly scroll up and stop before the penis. I can pull this off, everybody. You are not going to pull it off. There's no way you can get to the baby hands without showing the cock. <laughs> I can do it. I can do it. Hang in there, everyone. The cock is below the hands. No, it's not. Yes, that's why I can come up. Oh, then you got to go down, you mean. Well, the, the up, image is going to slide up. The image is going to slide up slowly. You're like this, Kyle. Hey, hey, you do you. See? I, I, you picture oh, it? Oh, okay. Okay. Well, <laughs> yeah, tell me when it's on the screen. Uh, I'm almost there. Right, He's we need got to, hands, we, but we no stop arms. <laughs> it's there. Oh, it's, it's up there. Okay. How does how do you get how do you take his sunglasses off? I was about to say. Oh. I was about to say. And how's he ever going to get them back on? Yeah, how's he going to get his sunglasses back on? Did someone give those to him? And he is far too like like you can tell like why why is he sitting next to that guy with his cock out? Why is that guy I got just, his cock out? There's a lot of questions that are going to go unanswered. The dude and there's a you know here here's how you know we could all get so much pussy at this thing we'd end up with an STD in an hour because <laughs> the girl in the back of the cart there's a decent body look not a good body okay a, no. a, 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 a five though a five out of ten body Service on the body. Body. You're being, you're being she's much. not misshapen all right Very that's much. average that's an average American woman back there all right she's she's from the heartland Kyle I resent this we haven't seen her turn around yet she's there could got be a lot of good things happening there. All I'm saying is that <laughs> is that Jerry McNohands and Billy My Coxow have, <laughs> have have that girl riding dirty with them. Literally, I bet this place smells so bad. I think oh, yeah. it's hot oh, out God. based on that dude. Go to testicles. the next thing though, and that's an actual decent body. Look and, at that guy's and, testicles. And, he could sit on them. <laughs> I think he's wearing a kilt. That's how you can tell it's hot out. <laughs> yeah, that's what I was saying. It's it's sweltering out there. I think he's wearing a fucking kilt. All right, I, I have to preview pictures before I show them to people. Oh, you definitely have to preview pictures before you show. All right, I don't I've think I can show now. the next one. I, I don't think. I think the redhead back on uh, scroll num um, picture number like, two is probably one of the hotter chicks in the whole thing. And I don't even like redheads. Oh, for shame. Yeah, that's that's I prefer redheads, but actually, uh, a, uh, 114 on her knees I, is really pretty to me. Um, vegan.com, I'm sorry, 110 on her knees. <laughs> I, I looked at that Alexandria Ocasio per, per uh, Cortez is on a uh, uh, slide 15 there. Are we going through again? Yeah, I'm going through for a second round. Look at those chompers on that chick. <laughs> she looks like you bite a hand off. All right, I'm done with this. Yeah, <laughs> and I'm done.
<laughs> I'm tired of this. Just went down the rabbit hole on that. Well, one. I have to get back to 15 just to see AOC. Yeah, she's in a she's in a bikini. Uh, it, I don't, it's, it's not much of a lookalike. Not a I suppose. perfect match, but yeah. no, it's 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 just me being a jerk. Just an observation: there wasn't one seltzer in that entire barrage. <laughs> <of pictures. laughs> You know, a lot of, yeah. I didn't see a button-up shirt in the whole bunch. <laughs> it was like lights, and then a lot of people just carrying around full fifths of glass bottles of Jack. Yeah, yeah. Which is dis- Jack is like the worst of those you could buy. It's what? terrible. Why is Jack Jack Daniels you're talking about? Jack it Daniels, tastes, it tastes bad. It's just gross. I hate it's it. Very, it's very harsh. I'd rather have Jim Beam. It's cheaper and it tastes better. It still doesn't taste great. I, I'm outside my depth here, but I, I recall Jack and Coke not being so bad. Yeah, There's the coke, coke really. The coke saves. <laughs> Need a lot of coke and very little Jack. Okay. Coke's carrying the water on that one. Do you like Jack, Nate? Me, Nate? Oh, no, Nate. Nate. What's that? I said, do you like Jack? I feel Jack like Daniels. nobody likes Jack. It's just aesthetically oh. pleasing. Like the bottle looks cool. It's got a cool you know, aesthetic to it. You know who I always thought like Jack Daniels was Harley, and uh, I met him and, I, uh, and uh, I, was, I was like, yeah, we'll get you some Jack Daniels. We're going to the liquor store, and he's like, I I hate that. I hate that stuff. I hate it. <laughs> I'm like, really? But like every video, you're like, Jack Daniels. And he's like, yeah, it's, you know, it's funny. It's <laughs> a character I'm playing. You should know that. <laughs> yeah, right, right. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Truth comes out. I'm not a big vodka fan. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, yeah, but you ate cereals covered in vodka that one time. Yeah, it was funny, right? Yeah. yeah, you know what I did after I turned off the camera? Poured the bowl out. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly what I did. <laughs> yeah, Kyle, Kyle had a Nate, you don't know. Kyle had a channel called FPS Russia where he it was the biggest gun channel on YouTube on the internet for many years in a row. And he was a pretend Russian. So I'd do videos where he would eat bowls of cereal out of I vodka and then go, yeah, that one video. And then you would go like shoot an M60 or shoot a rocket launcher or drive a tank or whatever you're going to do. So, yeah, that was. That was the ba- that was the that was enough backstory to not give you any actual information. Taylor, do you know where the only use me blade picture is his recent smile? Have oh. you seen it? Hang I think on, it's on, on our, our look at my people on this. Yeah, it's yes. on our subreddit. Thank you, Kyle. Um, I think you'll that'll help. Oh. Uh, if you search only use me blade on imager and scroll down enough, I think you see his penis. It's somebody's penis. It? Well, I'm just how big is, is it? it? Is it larger or smaller than that man wearing the kilt at, at the Juggalo concert? It's comparable, but this one's uncircumcised. Look at that. That's how long it took. I got the picture. Um, let me <laughs> figure out how to share this. Copy message link? That won't do it. I think I have to like grab this. Oh, you got it, Taylor? Yep. Blade teeth? Yeah, so he's... Uh... <laughs> By the way, let, let me just, I'm sorry yeah, to interrupt. I, I asked at 9.52 p.m., hey, can I get the picture of Blade's teeth? At 9.52 p.m. still, it gets sent to me by Mitty. And somebody in the Discord goes, you were way too quick on that. And Mitty goes, it's my desktop wallpaper. (laughs) (laughs) Mitty, thank you for helping the show. If you watch this part, my gratitude. Dude, Blade. (sighs) I think there's a video, too. Look at Taylor's head in the header. Oh, have you seen that? Yeah. They're, they're moving my eyes further apart. And then look at the bottom right. They've moved the icon of my eyes farther apart in the bottom right icon also. Oh, Jesus. I know. <laughs> what do, you, do you think the George Foreman chicken will fix this? 
<laughs> on, that was the that was the number one comment. <laughs> uh, no, he's he's beyond the chicken. No, no, no chicken's approach. good. Chicken's good. <laughs> teeth could grow back. Is he shark? How many, how many God, teeth has he lost since we had him on the show? We had him on the show in the last few all of them. He has he's lost better teeth all of them. on the show. Did he? You know, like like you you don't. Not no, everyone smiles. Okay, okay, okay. You're right. You're right. Now the front center tooth. He recently chipped it, right? But look at the, with what a fucking chainsaw. I, I don't. <laughs> he was flossing with a bike chain. <laughs> I don't know how he chipped it. <laughs> But I'm looking at that tooth and the one that's next to it and still there. And there, I don't know what is happening there. And that like the bottom half of his tooth seems alive and the top half seems dead. I, this is I think you just nailed it. I have no idea. That I don't know happen? how the bottom half would be not dead. Well, it's slowly dying, just like the rest of it. <laughs> so teeth die slowly it, down? I don't know. But it, it to me looks like <laughs> the white part chipped off. God and he has it. the root there. And then I didn't realize that on his right, the camera's left, is a whole bunch of missing teeth. Like, if you look down the lane there, there's a bunch of missing teeth. Is, is this photoshopped? That struck me right no. away. <laughs> no, that's, that, those are his teeth. No, oh. I immediately noticed that there were like five fucking teeth gone. I agree with you. I did too. But there's a video of him talking, and in that it's not as clear. You don't get this kind of view. You know, Fair it, enough. He actually seems to go out of his way not to show his teeth, right? When you Wonder talk, why. people smile, like they move. He and uh, also when he says when he says words, words for example, he says words because he has no more ethics. The ethics are gone. You need your teeth to go. So he's getting all new top teeth. He he said it in a video. He's very excited about it. All his top teeth are going to be like. I don't want to say I, I'm, I'm just get a boogie teeth. He's going to get a whole new batch of top teeth. Well, let's hope he doesn't do that. <laughs> what he's got going on right now is better than boogie teeth. <laughs> no, hey, just call just call a fence installer. And <laughs> <laughs> this guy used to put tile floors in bathrooms. Maybe he can help. <laughs> I, I got fake teeth too. I, I'm, I live in a glass house on that one. Yeah, they look good. Oh well, thank you. I did go back afterward when they were too big, and I was like, "You got to, you got to trim these down." I'm looking absurd out there, and he did. So I, was, I thought I was going to get fake teeth on the bottom because I did that. I bit the fork. I'm actually I'm an incompetent eater, I suppose. And uh, it, the front center one was just a little bit loose, just a tiny bit. And they're like the normal fix for that is like a crown or something, but with mine being mm -hmm. so compressed and crooked, you can't just throw a crown on it. And I'm like, they might just pull it and give me a good set. I could come in with like great bottom teeth in a day. You know, have you then, ever considered like like first of all, I never noticed that your bottom teeth were a little crooked, but you've mentioned it a lot. So like have you ever considered getting the those uh Invisalign braces? You know, the Actually, yeah. I um I I it's not moving quickly on it, but I went to the dentist for the thing and I got a referral for an Invisalign dude who is different than the one my son went to. So I think I'm just gonna meet with both and see what's up. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I think we got the same bottom tooth. See that? Oh, yeah. You got a little snaggle on there? I, yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. right. I, I see what you're talking about. I think I outsnaggle you. <laughs> but, <laughs> hey. but uh, yeah, mine's uh, advanced over years. Like, So what happens, I guess your teeth compress, right, in sort of an arc. Mm -hmm. And most people have a nice solid arc and they stay in place. But once one comes forward... They have a tendency to get start coming in. more yeah. out of alignment over years. So, did you ever have those kids like when you know you're at the age where all your teeth, or your adult teeth, are growing in? 
I remember this one girl like just had the most terrifying teeth because they started growing in out of the roof of her mouth, like two centimeters behind where the teeth were supposed to on the bottom and the top. And so it looked like she was smiling at you from far other way than the rest of her body was. And eventually they got got that. It looked like there was another person inside her mouth smiling at you. Yeah. It looked like she she had eaten a little person whose whose mouth was smiling. Yeah. Did she get braces? Yeah. Yeah. It got, she was one of those kids where it was like, braces on at 10 braces off at 15 like five solid years hope was i had braces yeah for like two and a half years and i never wore my i never wore my retainer i didn't do my um my rubber bands and all that and eventually he was just like i mean we're kind of close to the goal i guess and and i was like just just take them off close enough we're cl- as close as we're gonna get perfect mm-hmm. I-, I do it. great and then he's like all right took them all off and he's like all right so you're gonna make sure to bite very carefully don't grit your teeth or anything and i was like well I'm, I'm going to a hockey tournament in chicago this weekend i play goalie so i'm gonna be biting down a lot throughout it And he's like yeah that's the kind of thing you don't want to be doing and i'm like well i'm going <laughs> and i did that and like just over that weekend because they're still so malleable i could tell a lot of the teeth moved back so like what kind of mouthpiece did you have did you not have the one the one the ones that's like perfectly formed to your uh nope no i didn't well well, i I couldn't have one of those because i hadn't like i had just gotten my braces off i'd have gotten a brand new one at that point like when i did uh when i did like mma stuff like i immediately got that nice wonderful mouthpiece that you like boil in water and then it's it's perfect well, 16-year-old me thought, fuck it, and did not do that. Just kept nice. on like, one of those basic ones, and it, it messed my teeth up again. And it ended up not mattering at all. Now so many of my teeth are fucking fake. Mm. Total waste of time. Looked like a goober for no reason for, for two years. Yeah, so there's underbites and overbites. Hope had a crossbite. So it was like... Hey, got that in common with her. Nice. Oh, did you have that too? Yeah, yeah so um, she had braces on for like ages. I'm going to say like 11 to 17 or something. Because... They put them on with the idea that her baby teeth would come out soon enough, and they didn't. The other, which is like, I don't know, she's like 16 years old, and they're like, well, I guess we'll pull them or something, and uh, and they needed them to be out out before they could take the braces off. And yeah, as an adult, not that I could have known, I'm not an ortho- orthodontist, but I'm like, man, I don't think she had to endure braces for as long as she did. Mm-hmm. We could have just put them on a little later because they got held up by this baby teeth still being there situation. Yeah, a really good friend of mine. Normal teeth everywhere, but he has like one tooth over here mm-hmm. that is still a baby tooth. We're like almost he's thirty. Oh, that's retarded. Like there just there just was no adult tooth above it, and oh, so like he just loser. decided never to put another thing on top of it. He's like, yeah, if this ever falls out, I'll get a fake one. But and it's just like, has he no, got an X-rays? One little one, yeah, yeah. And it's sure. like, yeah, there's no because like some people don't have wisdom teeth. Like I, I don't have three of my wisdom teeth at all. I have one up here. You could get one veneer. It seemed like that'd be an easy fix. Yeah. Because it's my understanding when they apply veneers, they take your regular teeth and just fuck them up. They're like, we're going to make these half their normal size. They grind the front off. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. And, and we're just going to cover them with a, a perfect covering. So he sounds like he's halfway there. Yeah, he could. They probably have to put a post in it, though, because if the, unless there's like. A root place. I don't know. I don't know. They the need to pull. If it's a baby tooth, I don't even know if those have like real roots. They probably need to like pull that and like put an implant in. I don't know if you can put a veneer on a fucking baby tooth. No, that's what I'm saying. I wouldn't imagine you could. Probably yeah. be a very expensive veneer that comes out and you're fucked. And yeah. You he, he needs an implant. Yeah. They need to 
He needs an implant. So I've got that video here of the only Disney Blade Lisp missing tooth component. Oh, that's mean. All right, let's watch it. Yeah, Are you kidding? Me? <laughs> well, I, I linked it because I knew this was exactly your style. <laughs> Are you no, guys? I, I, first, so, of, uh, I like Blade a lot, but yeah. look, fix your teeth, bro. So the way we do this, Nate, is you just yeah, click I agree, the video and then just open it up and then just pause at zero and then Woody will count us down so we can watch in sync. Okay. Are you do you have the video open at zero? Yes. Which one are we watching? The the bottom one. The yeah. most recently linked one. Yeah, the, the missing tooth one? Yeah. Yep. The list missing tooth. It's four minutes. Okay. We might not watch the whole thing. We'll see. Yeah, we'll watch just a bit. Right. I haven't watched it, so I don't know really. Ready, set, play. Uh, I had a little accident, and I chipped my tooth, so there's, there's like, a little this, so. Hey, I don't know if that's the real of Taurus. Um, a streamer house, who knows? Um, your motivation speech saved my life. Don't care about my stream. I'm literally reading your guys' comments. You want to stay anonymous as far as, like, yesterday. So, I've actually been taking care of the health. Rick rolls. Let him know. Preston Evans, what's good? Let's get it. He's back, boys. I know it sounds <laughs> ridiculous. It really does. Sound ridiculous. <laughs> First shot of the night, boys. First shot of the night. I'm giving toe updates. X for doubt. <laughs> Thank you, though, Preston Evans. Watch his shots, Stop by the way. Guy. Yeah. Those are a Jaeger. Out. So, yeah. like, those are appropriate size. It literally got knocked Wait. out, dude. Like, oh, am I wrong? Those are lower alcohol. In the life of oh. <laughs> I've already talked to Casey a bunch of times about the whole RV trip thing, dudes. Like I don't really uh, for like the audio only people. Just because I he was like, like the twisting a bottle cap off or some shit in his mouth, and he just like, snapped off a like, huge like, chunk worth, of tooth. Like he didn't, worth, they weren't pliers. I saw. It, I could be friends. wrong. I'm not sure. I could be wrong too. He looked at me like when somebody bites the bottle cap and like goes to twist it off. Are you having relationship problems? Be honest. No. No shit. Because that is the furthest from the fucking truth. I'm only easy blade. Huge penis. Everyone knows this. No, we are really good. What He's really lost that? weight. He's looking good. Really good. Like, amazing. He's insane. losing weight like an AIDS patient loses weight. <laughs> All right, I don't, I, I'm muting it for the yeah, yeah, we're, keep we're, We could probably stop now. I'm starting to feel bad. So be more this is what I was saying where I couldn't tell how many teeth he was missing. Like, you know, because uh, you don't just get to see deep into his mouth like you do the smile picture. Mm -hmm. I think he has more teeth here, though, than he does in that picture. Possibly. Maybe. Possibly. His thumbnail uh, looks well manicured. Good God. It does. <laughs> it does. Guys Blade. <clears throat> Blade. You can go to Mexico and, like, get this handled very affordably you gotta get those chompers fixed my friend you got to is and he you also need to shave your head is he dying blade like is this a person who's just slowly dying in front of the stream <laughs> in right? the truest sense? like okay okay there was an anorexic girl who turned it around by the way but she was anorexic and and nate I, you don't know her but Picture like full blown crazy. You don't see this very often. Anorexic, you know, five five and sixty nine pounds. Like you know, bone skinny. And she's making videos. They're getting millions of views each. But I'm like, it's morbid. This woman is dying. She's dying on camera. And I'm watching Blade down 
what I thought were quadruple shots, losing his teeth, and just, it's like, it's, you wonder how a person becomes homeless. Like, what happens? Well, he's documenting it for us. And, and I keep thinking, where's rock bottom? You know, when he was on the show, he was sober for 10 days or something like that. That's gone. Now he's here. Now he's here. Blade, what, what does rock bottom look like to you, Blade, that, makes, that inspires you to say, I probably need to stop drinking entirely? And well, I mean, it, it's, it's an addiction. And lots of people recognize when their addiction is killing them. But, you know, it's an addiction. Like someone who's about to shoot up heroin is like, isn't thinking like, oh, no, this, this is fine. Like they, they probably hate themselves for it, but they can't pull themselves away. Like they know they're doing tremendous. Got to get damage. those chompers fixed. You think that's that'll a, set things straight? No, I don't think it'll set things things straight. But at least I'll be able to look at him without crying on the inside. Oh, yeah, those are pretty. Having bad people who have bad teeth, I feel bad for him. So he's getting his teeth fixed. I think in um in that video we didn't watch to the end, he says or somewhere along I saw it. maybe I don't know it was a tweet, but he's very excited. He's going to get a whole new set of top teeth. They're going to bolt them in in one day, and he'll have new top teeth. So he's going to look way better. But the the lifestyle that created those teeth will be the same yikes yeah it's pretty fucking rough well i seemed like he was pretty motivated last time he was on but how long ago was that do you remember woody kyle shit, six months was it oh shit okay longer than i thought then Never yeah. that's my guess i don't know time's relative Thanks. <laughs> Thanks for that. Well, in the grand cosmos, it was yesterday. <laughs> Fucking like a Neil deGrasse Tyson smarmy. Thing. <laughs> we only decide Christmas is here because of the summer solstice. Winter solstice. Dude, go fuck yourself. <laughs> you I what? can't keep up with it. Like, like um, I, I got recommended like some old like like clips of ours the other day. And I was like, I have no memory of any of this. I have no memory whatsoever. I, I have no memory of these shows like after we do them, sometimes, especially some of the older ones. <laughs> <laughs> sometimes the clips come up and I'm like, I don't want to see that. I'm, that's not going to be my best look. <laughs> I'm just going gonna, just gonna to move on. Yeah, you see one and I'm like, oh, what I say? Sometimes people tweet me quotes from last night. Not, you know, literally I said, but like the, the day after the show and I'm like, oh boy. We've <laughs> <laughs> uh, been okay, so, which means we'll be fine forever, right? Yeah. <laughs> yes, one show of good behavior. Yeah. But I didn't even mention that my idea for Nate doing a superstar, you know, we were talking about it earlier. We were like, how can Nate do 60 Days In again? Because now he's prison famous. And I'm like, what, I'm the only guy suggesting blackface? It's just me? <laughs> 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 Hey, uh, you're Nate from 60 Days In. We're in Blackfoot. <laughs> nah. Everybody just sees you showering and wants to hang out. <laughs> Waving at the no, camera. No, no, no. I, I can tell because only your face is that color. <laughs> You've done a terrible job. Here. The red paint and the wig? No. <laughs> absurd. <laughs> Just ruin your reputation with that. Yeah, I mean, you're right. It probably is impossible now. They'd have to guise it. Well, I mean, if everybody, you said everybody in prison loves that show, right? Yeah. So right. it would be pretty much impossible for you at this point for no, them to do it. This idea still works. Russian gulag, maybe? International right. works, but that's also scarier. 
if you go to like a real place. Like, oh, how cool! I'm sorry, dude. I cut you off. But he could go to one of those like nice Swiss, Swiss, uh, oh, no, like there you go. camps where they have their yeah. own log cabins and shit. Hundred percent Xbox. <laughs> yeah, that's where he does it. You're getting bored because there's no conflict. <laughs> <laughs> Just stirring, stirring your own conflict. <laughs> they're all chilling and they're like yeah when that american he just paces back and forth so we don't care for it yeah <laughs> <laughs> just sit down and play xbox with us buddy yeah <laughs> you have a thought after we can play smash you like super smash yeah <laughs> <laughs> he says rage out man you're tense like they're like trying to <laughs> i so can't do accents but i want to be i really thought he'd be better at shooting <laughs> oh, you're like you're like in the SpongeBob. I thought I was like that came out better than I expected. <laughs> I was pretty happy that it wasn't German, but it was a little Swedish. <laughs> yes, you just like just do the Quebecois accent, just the just kind of European where it's like you don't know where it's from, but it's somewhere over there. Over there, you talk like this. I fucking guarantee it. <laughs> Netherlands, yeah, that's a that's an odd the accent they have. That's I like what? the accent that those actors have on that Viking show that we watch. Uh, the, the, the 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 what's it fucking called? The funny Viking the show, Norseman. Norseman. Yeah, Norseman. I like that accent they've got. That's a, that's a cool accent. I like how they say things. Like Norwegian? Is that how Norwegian people actually sound? I'm assuming because they're all Norwegian and NRL, you know. They, they talk they? like a less silly version of that, I'm sure. Most of them are. You can just look at their names and see that, like, mm. like a lot of them are. Yeah, that's... It, I feel like that. what happened to that show for me is the same thing that happens on YouTube for, for me when I watch people. It's like, it's not that your videos are worse. It's just that I've been watching them for three years now and, you know, you gotta step up. Oh, these people are definitely from Norway. This lady, she's got that letter in her name where the A and the E are touching... Yeah. This guy's got the O with the dash through it. This guy's got an umlaut. <laughs> this person's name is Silje Torp Fagerveg. Just starring next to Niels Jorgen Kaltestad. <laughs> and you can forget the North Star, Million Stagestad Ostenstaten. There's a lot of consonants in there and a lot of vowels. It's just long. You know, it's impossible to read Iceland names. People from Iceland, they just said fuck you to everybody else when it came to language, just did their own thing. And apparently they're like still speaking dialects in Iceland that they were doing hundreds and hundreds of years ago. So like, whereas we reading like old English, we'd be like, what? Like you get to a certain point where like, it's what another the fuck language. is going on here? This is a different language. But like, if apparently if you live in Iceland, you can speak and read Icelandic. You can open a tome from like 800 years ago and be like, oh, okay. I kind of, I kind of see what they're saying here, which I think is pretty, pretty fucking cool. Yeah. How fluent would we be far back in English? You know, I think like, we can very, know. it's, it's, it, dude, it's like another fucking language. It's so silly. How? We can go to like the seventeen somethings, like right, early seventeen something. Like I, I can read the Declaration of Independence. It's kind of, mm-hmm. it's not. Ah, right, no. that is not old English, right? But that's seventeen hundreds. So sixteen hundreds. How do I do fourteen hundreds? How do like when? How far back can you go nicely? I'm trying to find it because this is a, this is one of those questions I've thought about and I don't think I've ever looked into. God, just put a number on the page. I don't care. I just I don't care about all the interest. I'm talking about the Norman Conquest of 1066. There's no way I can talk to them. Like, yeah, I, I'm looking at some of the translations, and it's not. All right, so like welcome is welcoming. Okay, I got that. Hello is Wes. Hi. How are you is who meant poo? 
Like, yeah, it's not even fucking have, close. Yeah. But what year is that? Uh, it's just old English. Uh, 13th oh. century. 13th century. So that'd be the 1200s. So 1200s. I don't, yeah. So, all right, 1200s, too far. I wonder how I do it 15, 14. I don't know, man. I, okay, uh, so here's a, so modern English began in 1503, but it wasn't modern like we say. Here is the link to it, and scroll down about a third of a page, and you can see what English looked like back then. It says, Wait, we Gardena in Gardagum, pedo sininia brim garfun ho an applic elen fremdum. And that means, listen, we have the Spear Danes in the days of yore of those clan, like not even fucking close. Not even not fucking even close. close. So definitely not that far back. Yeah, this is some Germanic Latin influenced bullshit. This is not this is it's getting close to what we do. Like it, it's got the, the the basic structure of it, I guess. Like you can see where it, where we started, but it's we couldn't have a conversation with these motherfuckers. Okay. I I know more fucking French than I do old English. So this to the people watching, this is what Taylor just read, which clearly I I literally don't know any of these words. Yeah, I was making it up on my. What it says here is that like <laughs> this is making it up. <laughs> yeah, it says by the time of Shakespeare, like his death in like sixteen sixteen, we could pretty much understand what they're saying, but not be able to like fully get it. So here's which is one, way longer than that. It's four hundred years. They say this Middle English. This is eleven hundred to fourteen fifty. I'll try and read it. Won that April with his shore suit. The drought of March hath pierced to the root and bathed every vine in switch liquor of which virtue engendered is the flower. Doesn't even rhyme. (laughs) In April, (laughs) gentle rains have pierced the drought of March right to the root and bathed each sprout. Then every vein with liquid of such power, it brings forth the engendering of the flower. Oh, yeah, I would have gotten half that maybe. Yeah. Yeah, it's. I don't want to go back in time at at all. And if I did, it would it would be like a a trip. Not you don't want to there. go back in time. Not. Like, I would only t- go back in time to like 2011, buy Bitcoin, and then be retired by now. Be, <laughs> someone did, someone did something I thought was interesting. They uh, they were talking about like the Rockefellers. I might mess it up. Forgive me if it's Rockefellers or Vanderbilts or whatever. But you know, a super duper crazy billionaire from. 150 years ago is it better to be him or is it better to be like a a below average middle income person today and they came back and said today like this guy lost a couple of children to easily curable diseases Mm -hmm. uh he didn't have access to like some things that obviously internet and things but even like conveniences like we have now air conditioning and such that he didn't have and it was like yeah you're better off being you know above the poverty line, but of lower income this year than super wealthy back in the day. And it's like, it's interesting because like time doesn't move linearly that way as far as like human progress. So like there will be a time in the next couple hundred years where like, like the U I don't know when it'll happen, but like the U S quality of life will start to tank and some other superpower will take over. And like people in those days might realistically think like, man, It'd be sick to live in 1950s America, 1990s America, or something like that. The same way a Roman in the year 464 would be like, "Man, I wish I lived in the, you know, in the in the tens <laughs> or whatever they would say, where we were a bigger, you know, 
So wait, you think America's quality of life will go down? Yeah, yeah, definitely. Every superpower's quality of life goes down eventually. Like, no, I think that it's my impression that what happens is ours will not rise as quickly as the next superpower, right? So China will go from zero to 10 while we're stuck at eight and we kind of flatline maybe. Like there'll be, with globalization comes a global leveling of the standard of living and- which will lower the American standard of living tremendously, right? Only comparatively. I think that our standard of living will actually rise. You know, we'll get electric cars and, I don't know, nicer things in our lives. But, but those are only material goods. Like, if, if that entails someone to be working 60 hours a week on gig economy jobs that's not stable and they can't afford to have families, like, like these, these are other things. Like, if it, as far as material goods, sure. If you have the money to buy them, I'm sure those will always get better. But like, as far as society as a whole and the inner workings, like, yeah, I think it's almost inevitable. Every superpower eventually. Well, those are good counterpoints, I think. Sure. Right? Standard of living is not just like our house keeps getting bigger and bigger. Right? Like American homes. What you, people look at these homes from a hundred years ago and say how cheap they were, but they were like a thousand square feet. A thousand square feet home now is not very big. People are buying twenty five hundred or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that'll stretch and it just will keep getting better. Material things. But there is a good point you made in there. You know, now dual income families are pretty much the norm. That didn't yeah. used to be the case. Uh, and the gig economy. <sighs> yeah, the gig I'm, economy I'm, is not healthy for people's psyches. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I, I'm still forming my opinion on it. You know, like I, I, you might argue that Twitch is something like a gig economy, right? Where you just go mm-hmm. out, you sort of create your own thing. And there's a neat little entrepreneurship. You get out what you put in. Fun good part point. to yeah. it. But there's an also like, I don't know, temporariness to it, lack of stability. Uh, and oftentimes these gig economies are second jobs. There's no health yeah. insurance. Uh, so there's pros and cons. <clears throat> mm-hmm. Yeah. And if like you're working three gig jobs, then your insurance is going to be siphoning so much of that away from you. It just, I feel bad. I, I feel so sad. When like I get an Uber and it's like some seventy-five-year-old guy, I always hope like that when I start talking, usually what it'll be, or you know, some of the time it's like, oh, I just you know I get lonely at home, I got nothing to do, worked my whole life, I just want to be doing something, and I'm like, oh, thank God. Mm-hmm. Other times you can tell like, oh fuck, this this guy's working because he absolutely has to right now, and he did not want to be doing this. I don't know, it's just sad. I'm so glad you called me because I've never been so hungry. <laughs> right after this ride, I swear to God, I'm going to Wendy's. Yeah. <laughs> uh. Well, Nate, did you have anything you wanted to plug? We do appreciate having you on. Hey, no, guys, I appreciate you guys having me on. Um, it's a bummer that uh, Trey didn't get to join us for for too long, um, but uh, I enjoyed it. You guys are a riot, <laughs> Kyle. You sound like uh, Joe Rogan. <laughs> <laughs> Well, thank you. That's yeah, it. man. Thanks for coming on. Yeah, and I got to get going. I got to actually go uh, do some paperwork right now. So, perfect. All right. Yeah. Man. Well, thanks again I for coming it. on. We did enjoy it. Yep. You guys have a good night. And uh, I'll say uh, bye to Taylor real quick. I'm taking yeah. off, Taylor. So, thank you so uh, much for coming on, man. Thanks for, for engaging the DMs. Really like to have you. You were awesome on yeah. the show. Big fan. Yeah. Hey. Yeah. We'll have to do Stay it again safe. sometime. Stay safe down there, and thank you for your service. Hey, I appreciate it, guys. You guys all yeah. have a wonderful rest of your week. You too, buddy. All right. Bye.
You got to hit the red hang-up icon. I'm not seeing the red hang-up. Put your mouse <laughs> over your own video and it'll pop up. Oh, there it is. Yeah. <laughs> oh, there it is. <laughs> it always is funny when people don't use Discord and it's like, all right, heading out. <laughs> and um, what are we what are we doing here? Uh, Cal, you, you ever, uh, oh, go ahead. Go ahead. No, no, no. You go. I was saying, do you ever drink these mineral waters or never at all? I don't like sparkling water. Oh. Never mind then. That was all I had. I was uh, saying hey, that these are really good. Good one. I was gonna ask Woody if he if he saw that clip of Landmark getting the four man noob tube. Yeah, oh my gosh, that clip plays in his stream like every minute. I think Nightbot keeps posting it. Yeah, it, it, you can type you can type exclamation for uh four man, I think, and, and it auto plays at this point. So they introduced for people who don't know, Escape for Tarkov introduced a new oh, weapon and uh it's a grenade launcher. And I think a lot of people seem to agree it's incredibly overpowered. I maybe I'm just contrarian by nature, but I, I think that they haven't play tested it long enough in the first day, right? You watch Landmark at a four man and you're like, oh my God, that's incredible. Having said that, like VOG grenades do something similar. Um, to me, it's just an automated throwing tool. I guess it's supposed to have blast damage through walls, but it's too much. So, like, people are getting kills through walls and stuff and it's a little bugged. But, uh, I don't know. They're, it point detonates and it travels at like 500 feet per second or something like that, which is essentially instantaneous in, this, in a game where like an AK-47 shoots 750 feet per second. You can just deliver death instantaneously to a massive radius. I mean, I've actually used it and uh, I, people survived. <laughs> you know, It doesn't point where you shoot it. It's, uh, you know, anyone who's played video games knows how you throw grenades. It kind of arches, and with experience, you get better at putting them where they're supposed to go, but you don't always put it right where you expect, where you hoped it would go. That's what the nade launcher was for me. You know, it, like, you could put a scope on it, a red dot. That red dot has nothing to do with where your grenade is going to land. And uh, um, it's a good way. Well, it's, yeah, the red dot's zeroed for, like, 20 meters or something like that. So at 20 meters, the arc will allow it to, like, hit the uh that that plane but up close it's, it's shooting real high yeah that's that's what's going on there oh because it doesn't seem to make any fucking sense in my hands you aim like, low if they're close 10 meters 15 they were, meters they were they were like at the farthest reach you might be able to throw a grenade and okay. uh when you do that you just kind of shoot it up and uh, it takes me a shot or two to zero in. You know how it is. You throw it. You're like, ah, it went a little close, a little far, and yeah. adjust from there. Um, I uh, I liked it. I didn't use it too much because it's wildly expensive to run. And this was the first night, so every round was like a hundred thousand. I'm sure it got cheaper since then. Actually, it's cheap because, but you can only buy like three bullets. I think bullets. they removed it or something like that. They did something. Um, yeah, because they, they temporarily made it so you can only get it in marked rooms. Yeah, so now they're like four or five million each um, okay. for the grenade launcher, and uh, the uh, the shells are still right around a hundred thousand. So so nobody's running them now, but they'll they're just taking them out to tinker with it, and then they'll implement it again. I guarantee, because it's just, but it it doesn't belong in that game, not that game. Uh, so here's my counter argument: Tarkov is not a game with balanced weapons, right? In Call of Duty, 
There is this idea that you should be competitive with an SMG, an assault rifle, a shotgun, you name it, right? A sniper rifle. They all have their pros and cons, and they're all balanced in their own ways. Escape from Tarkov is an asymmetric combat simulator, right? Sometimes I go in there, and your gun is way better than mine. And there is no world in which my MPX is supposed to be as good as your M4. It's not. I'm running a cheaper gun. You invested more in your gun, you get an advantage in that gunfight. If I somehow win, then I get your gun. This thing is, well, currently it's outrageous, 4 million rubles with 100,000 ruble bullets. If people, these numbers are outrageous. And uh, you win gunfights more with it, you know, but you're risking a lot of profit. So Yeah, at 4 million, it's fair. Yeah, four million is an outrageous number, but um, it's an asymmetric shooter. It's not supposed to be balanced. You're not supposed to grab in any gun. My pump action shotgun is supposed to suck compared to your semi-auto shotgun. But you can still, I, I still, I think you can still win in those instances. I just don't think you can beat a grenade launcher with with any other gun ever. Like like if if you see each other at the same time, then the grenade launcher always wins, as long as he like hits anywhere near you especially indoors outdoors big on, on flat surface god you got to make it like land right by him but if you're in an elevated position or if you're indoors so that you can hit the wall behind them it's just fucked uh i don't know about that and then you know there's there's multiple grenades for it but the one that that i've seen used is the point detonating grenade that arms at two meters and so that means that it blows up so close from launch that you can kill yourself with it mm-hmm yeah, it's pretty nutty. I've seen that happen. I didn't blow my, I didn't kill myself with it, but Anton did in an offline raid as he was learning how to use it. It was pretty funny. <laughs> and yeah. Uh, yeah, I just, I, I wonder how if you'd feel differently if you still played Tarkov, right? Because you watch Landmark use a gun, they all look overpowered. The guy's amazing, right? Everything in Landmark's hands is OP, and uh, he feels like it's overpowered. He has an educated opinion, but if you watched an average player play with it. You might be like, oh, I see. It has pros and cons. It's not. Looks real easy to use. I, I, I mean, especially after watching him, I feel like I know exactly where to aim now at like various ranges. And like, I, I've only seen him wound maybe five people and he's killed like a hundred with it. Something like that. I watched like an eight, a couple of eight hour streams or something like that. He's just destroying. Just continuously, just anywhere near them, like the range of the radius of the blast and that particular clip where he kills four, a four-man squad with one shot and it kills two of them through a, a brick wall, that's crazy town. That's, it, it's, that, I mean, that's what the AGS does, the automatic grenade launcher that, that is mounted around the map. It also kills people through the map or through, through surfaces. It's funny the bugs that they release with. Now, I know it's in beta, but... like No the, excuse. I, I, I don't accept that anymore. I saw Anton <laughs> play with a uh, red dot on it. And the red dot didn't light like it was just an empty like outline of the like the metal part of a red dot site. And it's like it doesn't take a lot of play testing. to like you notice it in a second. This isn't a sophisticated thing that is hard to catch. Red dots are just not dotty. There's no dot in the middle. How did, how did that slip through even the first millisecond of play testing? Did you guys run this yeah. thing with no scopes on it the whole time? And then uh so the blast, I, I read, is supposed to go through walls. 
but it goes through walls too much. It's as if the wall wasn't there at all. Or or maybe it doesn't account for what kind of wall it is. The, the one ClickPile and I were talking about is a brick wall. Maybe it's only supposed to go through like drywall. Plaster. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, but I'm like, man, if you coded this thing to go through walls, what kind of play testing did you do? What, like, was there any testing at all? If it's just killing through brick walls like they're not there. Yeah. Um, and, and like you said, no excuse. I, I almost feel like you don't get to call your game beta anymore. Right? This is Daisy where the game peaks in beta. If this thing eventually becomes like a full release three years from now, it'll be on the tail end of its bell curve. Perhaps, yeah. Um, I mean, Rust Rust has a grenade launcher. It's wildly overpowered compared to everything else, essentially, because a rocket launcher has a bigger blast radius, but rockets are crazy expensive, and there's like this delay between when you pull the trigger and the, the rocket moves so slow that you can like see it go through the air. It's like... Like, like you see it move, mm-hmm, uh, whereas the grenade launcher is just like funk, and it instantly goes. And they have the in, in Rust, it's the six, it's like a uh, six shell grenade launcher that's like a gigantic revolver. So you've got six shots, but they're very rare and they're hard to get. Like the only way to get them is to go to uh, like one of the monuments and kill like the boss uh, scientist, the boss AI characters, and then there's just a slim chance that they'll drop a grenade launcher. And an even slimmer chance that they'll drop the high explosive rounds, and so you have to like, it's it's hours and hours of work to acqu- uh, to acquire six or eight grenades for the thing. But once you've got it, everybody else is fucked. It's just impossible to counter. With doesn't matter how good your AK is or whatever. There's a parallel for that in Escape from Tarkov, I think. Like, I'm trying to think, how long does it take to earn a hundred thousand rubles? Probably thirty minutes, twenty minutes, or something. One raid. Yeah, which is 30 minutes. And, and I would say, look, if you win a raid, you can get two or 300,000 maybe on average, but you don't win every raid. So, you know, sometimes you lose. Let's call it 100,000 a raid profit if you're playing well. You're playing it all. Uh, so that's 30 minutes investment per round. And then I don't know what a GL is going to cost when things stabilize, but call it half a million. So... but. It depends if they put the trader thing back in. Like they were, they had already dropped to like three hundred fifty thousand okay. on day two. Um, so I, I don't see why they wouldn't continue to drop as the supply just increased. You know that's how that shit works. And some people would just get tired of it, and, or or maybe demand would go up because everybody'd be like, "I'm constantly getting killed by this thing. I want one." It's mm. really hard to say. So so ballpark of what we talked about to get a grenade launcher in five rounds, about four hours worth of work, five hours worth of work, and. Sure. Uh, um, you know, that's not, it's not that easy. Same thing as an M4 and a, and a, uh, you know, a, a vest full of mags though. I'm processing that. Yeah, you might be right. I feel like I've gone on too long about this topic, but yeah, the, the ammo is expensive too. It is. an M4, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I just don't think it's balanced. I, and look, I get your thing that like there are good guns and there are bad guns, but then you've got like a God gun. It's it's like it's literally the, like the golden gun from 007, right? For GoldenEye, I mean. I'll say uh, this. If the gun's that great, I've literally never found somebody else with it. The only time I, I've ever seen that in Raid was I owned it. Yeah. Landmark, um, if you want, if you, I don't know if you watched that whole Raid where he gets the four-man uh, noob tube. At, then he goes up on the roof of the building and he kills a five-man, one of which has a grenade launcher. Uh, it's it, it it he said and i agree it's his greatest raid ever 
it, when he kills the five man on the roof, it's not that one at a time kind of thing where he's really only fighting one at a time and he has time to recuperate. They're swarming him. One of them's holding mm-hmm. him from range and the other three are running up a staircase and the fifth is trying to like hide loot. It's ridiculous. He's on the roof, pinned down on his belly, like defending against four people simultaneously. Crazy. Landmark's greatest raid ever might be the greatest raid ever, right? I mean, it's Landmark. <laughs> you know? yeah, yeah. So uh, uh, so that's a thing. Um, but they're not common in the game. They weren't common yeah. on the first night. You know, people can't afford to run it. So that's... That's a good thing. He's wildly entertaining, though. If you like Tarkov and you... It, like, I'm going to watch him after we get done here tonight. I'm going to go watch a bit of his stream. It's uh, it's wildly entertaining to watch him play. Uh, when, when he... When he when he wins, he wins. It's crazy. He's he's really good at maximizing his uh, his inventory. His, his inventory. <laughs> he's so good at it. Like he knows what everything costs, more or less. You know, new items just came out, so he's not up on everything instantly. But like, you can see him throw stuff away. And I'm like, oh, I'd have kept that. But then he's like, <laughs> oh no, 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 you you don't want that. And he's just like like just grabbing all this stuff and maximizing inventory in these really inventive ways that I hadn't thought of. And yes, you crushes. You, when you watch, they call it playing Tetris, right? So here, here, chat. There might be a grid, five by five, right? And that's your your backpack. Well, you can put a vest in your backpack that holds three by three, but only takes two by two. These numbers are all wrong, but work with me. So it's kind of bigger on the inside, and and you know they just take these vests and twist them and Tetris everything and get more room. And they know off the top of their head, ooh, this vest has eighteen slots in it but it only takes 15. So I'm going to put this in my backpack, load the vest up with things, and then I'll have room for this extra water filter or what have you. And I watch them do it so quickly. If you watch me do it, you see a man figuring things out. If you watch them do it, you see like um, World of Warcraft micro-clicking happening at a speed so quickly you can barely process it. It's it's impressive to see. I learned from it too. Yeah, it's good shit. Um, He's the only streamer I can really stand to watch right now. Um, a lot of people are <laughs> honestly, I mean, I mean, for that game, you know, like, mm. like some of the, uh, like, I, I don't see Veritas on that much and Pastilli's on when I'm not he's like watching. Yeah. Yeah. He's like early morning and, uh, and Veritas, I mean, um, Landmark fucking streams from 5 p.m. till 5 a.m. every fucking day. <laughs> <laughs> That's outrageous. Yeah. 5 p.m. to 5 a.m. every fucking day one of the things i find interesting about landmark is how quickly he's risen to prominence right like i'll make up numbers you can tell me does he have maybe seven thousand people watching him like all the time five thousand at least five or seven um i see him at 10 right now he's got eight thousand five hundred he's live okay all right so eighty five hundred like if you were to go back even five months he'd have 13 people watching him he started last fall you know yeah he's been going for less than a year it's awesome and uh, and it's it's earned because he like you'd be dumb to think that it wasn't earned. He puts in so many hours. He's gone and he crushes the way he plays so is a lot good. different than yeah. most people. Like 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 he is not the slow and steady guy. He he's like he'll be in this little standoff where there's some guy around the corner who's kind of being coy, and he's like, I don't know, Chad. You think I should send it? You know, <laughs> just full fucking send it. And I'm like, 
No! <laughs> You've got two million rubles worth of shit in your bag, and your gear is worth another two. Run! Run! <laughs> and he's like, yeah, I'm going to send it. And he just runs straight into the room, spraying at people's faces. It's, just, it's great. Dude, so I've been streaming more lately. Not last night, but the night before that and the night before that, I'm the super me. I'm winning all these raids, six win, six game win streaks. Right, I have like a fifty percent exfil rate. So to get six wins in a row, like that's pretty good. And I'm and I'm getting into one v twos and one v threes and winning, beating everybody. And I'm like, well, I guess, uh, I guess this is just the new me, right? I guess I'm pretty <laughs> fucking good at this game now. And then last night I streamed, and it was just. Oh, it still hurts to sit with that ass pounding I took all night long. Six game losing streaks, maybe not really, but uh, <laughs> well, that's what you for some good ones, right? Yeah, I, I was just like, oh, I guess I, I started to feel like there was one play I was getting pinched by players on both sides, and I just fucking lasered one head and hip fired the other and got myself out of it. And then a, a subscription comes up, and they're like, I sub just for that play the most sincere praise ever and uh and then last night comes along and you win some you lose some tts is like i charged back because of that play get fucked <laughs> that would be funny. <laughs> that's another thing when it whenever landmark got that like four man noob tube the money was ru- Actually, it was after that. It was he got the four man new tube, and then he wiped out four men on the roof, like in quick, quick, quick succession. The money started rolling in, and it took so long for the money to stop rolling in that the things they were saying didn't even make sense anymore. It was delayed so much. <laughs> it was like this: he donated this five minutes ago when he was hiding his vest behind a behind a trash can. That was lo- that, that's long over. That, and that happened to me. But it wasn't based on my gameplay. I was trying to prove that Helen Keller was real. <laughs> and they wouldn't <laughs> let me get my words out. <laughs> they just kept interrupting me with the text-to-speech. I was trying to play the video where she sounded like you could hear it coming. You couldn't hear the audio because they just text to bomb me with donations. It was funny. I got to do that from now on. Just say <laughs> every time I raid you. All right, say say hi to Woody. If he's talking about Helen Keller, shut that shit down. <laughs> <laughs> you will not have him going against what is the true word of the show. That bitch is retarded as the day is long. It's <laughs> uh, <laughs> funny. I've oh, swung yeah. back around on that. You're a, you're a menace for for saying those awful things about that beautiful, yeah. talented <laughs> genius of a woman. I would have said it to her face. <laughs> well, she's dead, so. <laughs> you were a retard. I'm a thumper right in the forehead, so she knows there. <laughs> you know what I would do? I would stand there with like a handful of pennies, and well, I guess it wouldn't matter because she couldn't hear them. Could she feel the vibrations? How big of a thing would I need to throw so she could feel a little spidey oh, sense? Spider like- <laughs> That'd be funny though if you drop rocks by her feet, just freaked <laughs> freak her out. <laughs> She couldn't feel. She can't feel rocks falling next to her, but she can write a dissertation on politics. On politics, okay. <laughs> I didn't she actually like, in her things. I didn't see political stuff. It was more like, um, you know, I would love the world to be a better place. My great regret is that I'm not a better speaker because I could have had a larger message or something like that. Um, those things. All those wonderful little messages dried up when her teacher died. <laughs> the those things. Um, well, she lost her text to speech. She just had a Maybe human text to speech. Maybe she was sad. 
Maybe she was sad. She had no. text to speech. Your text to speech would drive up if you lost Brian or whatever his name is. <laughs> well, I'm convinced. <laughs> <laughs> now, there could be video evidence of her speaking autonomously clearly. No. There is video evidence of her speaking autonomously clearly. According to you. We watched the video. <laughs> yeah. And together. No. In front of witnesses. No. None of this <laughs> that didn't happen. None of this happened. You know, it's a forgery. She was just she was just she was just saying sounds. That was post. That was uh, done in post. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of post production going on in that black and white fucking video we watched. I just I just don't know why you're so hateful toward this woman. I it, you're holding a mean and hateful grudge. Well, it's not a grudge. She never did anything to me. It's just that she's retarded and the world deserves to know. Do you do you believe strongman feats from like the 1870s too? Oh, strongman Johnson picked a goat of two goats in each hand with a horse atop. It's like all no. the goats seem doable with the horse atop. Well, how big was the horse? Okay, how about this? He picked up a cow and threw it 10 feet in a field. Well, who is the strongman who threw cows? There are so many strong men with bullshit, with bullshit claims from like way back in the day. I saw the History Channel show. You see that where where they have modern strong men try to recreate the feats of. Uh, I think you, you know. linked me a YouTube video on that. Yeah, that was cool. Yeah, it's pretty good. They, some of them they, couldn't do it because it was like, no, this is just impossible. Yeah, yeah, some of them were just ridiculous. Like one of them was um, this um, maybe a Civil War soldier who supposedly like picked up a cannon. To like deprive the enemy yeah. of it, and uh, and they started looking at how much those cannons weighed, and I don't remember exactly, but maybe eleven hundred fucking pounds. <laughs> Walking through the marsh under fire, <laughs> and literally the strongest men in the world are like, I cannot pick up the eleven hundred pounds. It's, it's not going to happen. Maybe eight hundred, and you're like, dude can pick up eight hundred, but he's saying that eleven hundred is fucking impossible. <laughs> I believe him. I fucking yeah. believe him. He like, knows. He knows exactly the limits of human strength. Yeah, and they, to their credit, they, they came up with some kind of a cannon. I don't remember what it was, 400, 500, 600 pounds, but they all picked that motherfucker up except for one guy. I want to say that um, fucking, um, what's his name, Thor? Thor Bjorn. yeah. Bjornsson, whatever the fuck. The, uh, the mountain that rides was uh, on that show picking up crazy shit. It was a pretty interesting show. Yeah. Man, I, I want to watch more. Yeah, I have a got? story about rabies. It's about a two or three minute read, but I think it might be interesting. You guys down? Yeah. All right. No, we don't have time. (laughs) (laughs) Rabies. It's exceptionally common, but people just don't run into animals that carry it that often. Skunks and especially bats. Let me paint you a picture. You go camping and at midday, you decide to take a nap in a little hammock. While sleeping, a tiny brown bat in the rage stages of infection is fidgeting in broad daylight, uncomfortable and thirsty due to hydrophobia. And you snort, startling him. He goes into attack mode. Now, there's a little video here. I'm going to link it to you guys. Yeah, rabies is, is pretty scary. Dude, we're just is warming it? up. Hang in there. But I want to I watch the video real quick. You guys there? Yep. Yes. Three, two, one, play. Caught on camera. This video shows it as it happens. Do you see this little bat? The bat attacks and yeah. bites the man right in the neck. Read it. <laughs> 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 That's all you need to see. All right. 
awesome. That would be, that would be so scary. Just, oh, there's a fucking bat biting you. <laughs> Bit him in the neck. If you think that's scary, buckle oh. up. Except you're asleep, and he's a little brown bat, so he weighs around six grams. You don't even feel him land on your bare knee, and he starts to bite. His teeth are tiny, hardly enough to even break the skin. But he does manage to give you the equivalent of a tiny scrape that goes completely unnoticed. Rabies does not travel in your blood. In fact, a blood test won't even tell you you've got it. Any test may be done, but they're useless if you've ever been vaccinated. You wake up, none the wiser. If you notice anything at the bite site at all, you assume you just scraped on it or something. The bomb has been lit, and your nervous system is the wick. The rabies will multiply along your nervous system, doing virtually no damage and completely undetectable. You literally have no symptoms. It may be four days, it may be a year, but the camping trip is most likely long forgotten. Then one day your back starts to ache, or maybe you get a slight headache. At this point, you're already dead. There is no cure. There's no treatment. It has a 100% kill rate. Absorb that. No single other virus on the planet has a 100% kill rate. Only rabies. And once you're symptomatic, it's over. You're dead. So what does that look like? Your headache turns into a fever and a general feeling of being unwell. You're fidgety, uncomfortable, and scared. As the virus that's taken its time getting into your brain finds a vast network of nerve endings, it begins to rapidly reproduce. Starting at the base of your brain where their pons is located. This is the part of your brain that controls communication to the rest of your brain and body, as well as the sleep cycles. Next, you become anxious, and you think you have only a mild fever, but suddenly you find yourself becoming scared, even horrified, and it doesn't occur to you that you don't know why. This is because the rabies is chewing up your amygdala? As your cerebellum becomes hot with the virus, you begin to lose muscle coordination and balance. You think maybe it's a good idea to go to the doctor now, but assuming the doctor is smart enough to even run the tests necessary in the next few days you have on the planet, odds are they'll only be able to tell your loved ones why you died later. You're twitchy, you're shaking, and scared. You have the normal fear of not knowing what's going wrong, but the virus is really fucking with the amygdala, and this amplified a hundredfold. It's around this time that the hydrophobia starts. You're horribly thirsty, and you just want water, but you can't drink. Every time you do, your throat clamps shut and you vomit. This has become a legitimate, active fear of water. You're thirsty, but you're looking at a glass of water begins to make you gag and shy back in fear. The contradiction is that it's hard for your hot brain to see at this point. By now... The doctors will have put IVs in you to keep you hydrated, but this is futile. You were dead the second you had a headache. You begin hearing things, and you're not hearing things as your thamalis goes. You taste sounds. You see smells. Everything starts feeling like the most horrifying acid trip anyone has ever been on. With your hippocampus long under attack, you're having trouble remembering things, especially family. You're alone, hallucinating, thirsty, confused, and absolutely undeniably terrified. Everything scares the literal shit out of you at this point. These strange people in lab coats, these strange people standing around your bed crying, who kept trying to get you to drink something and crying. It's only been about a week since that little headache that you've completely forgotten. Time means nothing to you anymore. Funny enough, now you know how the bat felt when he bit you. Eventually, you slip into the dumb rabies phase. The brain has started the process of shutting down. Too much of it has been turned into liquid virus. Your face droops. You drool. You're all but unaware of what's around you. A sudden noise or light might startle you, but for the most part, all you can do is stare at the ground. You haven't really slept for about 72 hours. Then you die. Always. 
you die. And there's not one fucking thing anyone can do for you. There's the question of what to do with your corpse. I mean, burying it is the right thing to do, but the fucking virus can survive in a corpse for a couple of years. You could kill every rabid animal on the, plat today, on the planet today, and two years from now, some moist, preserved, rotten hunk of used-to-be brain gets eaten by an animal and it starts over. So yeah, rabies scares the shit out of me. It's fucking everywhere. Source, spent a lot of time working with rabies, would still get my vaccinations if I could afford them. Yikes, welcome to America. Did you who this was? Uh, some just, rabies worker. And um, uh, so a lot of people started like countering it and saying, you know, that like death, they're like rabies are deaths from rabies are rare, but that doesn't mean rabies is rare. The reason the mortality is so rare in the U.S. is due to aggressive treatment protocol of all bite cases in the United States. If you're bitten mm -hmm. and you can't identify the animal, they or if the animal were to die, you get treatment regardless. So they treat you for rabies in America, even if. They don't know if the animal's rabid. They just assume it is. Better safe than sorry. Yeah, that it sounds turns out. Yeah, I read this and it was fucking like impactful. I was like, oh my God. And the fact that it has a 100% kill rate and there's nothing they can do. The second you have a headache, the second you might, I wouldn't even seek help for a headache. I would wait longer. I would can you imagine die. how fucked it would be if that was airborne and not biting <laughs> not, you? Yeah. Well, I guess, so there's rabies vaccines. I didn't even know this. Yes. Yeah. But I, they invalidate rabies tests. What do you mean? So if you've had a rabies vaccine, you have the antibodies, which is how the test works. So I can't tell if you've been bitten, right? You will test positive for rabies because you've been vaccinated. So even if you're vaccinated and you get bit and they can't tell, they still put you through the, the rigmarole of all of it? I'm not 100% sure. I don't know either. That's, it that's depends not on how, how long ago you got yeah. vaccinated. I think it's like a tetanus shot. Right where it where it's just uh, it's gonna wear so. off, yeah, and uh, become ineffective while at the same time messing up the uh, the test. Have you guys ever seen a rabbit animal? I, to my knowledge, I've yeah. never seen. What was it doing? It's fucking foaming at the mouth and walking around people when it shouldn't be. I've seen a bat in the daytime, though maybe. I guess I didn't realize that was such a huge sign that it had rabies. The biggest sign for me has always been that um, they're not afraid of people anymore. They're they're walking around in broad daylight when normally they'd be skittish even at night. What is this a raccoon? A raccoon? Uh, yeah, I had a I was taking out the carpet once late at night at, at my yeah, house. Yeah, a raccoon. Carpet. I don't think possums can get it. Possums can't get well. Possums are disgusting. They can probably get anything. <laughs> no, I think he's right. I think possums are weirdly. Uh, yeah, not only rabbit. are possums immune to to the rabies virus, but they also eat. An enormous amount of ticks, apparently. And so, so thank there are thank friends. your local possum next time you see. And they have thumbs, I think, maybe. Well, they're marsupials. They're the only yeah. North American marsupial. Now you know. They got little pouches keeping those ugly little babies in there. But if they're eating That's ticks, right. I'm cool with them. I didn't realize. Yeah. They are hideous. a lot of ticks. They are hideous. <laughs> they are hideous. They're, they're one of the ugliest animals I've ever seen. I shot one once and I felt real bad after. Why? Mm. All the ticks that are going to be bothering you. <laughs> no, nah, I just felt bad. I should have shot him. Yeah, it's not like you're going to eat him. You just shot him for fun? Um, I don't know. Had a gun. There he was. Yeah. You got him, right? He's looking you like gotta, a target. <laughs> he looked like a target. Shot a... Uh, my, my, Scott shot an armadillo one time. We felt bad about that, too. We'd never I seen think, one before. Don't like all armadillos have rabies? 
Like they uh, don't. No, no, it's uh, the it's the, it's the plague that they carry. Oh yeah, they they, have the, they the carry plague. the plague. <laughs> the black plague. You know the one from the movies. <laughs> yeah. From when it killed a third of Europe a few hundred years ago. I foolishly saw one running across the desert one time and immediately sped after it on a foot chase. They're not that fast. I caught it as it was going down into its burrow and grabbed it by the fucking tail. And I'm like trying to pull it out. And and, and the guy goes, let it go. And I'm like, all right. I was, I was like, I wasn't going to kill it. I just wanted to catch it. He's like, no, they carry the plague. And I'm like, oh. You got any oh. Purell? Purell? Is this a Texan? I'm, I'm sure he's got Purell on him, right? I got kerosene. That will do. That actually probably I don't know much, but I would I would if, if kerosene had been offered at that moment I would have kerosened up and said I kept my hand away from my face until we got back to soap and water. Yeah, oh, I caught man. him though. You caught, but I caught that motherfucker. You yeah. can never take that away from me. Are you right, a good you runner, can't. Kyle? You look like you, with your build, it seems like you could be or you know were a good runner at some point. No, no. I mean, I mean, like long distance, I was always okay, um, but I'm. <laughs> Very dangerous over long distance, <laughs> but not a natural sprinter. Um, I was okay getting to first base, um, but just average, like like definitely not a speedster or anything like that. But um, I could always run like like I could run the mile fairly quickly. I think my time was like it was definitely below seven minutes. Was it six thirty something like that in high school? That's that's my best time too. I had to run a six thirty for a comp. Like, this is a lifeguard competition to get it to get the job, yeah. and I did it just enough. I don't know how much. I didn't have much more in me. You know, if I had to go six twenty, I might have been able to pull that off. But that was about the best I could do. Whatever I needed, the six twenty eight, and uh, but I was at a fitness level that better than that, right? Like you know, I was doing swimming accomplishments more impressive than six thirty, and I just never was good at running. Yeah. I, I I just hate running. I, my my fastest also I think I ran like six twenty five or something, and in like tenth grade when I was playing so much fucking hockey, I was in tremendous shape. Mm. And then if I try to do that now, like I would need someone <laughs> like, running behind me. I, I, no, and, and even so, I get like, I just just you you better fucking kill me, you know, because I'll <laughs> find you if you make me run this mile. I forget what I got down. I think I got. I think I broke the nine or something last year. I ran every day in December. So that mm-hmm. was like my peak, but that's not impressive. But I started at 11, so it was, it was a big day. <laughs> I watched this great video the other day, and it was, um, I can't even remember which Olympics it was. I think it was like the 800 meter or something like that. Um, and uh, it was this Olympic race. And uh, it was the one where... You know, you, you you pace yourself, right? You make your push on the last lap. Well, this mm-hmm. guy starts making his push like a lap earlier, and the crowd starts laughing at him. <laughs> and the, there's text on the screen, and it's like, they all started laughing because they thought he'd miscounted the laps. He hadn't. <laughs> and then like, and it's like, I don't remember what the music is. It's like, dun, 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 <laughs> oh, I think dun, I've dun, seen dun, it. Dun, dun, dun. And he's just fucking pulling away from the fucking crowd. Like for an entire lap, he's like sprinting somehow, like like like, and just beats the shit out of them. He just is sending a message. It's inspiring. It was, yeah, it's pretty fucking cool. Yeah, 
<laughs> like he, they thought he miscounted the laps. He hadn't. Well, <laughs> that's intense as it gets in the sport of running. <laughs> exactly right. <laughs> People squaring up and running. What are you going to do? Run away? You betcha. Faster <laughs> than you, bitch. <laughs> Let's both run away together. See what happens. Like <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> <laughs> Never thought about that. Yeah, there are some sports where it'd be fun to see people squaring up, and other sports where it's like at the Olympics, like the jab, not javelin, uh, pole vault. Pole vault. That looks awful. It looks terrible. It doesn't apply to anything. Like, what? What does it help you do pole to be really? Are like you ever try to storm a fortress? All the Olympics. Oh, I'm talking about the men. I don't watch women's sports as a matter of principle, uh, but. <laughs> The men's. You're missing out on women's pole vaulting. They make They're freaking women's up. volleyball look ugly. I consider volleyball an activity, so I make an exception. I don't know how they recruit for these lady pole vaulters, but it's like they're models. Wow, what? they're like, all like smoking hot, like beautiful. Yes. Man, like, why is a pretty face so helpful in pole vaulting? Right. <laughs> you, you would think they like. Like, I'll tell you what. If, if you want to find some ugly broads, you go to female. Um, shot putters. I was literally uh-huh. going to say shot put. I'm like, I don't know what he's saying, but I'm going to follow up with shot put. Shot put and hammer throw, all right? Those, <laughs> those bitches look like every now and then they've caught one to the fucking forehead. But pole vault, for some reason, like they're smoking hot and they have great bodies. They're all like, you know, like six pack abs and nice butts and nice boobs. And they're tall too, I'm seeing like 5'10, 5'9. Yeah, that's, that's, that's super helpful. helpful. Right. Yeah. But like, what? You'd think they remember the uh, the girl with the no tit shirt we looked at earlier tonight. Yeah, you'd think that would be common in a sport like pole vaulting, but no, these women are models. Yeah, They're super hot, very beautiful women, and it's it's got to be nice to have a sport where like you just do it and it's over. You're like, yeah, that's it. <laughs> that's the end. That's it. Four years uh, of training comes down to about four and a half seconds. Yeah, yeah. Instead of like you know, running 800 meters or something like that. Some crazy long distance thing where it's like, God damn it. I'm it's, it's, it's do it and you're done. Do There's it. There's a strategy to it. That's interesting to me. So here's the deal. You get three tries to do the pole vault. You can start at any height you want. Right? So if I'm like a very talented guy, I might wait for 27 feet or something like that before I even do my first one, because that's a, a, a thing I'm confident at. I could go at 25, but now I have to tucker myself out all the way up to the to my personal maxes. So you kind of want to rest yourself, but not rest yourself too much, right? Because if, if you don't hit your first jump, then it's fucking over, right? You know, like, shit, I waited till 28, and I should have started the 27 and a half. I'd at least have had something rolling. So I, I like the strategy that goes into it. Um, yeah. yeah. Pole bulldog's a neat sport. Takes a little bravery to get up there. Yeah. Yeah. I wouldn't want to, you see the ones where they go up and then the the pole keeps going and like there's a guy who like just like pokes him in the back and like bends yes. like almost yes. impaled. You worry you're going to get some sort of bad circumcision from it or like something. a post-it note just fucking yeah. <sighs> or just it fucking just, just all that line of back skin just oh. oh I watched a girl snap her pole earlier today me too um, yeah and gorgeous super hot girl of course you guys yeah, were both watching earlier today. It was on yeah. Reddit. It's a hot, oh. highly rated. We must have both been on Reddit. My, uh, <laughs> one of my best friends in high school was a pole vaulter. He was like six foot four and uh, and and quite skinny. 
and uh, he was really good at it. I think he was he was competing, you know, on the state level and and winning a lot at like at like a lot of competitions. He didn't make it. I've never done pole vaulting. Like not even a little. Like not even. It wasn't offered. <laughs> I, don't even, I, don't, I don't know how he got into it. Like like I never asked him. Like at what point did you did you ask somebody for a pole? <laughs> find something to vault over because that at no point did he say, "Hey Kyle, you want to be a pole?" No, that never happened. Did yeah, your high school have a track team with pole vaults and the poles and everything? Well, yeah, he was on it. Mm-hmm. it like, like, but I don't know how he got on it. They weren't like. My I don't know. guess is some coach looks at your body type and says, you know what, Kyle, we're going to try you on the pole vault. Yeah, that's got to uh, be The way it. I got assigned to, to javelin and shot put. <laughs> we're going to take you off the running. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. A lot of points because of your ass. I said it before. They recruited me for the wrestling team as a freshman. And uh, I was like, you know, he must see something in me to want me to be a wrestler. Yes, a guy who could make 103. (laughs) (laughs) About 110 pounds of freshman is what he saw. Yeah, I think it was less than that. I didn't break 100 pounds until I was a sophomore. Did you guys have people at your, uh, wait, 110 at sophomore? 100. I hit triple digits as a sophomore. Wow. In yeah, that whole grader, puberty I, thing, those stories are true, Taylor. <laughs> I, I believe you. In, in eighth grade, I wrestled at 135. Okay, yeah. <laughs> eighth grade, you would have been a real problem for 10th grade, Woody. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I wasn't, I wasn't trying to pick on a, a 103-er. You know, we were still on the team together. That's exactly who you'd be able to pick on. A 103 Wrestlers are dangerous. Like if they really know what they're doing, there was because there was a guy. It was in middle school. I didn't know what I was doing. I was just learning. But there was a guy who I think he weighed 105. He's the guy I talked about who took a bunch of shrooms later in life and then showed up with those fire poi and just was dancing around being a maniac. He, yes. took, an, he took an interesting path in life. Very very small guy. Wrestled his whole life, and it got to be like you know eighth grade, and I'm pretty new to it. And like he was trying to teach me something, and I was like I was strong enough that I could throw him around if I wanted. But like no, he he. Tossed me all, not tossed me all over, but he got me in all the holds, everything, easy peasy, which I guess is simple to do if you know what you're doing and the other person is asking for help. So, mm-hmm. retrospect, not as impressive as I thought. I guess I really wasn't going all out against him. Yeah, I, I started lifting weights my sophomore year and I gained 18 pounds, and people that's were like, tough. "18 pounds, that's amazing." It's like, yeah, but I probably gained like three inches too. Like, yeah. <laughs> you know, I'm <laughs> <That's true>. 15 <laughs> years old, you know. <laughs> Yeah, we did not have any of that pole vaulting shit at our high school. Like you really? couldn't do it. It wasn't it wasn't offered. No. I know other schools did, but we didn't have that. I'm surprised your school did, Kyle, like way out in the, you know, rural areas. Yeah. We uh, you know, we had we got a soccer team during my during my uh junior year. We were very cosmopolitan. You didn't get a soccer team until junior year? <laughs> That's a cheap yeah, sport. Too. That's that's bizarre. Yeah, you gotta find you gotta find some lady boys to fucking play that shit too. <laughs> Man, how big? How many students did you have? I don't know. Oh, you wouldn't know. No. I'm not sure. I, I'm really not. Like, like, I used to think it was a lot, but like thinking back, it couldn't be that many. Hmm. We had twelve or thirteen hundred kids across the four years. See, I feel like it's comparable. I, that, yeah. that sounds about right. Okay. I think, I mean, I, I think you showed me your high school. It looked like the size of mine ish like it didn't stand out to me it's really big as far i mean it's not 
Gigantic. They have like a super impressive fish husbandry program. Does that sound right? Or did I make <laughs> yeah. that up? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> what? yeah the livestock pro. All right. So to be fair, the livestock program that we have is like the, and the, and the like metal um, welding and like uh, construction by far the best in the state. They're ridiculous. Like Atlanta can't compete with Franklin County's fucking welding department. It's absurd. <laughs> It's absurd, like the amount of welding equipment. State. <laughs> because like the guy who ran the welding department was, I know him still, um, but a smart guy. He was, he was like, I could either have these kids welding two pieces of cheap metal together, learning how to weld, or we could build some shit and sell it. <laughs> and so they would make like cattle trailers you know like, that, that like hook up to the, the five-point hitch in like a flatbed truck and then are full of cattle. They would build those and then sell them. And those things are like $15,000 and wow. he could make them for free. Just, you know, already getting like the materials essentially for free through the school, child labor, and then sell them. And, and he did that like continuously, like, like make cattle trailers and all sorts of like, odds the and school ends. got the money, right? The welding department got the money. Okay. Okay. But then, I guess I'm not making clear that, yeah, that he wasn't oh. earning like you know, yeah. an extra quarter million a year selling trailers <laughs> off taxpayer supplies. I mean, <laughs> maybe he was a pretty well-to-do guy. It didn't make a lot of sense. <laughs> just like welding one, two, and three. And Wait like, a goddamn hey, minute. <laughs> <laughs> All right. In, in welding one, we're going to make a cattle trailer. It's like, oh, that's going to be tough. And like, welding two. Cattle trailer. Welding <laughs> <laughs> three, you've made it to the peak, the tippity top. It's where we separate the boys from the men. Cattle trailer. <laughs> Just pocketing 15 grand a semester off of every single Oh, more flight. than that. More than that. Yeah. So, so like everything was state of the art. But yeah, there's like a, a thing where they, they raise catfish and greenhouses. And there's a gigantic livestock barn where they raise all, all sorts of different animals, pigs and cows and all sorts of nonsense, and finally, a soccer team. <laughs> yeah, we had a soccer team from the get go, but it wasn't. You know, I didn't see that as an exciting thing. I thought everybody. None had. of us did. None of us did. Um, yeah, we 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 didn't have. There was no wrestling. There was. Uh, I'm trying to think what else. I mean, there there was there was running and uh, pole vaulting. I'm sure you think, guys did a hockey team. Are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> <laughs> Atlanta didn't have a hockey team at that point. But so every high school in St. Louis area has a hockey team. It's weird. Yeah. I mean, you're a colder climate, I guess. Yeah. And we closer to a what team? Surfing. Oh, that's cool shit. We had an all-Missouri surf team. (laughs) The best team in all of Missouri, perhaps. Yep, in all of Missouri. They throw you out on the Mississippi, and if you survive, (laughs) back to shore, you're okay. (laughs) Is Mississippi super dangerous? It's not, right? It's just a river. In some areas, it's tremendously dangerous. Yeah, it's it's huge. I wish we had archery. That would have been so cool. Oh, I never thought about that. That would have been cool. I I guarantee we didn't have that. That's when I was shooting a ton too like the bow i was i was i was huge into archery then why don't we have a fucking archery team it was uh highly coveted in gym because you didn't sweat so you could just mm. do archery and got like freshmen all they do is run every day is just running 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 when you get to be sophomore through senior you pick the things you do but the thing is it's there's like a seniority system so it goes it doesn't matter the details, but the, the bulk of it is the seniors get to choose before the younger guys. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, 
it's not until you're a senior so that you have the priority to get in things like archery and golfing and stuff where you don't sweat. I had shuffle. We had golfing. We had shuffleboard. Yeah, shuffle <laughs> uh, yeah. And it's funny, every so often some kid would like get into it. Like I took shuffleboard and I played, but I wasn't like a pro- shuffleboard prodigy or anything. But, you know, like some guy would take to shuffleboard and really get into it and bring in his own fucking stick. And then he'd go after high school and just fucking bully these like geriatric shuffleboard enthusiasts <laughs> who would play with the I was him serving in like some really athletic manner that you, you didn't even know there was form to sh- <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> just talking the, yeah, the oct- octogenarians like oh I see you're using a more of the commoners push I prefer the English style <laughs> yeah I just imagine he's doing like that wind up like he did with shot put how you like do like three spins and then but he's doing that with the he's just doing a triple spin and then a, a yeah. launch one of the lifeguards yeah. i worked with was a shuffleboard enthusiast he would do the same thing he'd just show up and bully the octogenarians and stuff and you know he was like <laughs> fit you know it looked like more plates more dates and he'd just go and kick ass at shuffleboard he's just walking up on every carnival cruise being like I hope y'all took your plavix because it's about to get ugly <laughs> 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 we're here without my grandson it's his 11th birth shut up bitch i came to play <laughs> i'm playing here to conversate <laughs> running old people out they go to a different table you follow them you can't escape me this <laughs> man's harassing us <laughs> hey, run, run these boards. you want to play shuffleboard you come through me <laughs> <laughs> they called him the Dominator. <laughs> I've got eyes all over this boat. <laughs> over there, Santiago at the bar, he's going to tell me you try and play without my permission here. Don't you think I don't have the indoor shuffleboard tables covered too? The ones with the little beads. I'll fuck you up. <laughs> uh, you guys want to call the show? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that was fun. All right. Uh, PKA 500. 